ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Fuck yeah. Yeah. T Mac, you know what it is? Yeah, I do, boy. <laughs> it is episode 90, goddamn five. Wait a minute, really? Yeah. I think the higher... I, I always get astonished when you say that. Like, it I'm is. Like, I'm like, what? Really? So 95... Wait. I like how that goes out. That music. Mm-hmm. Episode 95. We got a good one for you, too. 95, we got a good one. Tell them why. Because we've got a, uh, a guest, not actually one, two. Two guests. Two guests at the same time. So we're going to do two the, interviews tonight. At the same oh, damn time. At the same time? Yeah. At the same damn time, we have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like like how this is the time I'm here and you're here at the same damn time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's two a good guess. One. As you guys know, we do the interviews first so that we don't have to keep them here till <laughs> four in the morning. Ten fifty-six p.m. as is right now. We're just starting our normal show. Yeah. Typically, uh, we start recording at seven thirty. Yeah. So I should just tell you how. So we're gonna be here for a while. How late we're gonna be here? Yes. So towards the end of the show, you might get a fun little team back. Because <laughs> I'm not be a little tired and loopy. A little bit of tired. Yeah. A little bit tired. But it's this a show, great we got interview. the Regal Twins. We can just tell them. The name. Yeah, we got the, the Regal, Regal Twins. Twins. And if you don't know who they are, you can look it up after you hear our interview. But it's an hour and 20 minutes, I think. So mm-hmm. it's a good, juicy, juicy segment for you. But that's not how we kick off this show. Mm-hmm. Now is it? No. No. <laughs> T-Mac. Yes. We always kick it off with the motherfucking news. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing over there. I wonder if he gave a speech about how much he loves his mama. Uh, That would be Mr. T. Well, the Boys and Girls Club of America announced WWE CEO Vince McMahon as one of their Hall of Fame inductees for this year. The 25th Annual Hall of Fame Awards. Yeah? Yeah. The Boys and Girls Club is a national organization dedicated to helping children with opportunities to better themselves through the use of after-school programs. Vince McMahon participated in these programs as a young child. Yeah, you know, a lot of that always sounds like bullshit to me. Like, oh, you got inducted into the like when Triple H went into the Muscle and Fitness Hall of Fame. You're right. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. get it. Of course, it's because he's super famous and rich. But, but they did the, mention that he does help but, a lot of children. No, what him. I was going to say with this though. Yeah. I can remember distinctively many different times. Vince McMahon referencing the Boys and Girls Club right. as like a, you know what fucking didn't make me kill people on a yeah, daily basis? the Boys and Girls Club. The Boys and Girls Club. Yep. So at least it seemed like that yeah, was... Yeah, because he had kind of a crazy childhood. Yeah, it was not It was not uh, uh, like a, a very functioning and like uh, sound no. after school special type no. of childhood. See, my father tells me, so my father at the same time frames, like right, we're talking the same years of their childhood. Mm-hmm. My father lived in North Carolina where, you know, around the region that Vince McMahon did, not like same city, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, and he tells me about it. Now his childhood wasn't always, you know, it wasn't uh, terrible, but it wasn't ideal either. It wasn't your typical, mm-hmm. you know, which back then we're talking late 40s, early 50s, you know, like uh, family is like an important thing in culture. And if you don't have it, you're kind of a cast off. Oh, yeah. 
And then I'm always just like, well, fuck, Dad, you couldn't have turned into Vince McMahon. Right. Like, like, but I guess his father wasn't a promoter up in New York, so you know, <laughs> I guess I had that problem. So, yeah, good good for him. How awesome is that, though? Yeah, it feels like this one is a legit one of the, not bullshit, but of the frivolous, yeah. you know, ones. Which tells me how Rob says, you know, some of these things are, you know, like, it's honest, it's real, you know, like. I can believe some of that. You know, when it was kids and, like, Connor's Cure and stuff like that, you know, like, we was talking about how they're they're being genuine in there, and I can see that. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, there's the corporate shrill thing to, to do that. but Of course there is that. But, you know, again, you've said it before. I think you said, like, yeah, they're doing it for corporate shrill, but they do get attached to these kids and they do care, you know, but they wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't. Yeah, you can't not. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, no, yeah. If you're not, you're a straight sociopath. And right. We're not claiming they're that. But anyway, we'll move on. Good for Vince McMahon. Good for them. You know, this won't be a problem once we bring back the great Kali. Calm down. <laughs> Get a water team act. Allwrestling.com reports. The WWE episode of Monday, February 15th, 2016. We'll see some huge competition as the 58th annual Grammy Awards is being moved from Sunday night to Monday night. CBS made the announcement yesterday at their Upfronts presentation. Okay, big deal, right? Listen. The Grammys get moved to a Monday night. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That Raw episode will be the final episode before the 2016 Fastlane pay-per-view. And awards drew 27 million viewers on a Sunday night. So WWE have to dig deep to keep some of their viewers at this year's Grammys, which they're going to lose all those young teeny boppers and stuff. Oh, yeah, the the ones that want to see. Now, Fastlane's the... on the road to WrestleMania. It's like the last one before Mania. So storylines start getting kind of heavy, man. They're going to have to come out with something to kind of make this a big show. What would you do? Uh, what month is that again? February. February. February 15th. So Mania's the next pay-per-view if there's not some cheap little thing in between there. But, uh, right? Because right. it's Fastlane and Mania, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I believe. But. So, yeah, man, the Grammys, fuck. Why are they moving to Monday nights? Oh, money. It's always been, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's a, yeah, it's a rating thing. But Okay, so uh, we'll what, see. We'll, we'll see, man. This what is, but be, what would you do? What would you do to like, That's what I'm trying huh, to is it a day you bring Rock back? Is it a day you get Brock and Rock on the same show? Do they just go that routine or do you do something out of the box? What do you do? Well, it depends on what you have for Mania booked. But if I'm just, if I'm just fucking around. Maybe Undertaker. Maybe you fucking say Undertaker, we're paying you to show up here. Well, no, well yeah. $10 million show up on Raw. Well, that, not that not much money, much but money, you get but, what I'm saying. But yeah, um, a million bucks, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, if I'm just fucking around, you know what I do? What? I have Stone Cold come out and give stunners to uh, fucking everyone. Tell him too early in the show. By the end of the night, I'm stunning somebody. So no, because that's what you got to do. It's one of those like. No, what I would do is just say, "Hey, after Raw, we're gonna do one of our podcast specials with Stone Cold, uh-huh, right? Yeah. And just do exactly what you did with Vince." And uh, in Triple H, right. where he's just back there doing the, bleh, bleh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you do a fucking segment to close Raw. Or no, because what time does the Grammys usually start? Like Probably 8 o'clock eight, Central. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so you do the top of the hour, 8 o'clock, right? You have Cena do his, let's just say it's a U.S. title yeah, okay. open thing. Awesome comes out and fucking <laughs> just no, stuns no, him. No, no, no. And, and again, I'm doing current storylines because we can't predict the future. But I'm so... I know it wouldn't be the U.S. Open Challenge or U.S. Title Open Challenge, but let's just say something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And so Cena's like, if you want some, come get some. Seth Rollins comes out, right? Seth Rollins is like, bitch, I'm still the champ. Bitch. You know? Yeah. Like, you know who I am? And then the authority comes out and like, okay, the authority. And they beat down Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 
boom and Glass then, yeah, and then stone cold stuns yeah. kane stuns <laughs> j and j stuns seth rollins stunning them all stuns them kicking them in the gut and then hold on and then you know they do the whole like oh yeah cena gets up kind of thing yeah. whack them stuns him yeah yeah and, then, ah, and that's how you do flipping it. them off yeah. drinking beer well no he'll do the fist yeah he'll but just do the fist, fist drinking yeah. beer out yeah out and that's yeah. how you kick he, off at the mania, show he did the fist didn't right he? yeah Damn, they've neutered Stone Cold T-Mac. But but that's how you kick off that eight o'clock or nine o'clock nine o'clock Eastern Standard. You know, that's how you kick off combating. Because when the Grammys start, it's always yeah. some. The performance. thing is, what they might want to do is they might want to catch people that are already watching the Grammys, and you can do that now because everybody's fucking. That's tweeting. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because the yeah. Grammys will always open right. with a. a performance of yeah. a song you've never heard of. Kanye right. West debuts but I'm saying, a, but I'm a saying if they do that. Without some idea that it could happen, those people might not switch back. But if you start, Steve Austin, the opening segment of the show says, I'm fucking stunning somebody tonight. Mm-hmm. People start tweeting about that shit. People are watching the Grammys. They get yeah. their Twitter things, and then they're like, "Yeah, what? And they tune over right when you say it, and mm-hmm. then that whole fucking thing happens. Right, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah, but I would have Stone Cold stun some people. I'd have Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman cut a promo. Oh, yeah. And then Undertaker's got to show up. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it would work. Undertaker Sting. Then you do something with Undertaker Sting. Yes. Maybe that's when it starts. Yes. And you do those three things with whatever your main event storyline yeah. was going to be. The I'm making this up. The the triple threat uh, Shield main event at WrestleMania right. or whatever for the title. You know, you do that, and you do your other storylines. But your big three moments would be Stone Cold stunning some motherfuckers. With Cena in there somehow yeah, to yeah, compile yeah. the stunned. old old you know attitude era with this. Yep, yep. So Stone Cold Cena, Brock Lesnar, Heyman, and then kick off Sting and Undertaker that night. Yeah, love it. There you go. That's what good I do. stuff. All right, we'll move on. I love it when they're backs against the wall though, and they think they got to put on a great show. Which it kind of pissed me off because I'm like, why don't you just do that, and we'll all be cool, right? <laughs> you won't have to worry about the Grammys coming in. All right. <laughs> Now we can finally make the Marine 5. Why? Deadline <laughs> reports WWE Studios has closed a deal for a revolving credit line worth $35 million with the Bank of America Merrill Lynch. The funds will allow WWE Studios to extend and grow their partnership base beyond Warner Brothers, Lionsgate, and 20th Century Fox. They're really putting some fucking cash into this WWE Studios, man. How long before one hits and it's a good movie and it makes some fucking cash? How long? Yeah. 10 years. 10 years? That's a pretty good fucking time frame, though, for a – you built a company from nothing. That's a whole separate company. I mean, I know it was bankrolled by mm-hmm. WWE, but that's a whole different department. It has nothing to do with – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's impressive. Yeah, I would we'll say see. 10. 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. I'd say 10 years until some now look, body yeah. – because they could also, with the bank money that they have, buy a fucking franchise. Absolutely they could. You know? Yeah, they could. But you know what? Uh, my wife's big business major and, and master's degree and stuff, and she says all the time, like, uh, they're doing it the better way there because you don't want to buy into a company that's not your core mm-hmm. company. It never seems to work. It rarely works. You know what I mean? Uh, only monster giants do that. Google, Walmart, you know? Right, yeah. Um, so uh, she said you have to build it. You know what I mean? Like you have to make it like you would be building it now. You know, she's like, it's a lot easier when you have money, but you know, get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But $35 million, they can make a damn decent movie for $35 million. Oh yeah. And that's revolving credit. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's always over there. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. 
This is the big break they've been looking for. Who? Destination America's Impact oh. Wrestling will make a permanent move to Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central, beginning Wednesday, June 3rd. The midweek knockout premiere, T-Mac, will kick off with stellar matches, showcasing America's favorite wrestlers. The tag teams will head to epic battles with the Wolves and the Dirty Heels competing in match three of the best of five series on their quest to capture the vacated TNA tag team titles. And the Rising and the BDC are at war, battling it out in a six-man tag team matchup. TNA world champion Kurt Angle will compete in the main event, and the knockouts will be in action featuring the Dollhouse and Brooke. I watched TNA this week for the first time in probably months. And? It was better than I thought it was going to be. I've been watching a lot more YouTube clips. Again, the I'm Dollhouse trying. Dollhouse and, and Terry Trill's heel? Yeah. This group? Yeah, yeah, I like the Dollhouse. And she was good at it. Yeah, she's a good bitch. Dude, she was uh, saying, she, basically hinting that she's sleeping with Gail Kim's husband mm-hmm. and hanging out with her stepkids. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, oh, and I'm going to show you what I'm going to wear for Robert later. And mm-hmm. uh, Jesus, man. Well, and you know that very, Gail yeah. Kim's husband is a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah I know, I know. So that's a so, uh, good little, you know, cross-promotion yeah, kind good. of, you know. It's good. I mean, yeah, see, that's where TNA needs to take advantage of things is they can do those things. WWE can't get racy and have girls in laundry anymore. And Taryn Terrell. And Taryn Terrell is very good in that role. No, no, no. And Taryn Terrell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know what you're saying. I was just saying it a different way. <laughs> I'm saying it this way. You're saying it that way, and I hey, I get it. Uh, it seems like TNA is doing some good things. Again, I like I said at the beginning of the year or Christmas, maybe it was Christmas. I, yeah, yeah no, I, I don't know. I'm gonna really try to watch more wrestling. Yeah, and I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that channel, and I know watch wrestling, but I don't have the I don't have the time to. I don't have a whole lot of time either. Right. But I was, so what I've been doing yeah. with TNA. Is I've been watching. I subscribe to their YouTube channel. Yeah. And I've been watching their YouTube clips to give me. Hey, this is the best thing. Yeah, got, that's right? cool. All right. There, there's no downtime. Yeah, They're, exactly. they're presenting yeah, yeah. the two right. minute yeah, clip yeah. that I yeah. should be watching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I come across going, not bad. Not bad. You know what? And then you know my what today's back. Well, so I saw this was just a, at least a one off or maybe a time or two. So the, I think they're rotating people until they find somebody. Where does uh, Pope? is going to be doing commentary with them coming up. So it sounds like maybe they don't know who they're going to have in that role and they're testing people out. Mike today wasn't bad as color commentator. So Josh Matthews was still the mm-hmm. in-ring guy, mm-hmm. and today was commentator. He's way better in that role because he can throw mm-hmm. in that, you know, back in 1947, right. this guy's yep. dad worked Japan, and he's awesome at that, and that is cool information. When he was play-by-play, he sucked, and it was a script, and he sucked. Too much, yeah. It was, it was terrible. Too, it was too much talking for him. Terrible. So I didn't mind he's, that. He's a good soundbite. He's not yeah, a good right. paragraph. And he, and he gelled well with Josh Matthews. And Josh Matthews had a couple spots where it seemed like he was being a little heelish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so EC3 is is uh, he's challenging in, in his political role. He's doing that like mm-hmm. lobbyist yeah, role yeah, or, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, or, for, or presidential candidate uh-huh. role. And uh, he's loving to be the number one in their top five. And it's the number one – like they list a top five – who's the number one contender and everything. Mm-hmm. So he's lobbying for that, and Josh Matthews is like, why isn't this guy? He's undefeated and going on and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was interesting. I'm going to watch it again. I was able to – I had to paint the trim in my master bath uh, today, T-Max. So I was watching it while I did really? that. Really? Grown for, man being stuff. Being an adult. Adult stuff. Uh, something you know nothing about. No, something I, I never want to yeah. adult. I never it's, want uh, to it's, adult uh, ever. It's, um, it's, uh, it's one of those where it's – you keep telling yourself this is for the better purpose. You know, like this is going to mean money. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I'll tell stuff. you, go, going back to the commentating team, and I'm being 100% serious. Yeah. Again, it was just YouTube clips, sure. so I didn't maybe catch the nuances that, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about. But if they keep 10A 
kind of in this little box. Mm-hmm. And Josh Matthews kind of with that. The only thing – okay, I think what I was going to say, I'll say it, and then I'll kind of critique what, what I don't like about the TNA because that's what I do. Um, I think they're a better commentating team than Raw. Yeah. I do. Because they're actually calling in-ring matches. They're calling in-ring the matches. They're that. not having to they're- like – Plug Sonic and fucking. Well, whatever. not even that. They're not doing these like jabs, like, "Hey, Cole, oh, uh, you didn't know yeah. you're on. Shut the fuck up." Yeah. And like Booker T goes from like, "I think New Day's great" to uh, the Ascension sucks, and it's yeah. like, what are you? Yeah, like they gel well. The the yeah. TNA. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that yeah, even you know what I noticed uh, Booker T sometimes this week in match changed whether he was like for or against somebody doing something. But yeah, anyway, uh, oh yeah, team, no, I kind of, man, I like that idea. And you know what? They're a palatable team. So like that green's a little more Well, appeal. the only thing, yeah, the only thing I don't like, and this isn't their fault, but it's just from an ear, because hey, we've worked in radio, what, 15 years combined, yeah, right? Mm-hmm, yep. I hear, like that's what the first thing I hear. Uh, I yeah, hear things, uh-huh. right? And their voices are both a little too high. high. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? No, I get it. And so, it's, it, but you know what? Like they both sound like this. You know, and, you know and, I mean? and they kept telling us this in school, even when you were, and probably more so when I was, because I came after you. Uh, they keep stressing, stressing the, uh, oh, it doesn't have to be the old, you know, radio voices of the past. It's you know everybody can as long as you can speak clear. And I'm like, no, yeah, but you got to admit it doesn't sound as good, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and maybe I'm biased. No, maybe I'm biased because you know I like the right. The, no, yeah, but yeah. you you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I, but I saw what you're saying too. But again, I was distracted watching. I'm in a painting, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, like but a, I like an adult. Yeah, but I like <laughs> I liked uh, I liked what I saw of the two minute YouTube clips yeah. again. Destination yeah. America. But here's hold on. Go, <laughs> let's go back all the yeah. way to what your storyline uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. The, it hasn't even been on Destination America a full year, and we're already moving the nights. So you know what? I've heard that Destination America is now it's one of their higher rated shows, right? Of but course, I think they it's were still their only show. I think they were expecting. Higher ratings. Okay. Why? Why would you expect well, that? Okay. Who was who? Nah, Their salespeople okay. are just amazing. Now I'm just leading you down a path. I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong on this, right? I think you are. Uh, but Destination America is now kind of. They're saying they're they're a little losing, not necessarily losing interest, but they're kind of like, uh, you Gun know what? Shy. Like, well, now they're just kind of like, you know what? Well, this they're not treating it as their main focus anymore now. Mm-hmm. So now they're gonna do what T, uh, Spike was doing is they had to plug Barbecue Masters, a new show coming on and everything, you know, which you have to do that on networks, and I get that, but like, so maybe they're not having as much backing, and they've been controlling them more now. They've been saying like, we don't want you going over to England because it's Destination America, and we want Kurt Angle the champion. They've kind of made him make Kurt Angle the champion, so. uh it might be in more in danger of becoming Bucky American Championship Wrestling. If those than are Bucky American Championship well, Wrestling. if those are real, you know, demands from right. the channel, then yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so they might be by de facto mm-hmm. uh, the switch new. of the storyline. They become right. fuck yeah America Championship Wrestling. Yuck. You know what happened? Yeah, because you know who was in the main event, uh, hardcore whatever match they had tonight, which was like a multi man fight, like ten man. Gauntlet tag or gauntlet team match, you know, that they do. Uh Chris Melendez on team A. Is he is he good? I didn't get to watch the match closely. So but what I did see at the end was Eric Young choking out Kurt Angle with Chris Melendez's leg. <laughs> like he took it off of him. That is just, choked him with it. Are we serious? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, oh man. Uh, but <laughs> it was definitely fucking America not, Championship Wrestling because that's the heel moves that to take the war veteran that they've mentioned multiple times, which is totally. Hey, look, I'm a I'm a veteran myself. All that stuff is cool with me, you know. Like, and I and I like that, but like, 
uh, it's weird seeing a one-legged man in your main event. You know what I mean? It's really odd. It is. But I get. And, I, I guess and, I remember seeing him in the match, but I don't remember that part. But Destination America, I think, is going for what is Duck Dynasty on? You know what channel is that? Like A&E. TNN or any? They're going with that field. They're going to be one of those channels mm-hmm. that goes for that crowd. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. the South, mm-hmm. the Midwest. Mm-hmm. The, you know what I mean? And I think that's what TNA is going to have to gel to. Right. And TNA, by all means, if that makes them money and Dixie Carter listen to her concert. She's going to take it whatever angle she thinks is going to make it go. Right. She's successful at what she does, you know. So, so we're, so we're going to see a lead-in of TNA be a, a better RV, you know, make your RVs better. Yeah. And then TNA Wrestling. And yeah. then the the show after, it's going to be, what, cops? Yeah. Yeah. You or, know what I mean? Or, or it's going to be. Well, uh, and I, it's well, it's be, Barbecue Pit Masters. Yeah, Barbecue. Yeah. That's what it is. It's yeah. Barbecue Pit Masters. I don't know if that's what comes right after it, but that's Jeez. on the network. That's what they're going for. And that's. Good hey, for them. Good there's for money them. in it, I guess. So. Yeah, hey. TNA, so there, there'll be no more New York TNA, I don't think, and there won't be New, you know, England. Although I think they mentioned a tour, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, Destination America doesn't want them doing that, they say. So, all right, we'll move on. It's still not better than the Spanish announce table. There's not much that is. Stone Cold Steve Austin will host Stone Cold Podcast live, a no-holds-barred, in-your-face monthly interview series beginning Monday, June 1 at 11 p.m. Eastern on the award-winning WWE Network with special guest Paul Heyman each month immediately following Monday Night Raw which airs on the USA Network the WWE Hall of Famer will sit down with the biggest names in WWE including Hulk Hogan that's going to be great The Undertaker that's going to be amazing Sting that will be good and other celebrities from the world of sports entertainment sports and entertainment for an exclusive interview on WWE Network so they made up it's a monthly show man but now they made up yeah and Jericho's out they mentioned Jericho would be on the network. I'm just saying. It's, it seems maybe they'll like, do both. Yeah, maybe. This is going to be a monthly series. Maybe that's what he was pissed about. Yeah. So maybe he was like, I want this to be. And maybe they were like, you got to do the Steph one, but we don't want you to, to question her. We want it to be like this. Mm-hmm. And he was probably like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. Right. You the know Heyman, what I mean? Yeah. The one, I like that they're going to do Heyman first because they've done three podcasts together. Oh, yeah, I know. So yeah. they already understand their cadence and yeah, uh-huh, conversation yep, style. Yeah. Yep, yep. And they both get it. Yeah. Heyman will give you something that seems to break kayfabe, but it's completely not. Right. You know what I mean? But it makes you feel like he's going to give you some tidbit. And they've had great stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's a good way to get him back, right? Yeah. But But, I could see him asking legit questions like, uh, what's the deal with Brock and the UFC thing that that almost went down? Was that real? Was that driving up And that's what I'm saying. And that's where I think Paul Heyman will give us a Paul Heyman answer where we go, Paul Heyman's the master of this. Paul Heyman's the shit. Paul Heyman's the master of making things seem legit Uh out of thin air. Uh, So that one will be good. (laughs) You get what I'm saying by that? What we call that is uh, pulling shit out of his ass. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sting one will be good. I feel like that'll be a lot of, you know what, kid, Stone Why Cold didn't saying. Why sign with them? I, I can see him well, asking that. Well, I can see, this is where, how I see this interview going. I can see uh, Austin saying, when I was in WCW and I yeah. was the United States champion, yeah. I learned a lot from you. Sting. Yeah, you were the yeah. man when I was right, there. Yeah. What was it like? Da, 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 da. The Hogan one. It's going to be crazy. Because they fucking hate each other. They don't other. like each other. This I will mean, be awesome. I, and you know they're professional to where, oh, yeah. but Look, there's going to be three moments I, uh-huh. I'm, I'm predicting where it's going to be like, it'll be this awkward tension. There's going to be, so here's how it's going to start. They're right going to be, they're right, going to be right, right here, right here. 
You feel that? Yeah. That it'll be like three times with them. There is gonna be okay. He's gonna start off. Steve Austin's gonna start off and he's gonna start throwing zingers. And Hogan's gonna throw zingers back, but Steve Austin is a fuck ton better at that than Hulk Hogan is. Well, Hulk Hogan grew up kind of a dork. Steve Austin is your ball busting. Well, and he's guy. a little and he's older and dated. Right. His references might be from the eighties where Hogan. Yeah, but I mean they're just gonna be like throwing singers and so so at any rate, um they're gonna do that and then like they'll mention something and Hogan will kinda say something challenging about their careers or something, you know what I mean? Like whoever was the best ever and whoever's the, the biggest star, celebrity star or something like that, you know? And you might get like Steve Austin kinda looking back like, Did this motherfucker really just answer that question mm-hmm. that way, you know? But no, like, I gotta maintain this thing or Vince will kick me off this fucking network and, and I can money, see you know? and I can see Hogan though, I think we're Hogan assuming they kind of get past that ego, which I think will be the first ten to fifteen minutes of the interview. I can see Hogan and Austin, even though they might not like each other making good television because it's television you know but making good television in the sense of hogan you went through this i went through that and it's going to be really the two most iconic wrestlers of all time talking about their experiences at the very fucking top and that will be like hey i can relate to not wanting your spot being taken by Piper because when I was in 2001 after my yeah. neck surgery, I didn't want Rock and Triple H right. taking my spot. And they can connect. Hopefully, that would make it the best television. They can connect, and it's a real conversation yeah. between just the fucking best. You know, you know. and here's the thing. This might be where now they're finally forced to sit in the room for a long time and not talk about a business thing that's going right. on right now. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to go out in the ring and do this. Because they seem fine doing that. They're, they're professionals. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's known that they don't really like it. You know, they both – have that professional jealousy. I mean, they're the two biggest stars ever in this. But they have so much. I mean, they literally have so much they could relate to. Hogan, you were the man, but everyone who was a real wrestling fan loved Flair. Right. Hogan come back. When I was in WCW, no, no. When I was in WCW, everyone thought Goldberg was the shit and you fucking suck. What was it like during that time? You know what I mean? Like they can come back at, or, you know, or, hey, you thought your whole run as, Austin 316 was awesome. So, I did yeah. it twice. I did it as Hollywood against you. So here, here, here also, um, this is something I saw on that show. Uh, we were talking maybe off air about this, but uh, Hogan had a, um, it was on, or maybe this was in the Regal Twins interview. I don't know. Hogan had a uh, sit-down interview. It was on yeah, like Fox Sports or ESPN. I can't remember. You were talking about it in the Regal interview. Yeah, and and um, he sat there and he was just talking. I mean, it was really cool. He didn't seem mm-hmm. braggadocious at all. He mm-hmm. seemed totally kind of. Like he's relaxing his life a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think he is. Yeah, after almost killing yourself and, mm-hmm. and losing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, he was like, he goes, what was really cool is like they did this one of these like fan vote things and it was, who was the greatest WWE all time? You remember that episode where they were like, who's the greatest US champion mm-hmm. of all time? Because mm-hmm. it was coming up the night of champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, and there I am winning with like, like 48%. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and but John Cena's got like 14% is the next closest. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that was just really like, wow, man, Hulkamania is still running wild. Like, and I was like, so he could do that because Steve Austin wasn't even number two on that list. Right. And he'd be like, really? Because the yeah. fans think. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. Th- I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we know those numbers are doctored. Right, right. And that's where Steve Austin could be like, right. like, you know, like this Look motherfucker really, like, no, but he could be like, like, and he can't say it, but he's going to be like, that Like that vote's mm. fucking real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I, I hope there's a few moments of tension because obviously there's going to be something yeah. like that. Man, I'm not but even I hope they I connect. Think, yeah. I hope yeah. they connect on I being. I do too. Oh, the, absolutely. And, and then going to the Undertaker interview. I think the Undertaker interview is going to be, I think this is, I think of all the interviews that they've announced and even the ones that he's done mm-hmm. with Vince and Triple H, 
I think of all of those, and even on his regular podcast, because I don't think he's, Undertaker's done one. No, no, no. no, no. Undertaker right. doesn't break cave Right. But what I think <laughs> like is... for the most part. What I think is, of all of those interviews, you're going to see Stone Cold be the most respectful, kind of drawn back to where when we saw him in the interviews with uh, Vince and even Triple H, he was almost not attacking, but like, hey, people want the answers to this, this, and this. With Undertaker, how he's being, how he's respected, especially by Stone Cold, yeah. I think this is where, the, the of all the interviews, you might see Stone Cold kind of be oh, less, you know, he almost, less confrontational. He views uh, Undertaker as like a mentor. That's what I'm saying. So it will be a different feel because normally he's in there as like, I'm leading this shit. Right, and that's this what I'm saying. Of all, of all these interviews, I think that's the one where he's going to be like. It's the, the Jericho. <laughs> the Jericho Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah. Yeah, almost. Now, yeah. not to that degree. Well, but, just that Undertaker doesn't do these, so he might not know how to. You know, come mm-hmm. in there and, and sit in there because that's not what he does. You know? Right. But I'm looking forward to all That's of a huge deal because the whole world's been waiting for an Undertaker shoot interview. Man. Yeah. The last one that he did that I can remember was when he was the uh, biker gimmick and he did off the record with Michael Lansbury. Barry. Michael Lansberg. Okay. Lansbury. It's the Canadian, like, version of ESPN. Okay. Gotcha, He's a gotcha, fucking gotcha. dork and he asked stupid. He asked the the questions that everyone wants to know, but he does it in such a bullshit way. He's the worst interviewer. Michael Landsberg is the fucking worst interviewer. Cuz like he'll ask, let's just say he'll ask Undertaker the question of should the streak have been broken, right? But instead of setting it up in a conversational way and then moving into it like a real fucking conversation, he goes, "So Undertaker, your last match was against Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania 31." Yeah, you know, it was, you know, an Undertaker. Yeah, it was a great. You know. Okay, so the world wants to know: Should the streak have been broken? Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck are you like? Yeah. You don't leave it out there like it's a carrot that you want fucking Undertaker <laughs> to jump up and grab. Yeah, yeah. You fucking yeah, ask it like yeah. it's conversation. You yeah, dick. yeah, yeah. He sucks. But anyhow, Undertaker did a shoot interview way back. I think in two thousand three, and I think it was WrestleMania nineteen. Uh, he did a shoot interview that way, and it was okay. Yeah. But now it's going to be way this better. This is going to be the shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on for time purposes, man. It's fucking late, T-Mac, and we got to give these people a lot of show. Come on. Ah, does this come with a 25 cents an hour raise? What? WWE announced this week that Matt Bloom, otherwise known as Jason Albert, has been promoted to head coach of WWE's developmental system, NXT, and Sarah Amato, also known as Sarah Del Rey, has been promoted to NXT's assistant head coach. Bloom previously held the title of interim head coach, and Amato was previously an assistant coach. So they gave these guys some titles. A bump up. Yeah. Good for them. But hey, assistant head coach is Sarah Del Rey. I like that. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. This could be interesting. She's been doing amazing with those divas. Yeah. She's churning out some badass divas that are fucking, everybody's Killing. arguing her main roster ready. I don't think it's an argument. Right. Well, yeah. there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm um, excited. So cool. I'm excited. So uh, let's move on. Just quick news story there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in his defense, you'd want to be drunk if you had to be in New Jersey. I got lost one time in New Jersey. Uh-huh. I was doing work in Philadelphia, uh-huh. and we got lost in Trent, New Jersey, and I had to pay a bum 150 bucks because that's all I had on me. He goes, how much money you got on me? I was like, 150 bucks. He's like, all right. I had to pay a bum 150 bucks to get me back to Philadelphia. It's the only time I've been in Trent, New Jersey. How did you do that? Like, just, what, he had a car or what? No. He, I just had to, like, I legitimately, like, trusted him. Oh, you had to, like, 
I was like, I'm going to give you money. Give me the directions. Because this was before GPS and all that shit. 150 bucks. Yeah, I gave him 150 bucks. I had, I had it on, on me. I, at the time, I was doing financially okay. Yeah. And fuck, yeah. At the time, you weren't doing a podcast. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm still financially all right. But yeah, yeah no, I get you. Yeah, 150 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And uh, he got me out of New Jersey. Okay. Well, that place smelled Oh, and my, and my apologies to our faithful listeners from New Jersey. Uh, hey, look, I was just in Florida. This past weekend, uh-huh. Tampa, to be specific. Yeah, you son of a bitch. I'm and, so uh, jealous of you. And uh, you look like you had a fucking blast. Oh, uh, it was. It was I'm amazing. here fucking get, prepping a house for sale, doing adult stuff, and you're off on vacation at Hogan's Beach Shop. At Hogan's Beach Shop, but, you son of a bitch. And that's not why you went there totally, 100%, right. But uh, you but, took the opportunity, and that's amazing. I I forgot that was there. Right. Yeah. But going back to the the stereotypes of states, I went to Tampa, and I told a handful of people that I was from Kansas City. The stereotypes. Yeah. Of states. You know what I mean? Like Trenton or like New Jersey stinks. You know. This might be the theme of the show. Yeah, Kansas City. Apparently, uh-huh. we have nothing but fucking cows and and, and uh, barbecue. That's it. So it's just like cows just walking around the street. Two people said that to me. They go, do, oh, do cows? They go, they go, do cows walk the streets? They ask you that. They legitimately well, like. Well, it depends. There are some parts of our states, Missouri and Kansas, where that probably happens. There's parts in every state but in the rural areas. there are parts areas. in every states that do that. But yeah. yeah and then they but say, there's probably a fuck ton here. <laughs> there's but, a lot. And then they nicknamed me because oh, the Jesus. girls were drunk. Uh-huh. They nicknamed me Kansas because they don't understand that Kansas City, Missouri was actually here and invented before Can- the In state Missouri. of Kansas. Yeah, it was a Kansas City, Missouri before it was Kansas City, Kansas. But those girls wanted to call me Kansas all night, and they did. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Hey, we got our picture posted of hanging out with the, uh, the, the Regal Twins. You put this out there, too. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. I can't wait for people to hear this interview. Yep. I'm excited for it. All right, let's move on. Yeah, Ashley from Detroit. Ashley from Detroit. That's who I met down there in Florida. Oh, yeah. In his defense, you'd want to be drunk if you had to be in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. TMZ reports, WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall was physically escorted out of an indie wrestling event in Asbury Park, New Jersey, this weekend after promoters claimed he was too drunk to perform. Hall reportedly appeared to be drunk hours before a scheduled meet and greet at the Skate and Surf Music Festival this weekend. TMZ says Hall was given multiple chances to sober up but wouldn't. Promoters told him to leave, but he refused and demanded to be paid. Security had to be called in, and they escorted Hall off the property. Promoter Ricky Otazu told TMZ Sports the event was too well run for us to make a fool of ourselves by allowing him to appear. We will no longer be associated with him until he gets his life in order, end quote. Okay, the statement at the very end, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Okay. You were at the Skate and Surf Music Festival putting on a wrestling show. Well, not even, yeah, but not even that. Which, hey, it's good for you. You're making money. My point is, my point is, we're going to distance ourselves from this man until he gets his shit together. Uh, Shut the fuck up. He has has an addiction. Shit just doesn't go away, right? right? When you have, like, an addiction. I've had family members that deal with oh, I know, real yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. addiction, I've right? Seen it, yeah, my family and not too, yeah. to yeah, not to get on a soapbox, but like it doesn't go away. Like you don't no. go Mm-mm. six months without drinking, and then the next morning go like, I'm great. All the steps I took to get to this spot, I'm fucking done with. I'm just gonna go back to regular life. No, it's a battle, legitimately every fucking hour of your life. So he fell off the fucking wagon one time. Go fuck yourself. Right. And and DDP's there. Right. DDP can help him get right back on this. I mean, it happens. You have a little bender once in a while when you right. have these addictions. Yeah. I mean, what what I'm saying is they handled, it seems like, the situation that night 
appropriate. Sure. Yeah. Escort hey, him out. Get the fuck I saw, even the guy in the ring did a good job because did you see the video? No, I have not yet. So the guy in the ring, like I, I'm thinking it had to do with Cody Hall, mm-hmm. and, which is why he's there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, He's got the mic and he's saying to this guy and he's like, and if you ever say he says something about his kid, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't think the guy in the ring was expecting that, so he's like, all right, so anyway, I got it, you know, right. what I mean? and then kind of moves on to the crowd. No sells it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then As he's he kind of like uh, waves him off and stumbles back a little bit, and then they announce Jake Roberts coming in and he does the two arm, mm-hmm. you know, hanging over thing, and then they then they show them like talking to him and he's fucking, you know, like like the promoters like fuck out, you know, they're escorting right. him out, so. Uh, you know, yeah, they handled that perfect. But the statement, it felt like, all right, don't be yeah. the, no, we are so above this. Yeah, because at first it just seems like, hey, we're protecting him. Get right. In, get hey, out of here. You don't want people seeing you like this, but I'm not paying you. Fuck. You right. know what I mean? You but ruined that my show statement, here. that yeah. statement just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because, yeah. I don't know, if you're a fucking addict and you're trying, fucking good yeah. for you. Yeah. You know how many people oh, don't sure. try? I know, yeah. Look, how long had it been since he'd gone on a thing? And then now, right. again, that's not to say he won't, okay, cool, you know, and go for a while and, and have, you know, I mean, it sucks, but hey, that's what an addiction is, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. So I hope he gets well, though. Yeah, me too. He's one of my all time favorites, Scott Hall. As I get older, he's creeping up more and more in mm-hmm. my top all time list. I still love him even because I liked Razor Ramon, right? I liked Razor Ramon, okay? Mm-hmm. I didn't love Razor Ramon, right? Like, he wasn't like one of my favorites. Mm hmm. But when he became Scott Hall, NWO, like it really piqued my interest. And and when I thought about the NWO being cool and 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 super awesome like that, and just the cool guys in the room, like you said, coolest dudes in the room, mm-hmm. uh, that started with him. Mm-hmm. Like he was the cool. He out of the coolest guys in the room, the coolest guy in the room was, Scott was fucking Scott Hall. Yeah. So that's when I really was like fucking Scott. Hall. And that's that is Scott Hall. You right. know what I mean? Like whenever you hear him talk. That's Scott Hall. He's just like, yo, man. Right. My <laughs> my thing that is more eye-opening as I get older is how good and how high quality his matches were oh, with yeah. like with like legitimately any type of wrestler. Like yeah. he could have match of the night with Rey Mysterio or, or Eddie Guerrero and then 2 weeks later or the next week on Nitro have not the match of the night but a very good match with The Giant or he never wrestled Kevin Nash that much, but I can't think of another big guy right. that they used to have. Uh, Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, He yeah, could yeah. legitimately have very good matches with anybody in there. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I always he found. He was amazing. Yeah. Scott Hall, yeah. He very was amazing. Good. He is amazing. And those uh, initial dead. ladder matches. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, well, but he's not in ring. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. That's kind of what I was getting at. All right. <laughs> Final story. Ah, let me prepare uh, <clears throat> myself a little bit. This might be a, a cock moment. <clears throat> That's the creator of Cringe, a uh, contributor you'll hear later in the show in the emails and tweet the table. <clears throat> First runner-up, Chris Benoit. What? WWE superstar Titus O'Neil has been named Celebrity Dad oh of the Year by EverythingForDads.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Everything for dads.com. <clears throat> You're going to hell. <laughs> what? That's terrible. That wasn't even a joke that was like led into like, oh, it just popped in my head. You you prepared that joke. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh my god. Uh huh. It's a cock joke. Oh my god. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you something right now that <laughs> listeners later in the episode will get. Uh-huh. But right now you are the Marty. No, 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 no! You're the Marty. I'm the Sean. I just shocked the world with my cock joke. (laughs) 
That's horrible. Yeah, you're the Marty. Oh my God. I'm for, we're forever using this and uh, Regal Twins. And again, listen to this interview because you'll get the you're the Marty. Uh, I'm forever. We're gonna use that now. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be our slamming each yeah, other. Like yeah. we're gonna find out who was the Marty in some picks. Mm-hmm. Next segment. In the Tweet the Table segment. Right, but anyhow, so Titus O'Neil won an award. The second annual Mega Dads Award, or Mega Dad Award 2015, are being presented for everything for dads to honor the amazing work we see dads carry out that often goes unacknowledged. These awards are given to dads who are determined to change the landscape of fatherhood for the better and for the good of all. O'Neill was up against notable names such as Ashton Kutcher, Vin Diesel, and David Beckham. Last year, O'Neill and his sons participated in WWE's Take Time to Be a Dad public service announcements, and he's a regular fixture in WWE's community events from reading celebrations to Be a Star rallies. You know what I'd like? I'd rather he just be pushed. Well, here's my, I guess, gripe is mm. I, I don't understand the primetime players and why they're not... The Your tag team champions? Right. Like, or but, had a run doing it? or Because here's active? legitimately why. I'm going to tell you... Just the basic facts, okay? Now you have Titus O'Neil winning awards outside of your industry. Yeah. Yep. You for, have for being a dad, for being a great dad, yeah, for being a pub, a great public service. Right. Yeah. You have Darren Young going to every Glad event he can. Yep. Absolutely. Outside of your industry. Yep. 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 yep, yep. You have now you're bringing they're bringing good light onto the WWE. Hold on. Yes. You have both guys who have an incredible look, especially Titus O'Neil. Yeah. That guy. Is everyone wants to look like him? Yeah, absolutely. If you don't, what the fuck's wrong? Yeah, with what's you? wrong with you? That guy's a man beast, right? Yeah, and they have a fun little gimmick that people like to do when they put their arms around each other and yeah. sway back and forth, and they have a good entrance music. Yeah. Why is it? Why this are you your, not? Yeah, yeah. What is? What are they? Do, yeah. do they like? Do they play practical jokes on Vince to where he hates them? Yeah. Like you know what else I think they could do is they could bring in some other crowds. They're going to help bring in people that have a negative connotation about wrestling. Some sports fanatics that would love to see Titus O'Neil, you know what I mean? Like, doing oh, great stuff. And Titus and, O'Neil has, you know how easy, let's just say, I don't know where Raw is next week. Let's say it's in. They're in Virginia now, so maybe. You okay, know. perfect. Let's say they go to Tennessee. Okay, yeah. Tennessee. That sounds about right. Yeah. Right. And Move here, down the coast. Right. Here's where you could just, you could have an amazing in ring promo with the primetime players. Here's how. Titus O'Neil comes, and I'm paraphrasing. Titus O'Neil says, hey, Tennessee, I went to school at Florida. I used to sack a quarterback. Remember Peyton Manning? Show the <laughs> yeah. picture of him sacking Peyton Manning. Nice. Because that is a legit fact. Yes. There's fact. more. Yeah, there's fact. more. Like, yeah. they have such a crossover appeal outside of just being oh. in that fucking ring. Yeah, why is this not something you're putting out not, on, on commercials on USA Network so yeah. people come, oh, yeah. And they're not as they're not bad wrestlers. No, they're good. They're not. They're good. Look, they came from that same NXT group that, that is fucking your whole main roster now. You got the Bray Wyatts, the Daniel Bryans, the early NXT before it was mm-hmm. its own thing. It was like a contest, mm-hmm. remember? Yep. All those people that came through there have done shit in the WWE. Like, they're, they're, they're. They're your whole roster. Why not these two guys that yeah. have a major crossover appeal? Yeah. I don't know. You could put them was... as babyface or heel, but what I'm saying is they could do either and have a track record to build off of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It. Maybe we'll see it someday. I don't know. But, but Chris been watching. We, we got to take man. a break, man. We're going to come back. We're going to do. We're going to cover WWE Payback and how we did in our picks for that. And we are going to do my favorite segment of the show. Hashtag tweet the table. That's when we return. 
to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And there's a species of bat called the white winged dog light bat. Eh, just yeah. information bat. Trainingtopicsnetwork.com. Guess what new shirt I have? What's that? I've got the new Daniel Bryan Yes shirt. That shirt is yes. awesome. Yes. 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 And guess where I got it? You got it from Kmart. I did not get oh. it from Kmart. I got it online at www.shop.com. Oh, hey, I know something about www.shop.com. What do you know about it? I know that the Spanish announce table are now affiliate members of www.shop.com. We official. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know what that means to the average listener of the Spanish What does that mean to them? That means that when they go to purchase something from www.shop.com, which, let's face it, they're very likely to do. Come on. We know that you guys want the newest Bray Wyatt shirts. We know that you want the newest Daniel Bryan merchandise. Even for you weirdos, we know you want the John Cena stuff. Pink armbands. Right. So, guess what? You can get all that stuff all for the same price you're normally going to Same low pay. price you're always going to get. And if you go through our site we get a little kickback and guess what we like that gives us some money help support this show which we know you like it's very simple you go to spanishannouncetable.net they've one of the first banners is literally this wweshop.com banner ad and it tells you the code to use you click through it that lets them know that it's us sending you to yeah. them and hey, then we'll get a you kickback want in sales. them to know about us go through and use our Man. link and tell them who we are and help us at the same time and this merchandise is not something you get at a fair no. this is wwe shop material this is thick quality shirts authentic authentic caps you can get replica belts anything you could buy from the wwe you can get on wweshop.com and by doing so you'll also be supporting the spanish announce table doesn't get any better than that t-mac it does not so go to spanishannouncetable.net click the link for the wwe shop you go there you get whatever merchandise you already gonna get and then we get that kickback hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> Back on the Spanish announce table. Woo! SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Check it out. T-Mac, there was a pay-per-view Sunday. You didn't see it, did you? Uh, you know what? I kind of did, and I, I'm, I'm. Now you have a valid, valid reason for not. Well, seeing it. I was gonna put this a part of my three P's, but I already had three P's, so this is an extra P, and it's a positive. I'll tell you something pretty cool that yeah. I did now. I was exhausted after a trip to Florida, Tampa. Yes. I visited my brother and then a friend that I used to own a business with, some business I took care of. You were there for a lot and you were going hard. Yeah, and I went hard, right? So after a long Thursday to Sunday vacation, I was flying back from Tampa to Kansas City. It's about a three-hour flight, two and a half hours, somewhere in there, right? Yeah. I was drunk getting on the flight. Right, I was drinking at the airport, yeah. and we went to Bush Gardens that day. Right, and I was drinking heavily there. Right, well, here's the coolest thing. Whatever, <laughs> it's vacation. Yeah, it's vacation. It's vacation. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. you do. I was especially, not dr- especially you are not like a. You don't got kids with you. I don't, you don't got kids, gotta, and no one was with me. Yeah, I went and by you're not myself. Driving, you got right. Yeah, 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 yeah. fucking pilot. Absolutely. As long as he's not drunk, fuck you. Right, yeah, this and is I wasn't drunk enough, or I wasn't you belligerent. Yeah, and I wasn't so drunk that they kicked me off. Right. Right. Exactly. Just there. Not this time. Right. Well, here's the coolest thing. Two things I'm going to tell you that's a really positive, but one's pro wrestling related. One uh, is non-positive or non-wrestling related. Southwest Airlines, if uh, you didn't know, has Wi-Fi on their planes. Oh, badass. So 
Here's the positive. You got to watch the... I watched on the network on my flight a little bit of the pay-per-view. I just saw the start. That is awesome. So I watched the kickoff show, and then I watched... I don't even remember the first match, but I remember... Southwest Airlines. Huh? Southwest Airlines has remember that. Wi-Fi. Not on all their planes, but you can pay for like specifically the right. Wi-Fi planes or whatever it is. And Because I didn't have it going there, but I had it coming back. They're stupid not to do that because... Now you get to pick your entertainment. They don't have to worry about mm-hmm. acquiring this lineup of entertainment. Right. Now, some things are blocked. Like, they block Netflix. Porn, I'm sure. Well, no, they block Netflix because it just takes up so much. Oh, yeah. So they well, block- the network might, too. Well, the, they didn't. If enough wrestling fans are right, on the Right, they whatever. Sometime, yeah. So I watched that, and then eventually I passed out. So I watched the start of it, and then I've watched highlights- but it's a good it's, pay-per-view. Yeah, and, I've and, heard it's amazing. And I'm I'll watch help it you again. break it down right now yeah. because we're going to go over the pay-per-view step-by-step. And because we made picks last week, we'll score that and we'll see where we're at. Coming into this week after Extreme Rules, the only time. So we start every year new after WrestleMania. Extreme Rules, I won 49-32, to 32, giving me a 17-point lead. That's where we stand going into the picks. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty sizable first out the gate. No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. If that happened to you last year, you'd be feeling pretty good about yourself, right? Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. point out that, but okay. Okay. Our truth versus Stardust in a we didn't know this was happening uh, kickoff show. That's match. what I saw. Yeah, and I think, honest to God, when I saw Stardust walking out, that's what put me to sleep. And I'm not kidding you at all. <laughs> um, it was a decent match. Well, I felt it was a decent match. And our truth won via a pinfall. We won't get too much into it for our own time purposes, but we'll talk some. Can Stardust just go away? Yeah, he's done so many gimmick changes, it might be time for another one. Can you just go to Cody Rhodes? Yeah, go back to Cody Rhodes. Man, the dashing Cody Rhodes was awesome. The mustache Cody Rhodes was awesome. And the, man, him and Sandow, why not maybe bring that tag team back together? You bring back tag teams, I think I'd prefer both of those guys back in that role. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The sleazy, we're better than you, role. Hey, wrestling's always based on... You know, bottom common denominator storylines. Yeah. Just do the white guys versus the black guys and have New Day versus Sandow and Rhodes. The white guys versus the black guys. Get what I'm saying? I do get what you're saying. Like, just say Sandow and Rhodes are the bad guys because white guys are always the bad guys. And then (laughs) they are. Look, tell me a storyline. Where when race is involved. Where where race race is is involved. Oh, yeah, no. Well, the nation of domination were heel. Yeah. They were heel, but McMahon wasn't exactly an uber face. That had a totally different feel to it. Well, the DX, I'm thinking of when DX and, and Nation. Yeah, well, that right. was different, but when DX first came out and Farouk was leading it before The Rock was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it was Farouk, and mm-hmm. they were playing the Black Panther gimmick. But it was kind of cool. It was cool. But I wouldn't necessarily say McMahon was a face in that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that had a whole different feel to it. That right, was like, but I'm saying typically. I'm saying yeah. I'm being stereotypical. But you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you make Rhodes and Sandow. The uh, we're rich and, yeah, yeah. and go make, back to that gimmick, right? And the new day the new goes day. to those, hey, here's, we're, here's, we gotta be positive. Mm. That's what I'm saying. We can uh, do I, that's just quick booking. If you're offended, uh, I got two words for you, and I'm about to show you right now, yeah, what my two words are. They are right here, but let's tell how you really feel. Who is that? Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti. So, so again, you. if you think that offended you, it shouldn't. And there you go. So anyhow, go ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> um, 
the New Day. Remind me to talk about that race thing in the New Day. Okay. Okay. But. Yeah, I heard something about that. I read something about the New Day race kind of thing. Something. Because mm-hmm. where did the pay-per-view take place? Baltimore? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I read well, I read something about that. Okay. Someone maybe, drawing way too big into oh, a yeah. conclusion. But go ahead. All right. The Ascension versus Curtis Axel and Macho Mando. I did. Uh, I guest started on a special Yes Talk Wrestling podcast with Yeah, Dustin what Coffin. the fuck? Uh, Trader? He, hey, listen, his wife uh, made me a cake for my birthday. Okay, then that's that acceptable. That is really cool, and I thought that was super cool. Well, and that's acceptable if they're yeah. going to yeah, make you something. So, uh, I was a little offended. I kind of right. got nervous. But he was here, and, he, won, and he wanted me. to do it, and I have to kind of, I'm, uh, don't replace I'm getting me. him set up on the network. Right, you know don't what replace mean? me. Hey, man, you might be moving to Florida, man. Maybe, but not yet, so don't replace uh, me this week. So I might be moving to Florida also. Right, yeah. We both might move to Florida, or we both might not move to Florida. <laughs> or one of us. Or one of us. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. that's not it. He actually wanted me to be on there, and I have to, I'm have to. i setting him up on our network and kind of showing him the ropes of, of how the actual behind-the-scenes operational stuff works, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. the gear turning and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was sitting, and he's like, we'll just be on the show. We'll do that after it. And I was like, cool, let's do that. You know, I was here anyway, mm-hmm. so and I was going to have to be working late anyway, so I said, why not? Mm-hmm. So we did that, and it was really cool. And now, on there, we called this, uh, uh, I call it the mid-card powers versus the Legion of whom? <laughs> so that's what this felt like. Mm-hmm. It was LOD versus the Mega Powers. Mm-hmm. Although it was, it had a fake diesel razor <laughs> right, yeah. feel to it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, but we both predicted the mid-card Powers would win via pinfall. The Ascension won in a pretty quick match. Really? Yeah, pinfall. Yeah. Wasn't even good. It, it was quick. They came out doing the shtick. Axel had the whole mustache, the headband's wearing the tights, the ye- the like the yellow, and so, and he was like Boa Hogan, right, Feather but, Boa Hogan, and, Ma- and Manda uh, had the whole, But in a yeah. throwaway, no one cares, yep. you don't get the cheap pop of the- Of them winning. God. No. That's yep. whack. Right? Go ahead. So we got 0-0. Zero, zero. Tie. Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus. Did, did you see any of this? This was a good match. Uh, yeah, I saw some highlights. Ziggler, wait, what match did you say? I'm sorry. Ziggler, Sheamus. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I, I felt like I said the yeah. wrong name there. He basically uh, gave him the stink face. Right, but then Ziggler got uh, cut open. Yeah, he the hard way. Color the hard way, and a uh, damn good match. Okay. Of course, they're great workers in a subpar storyline. Yeah, and Sheamus took the pin, but he's still, as you said, mm-hmm. Ziggler's got to get him back. He's got to kiss his ass. Mm-hmm. So that happened, but they still managed to push Sheamus over, which is what we said they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, however, predicted Dolph Ziggler would win via a pinfall. I did. Whereas I predicted Sheamus would win this. So you got it. So I got it. Zero to eight. Okay? Suck. Huh? Yeah. Uh. WWE Tag Team Championship match, two out of three falls, the New Day versus Cesaro and Kid. Did we know it was two out of we three? We did not. And I asked Dustin Coffin this, and he's like, I'm pretty sure you should have known that. <laughs> like, at that time, it had already been announced. And Whatever. I was like, oh, but we have a, a default anyway. Uh, the New Day won this in a two out of three falls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which we both predicted would win via pinfall, so we'll count that. Uh, and we both wagered a third wheel gets involved, which did happen, and here's how it happened. Xavier Woods pulled a Killer Bees switcheroo Kofi was supposed to be the legal man. He came in and pinned whomever, and the ref counted the three. Where my racing came in was, I thought, I was like, man, are they going to play the, oh, it's not our fault you couldn't tell us apart because we're some black guys. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's, 
if it's ever going to go that route, but it seems like everybody, at least on the internet wrestling community, as you call it, uh, wants them to do that angle. But I don't know if they're going to do it. No, that I don't seems think they're way do it. too edgy. It's way too edgy. But that's even man. edgy in Attitude Era. But yeah, to say that all yeah. black people look alike. Ugh. Well, the New Day would be saying, hey, it's not our fault you couldn't tell. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And being like, hey, fucker. You know what right. I mean? Like, no. You know what I mean? Now, this is what I read. Again, yeah. I missed the majority of the pay-per-view okay. because I was on a flight. And after that, I watched Raw. And then I'm not going to watch another three hours because I work like an adult. Anyhow. Yeah. So I'll watch it tomorrow night. Yeah. We record on a Tuesday night right. for those who don't know that. Uh, but what I read is that it was a black referee that counted the three and it was supposed to be some guy. And again, this guy is probably just way too involved, but it was because the Baltimore riots are going on that the black guys got some, got one over on the white guys. Jesus. Cause it was a black ref that counted the three. Oh, it was a black ref that counted the three. The, yeah. In Baltimore. And who was saying this? Oh, I, I can't remember. I think it was on whatculture.com. Do you ever go to that site? No, but you were telling yeah, me. Yeah. It's, it. it's a decent site. They have a lot of like fun things with wrestling and movies and video games and stuff. And I go there from time to time. So does Katie first lady. I see her retweeting some stuff from there as well. And a few of the writers actually follow me on uh, Twitter, which is nice, but one of them, I don't even think it's one of them that is following me, but said something like the black referee helped the black guys beat the white guys in Baltimore. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. I thought that was a narrative that they were trying to play. That's why I was wanting to know, but uh, yeah, I don't know about that either. I don't know. That so, would be cool. You know, what would be kind of cool to do though. Huh. Have a ref be a part of a storyline. Yeah. They haven't done that in a while. So have the black ref be with the new day. Yeah, but see, are they still playing a race card? There? Hell yeah, then returning them into the nation. <laughs> Again. I love the are nation. Are they ever going to do that? <sighs> the nation doesn't go away. Look, there's still Black Panthers today. Just like there's the KKK, there's still Black Panthers. Trust me, you don't know? Come to Kansas City. I'll take you down to 18th and Vine. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's still here every day. Like, to be, for people, racism is stupid because I don't get how you can be oh, proud. Oh, no, I hate it. I yeah. I, we've already done this before, but I don't know how you can be proud of something you had no choice in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, or yeah, hate yeah. someone that, that they had no choice in. But it's still there every day with every fucking oh, yeah. person. Oh, and yeah, so, yeah. yeah, go with yeah. the new nation. Uh, like Louis C.K.'s monologue on, on Saturday Night Live. I yeah. heard about that, and that's something I was going to watch tonight, but it's midnight. Perfect. and so yeah, yeah, the mild racism bits right, are, yeah. are I, very, very funny. But they make a good point. That's mm, what I love about a good yeah. comic like that. But anyway... New Day, still tag champs. And Good. Doing, it looks like Freebird rules. They mentioned that a lot on Raw. Kind uh-huh. of, oh, they're the new Freebird. Blah, blah, blah. I think they're trying to put that in everybody's mind. Freebirds. Ryback versus Bray Wyatt. This might be the only, and, and Dustin and I talked about this on his show. No, um, cool. Uh, uh, hey, it's not my fault you don't have friends. Because um, <laughs> you're the Marty. Um, <laughs> Ryback, I was in Florida visiting uh, my friends. This might be, the yeah, yeah. Oh, you got these magical friends somewhere yeah, there's outside pictures. of the state there's that, pictures. that we can't see. There's pictures. Um, Ryback versus Bray Wyatt might have been the only, maybe, not even, it, w- it was a good match for what it could be. Um, but out of the whole story, like this was probably the, the everything people were like, uh, that happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray Wyatt won via pinfall. We didn't know this match was coming, although we, maybe we could have seen the writing on the wall in this one, but it wasn't on the card the day we did the picks, right? It wasn't announced. Mm-hmm. So we didn't pick it. Um, but Bray Wyatt got a win, but I think they thought maybe he could help Ryback get a little juice, and I don't think that happened, you know? Right. Uh, and I don't know. And I think they're still trying to give him juice because he had a showdown with the authority on Raw. 
and kind of was telling Steph off when he's like, hey, the big guy's talking. You know what I mean? He's like, so, yeah, or the big guy's got the mic, so the big guy's talking. So I don't know, man. I, he, I wish he would come off of the, I don't know. He's got that whole, you know, when he says something, he acts like he's super and <laughs> <tired of laughs> bouncing his shoulders like, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop that. Just be a little more, just be like a badass about it. Remember we keep saying, where's the, just the, ma? The guys, and he tried to do that a little while back with the biker jacket and the ambulance like he did at Kansas City, mm-hmm. but it didn't come off well then, I guess. Who knows? Bray Wyatt won, um, and where does Bray Wyatt go from here? I don't, I, don't, I don't know that I saw that on Raw. I can't remember if he did anything. I don't know. Oh, well. We'll move on, huh? The United States Championship match, an I Quit match, John Cena versus Rusev. Interesting developments coming out of this. Have you seen her? Yes. Well, what what was this? um, So John Cena wins. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good Rusev is screaming in Bulgarian, Mm -hmm. which has been translated on the internet, and he is saying he quits, you know, in Bulgarian. Which, hey, you know, WWE does a lot of oversight on details. Yeah. At least they got this one right. Right. Right? You know what I mean? uh, Apparently, he really speaks Bulgarian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was very cool. That was a a cool, like, tidbit for me. Um. Uh, but Lana is the one who did it. He's screaming in Bulgarian, and she comes running up like, what the, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. hey, he quits, he quits, he quits. He's screaming at the guy, and the ref calls it. Mm-hmm. Rusev, healing out, says, I didn't say that, blah, blah. Did you see, you didn't see Raw either? Because no, I saw all of Raw. Him on Raw I watched at her. her was great. He's like, I speak your stupid American language perfectly. Mm-hmm. I know how to say I quit. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is badass. Mm-hmm. And then when he was telling Lana, he's like, you're not, you know what I mean? He's like, it's, it's, there is no us, it's me. I was like, man, he's doing this really well. I'll save my opinion for later. Okay, all right. Foreshadowing. Okay. It was great. It was great. So, uh, and Lana ends up kissing Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that was the only part where I was like, what? And Dolph knew Rusev's coming. Remember, he kept looking around. And he's like, hey, where, where is he? You know what I mean? He's like, all right, there he is. Yeah. So, yeah. I, again, I'll save my Rusev comments. Uh, sure. Because I saw Raw. Sure, sure, sure. And it was. Ah, all right. So, uh, we both correctly predicted John Cena would win this match because he wins the nine quit matches. So, we both scored the eight points Yeah, there. why? Yeah. Yeah, Did we do that? Yeah. Oh, adding the nines from earlier and the eights here, we're at 17 for T-Mac, 25 for Captain Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm Captain Awesome, by the way. Oh. I'm Robbie. Um, <laughs> there's Marty. an old reference for you. No, you're the Marty. <laughs> I'm Robbie. <laughs> Naomi and Snooka versus the Bellas. We missed this one. We did not predict this one, although we, we said this match would happen, mm-hmm. but it hadn't been on the year like in the Divas match. Will be right, this yeah. Yeah. Naomi won by pinning Nikki Bella, mm-hmm. setting up the the title match on Raw that didn't pan out for her. But uh, they came across looking pretty damn tough. They want that those women looking like badasses, and they're pulling it off well. Come on, I liked her uh, little pop up promo uh, this week on Raw too. Yeah, except for well. I didn't like Snooka's timing well, seemed she off. She sucks. Well, no, it Na- just I mean, like... it sucks. But Naomi is better at it. I hate her laugh though. Yeah, but can, can, can we just quick? Yeah, quickly. And this goes for Bray Wyatt and all you fucking guys. Girls Stop too. laughing. Stop, Stop fucking evil, laughing. Laugh. Yeah, yeah. No one laughs. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Yeah, Go yeah. watch a fucking documentary in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When those fuckers kill people. Yeah. They don't laugh like that. Well, and you don't. Yeah, even in real life, people don't do the the. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maniacal laugh in real life. It's just not a thing. People. Yeah, that, that's in the movies. That's and like, I get you're a TV show, but that's just not. You, and that's you gotta, not even really in the movies anymore. That's true, yeah. 
Yeah. So fucking stop laughing, you idiots. Stop laughing. Yeah. Well, wrestling's behind the times and, and that kind of thing. But all right. I like how they're building Naomi. I like it. As a good, credible heel. Yeah? Yeah. And how about this? They but, weren't the typical piss break match. Right. Because that's normally on right before the main event, which mm-hmm. it wasn't. And not even saying the match right before it, the next match was a piss break, because mm-hmm. it was King Barrett versus Neville. And that was sick. Which was sick. I, I heard about that. Neville really get hurt, you think? Or is he just uber selling uh, a knee injury? I mean, look... 100% honest with you, I don't think anyone feels great. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it yeah. probably is like, hey, my knee fucking well, he's another one. Up. He's another one that you've said, like, you don't got to put these guys in NXT because he's already been out there fucking tearing his body for trouble. You're right. not going to get this much time yeah. out of him. So you I think, have him for a year. Right, yeah. So I think maybe his knee, like, fucking, ah. Yeah. You know, when yeah. he walks from his rental car yeah. to the arena. And he does that flip, and if it hits first, it's going to hurt for the next day. Right. You know I mean? But so, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's injured. Right, yeah. You know I mean? He's so. just got tired old man knees right. already. Yeah. Oh. Steve Austin usually asks wrestlers that. Yeah. Every show, like, how are your knees? Yeah, how's yeah. your body? Does, does it hurt when you yeah. get up? Yeah. All right. You correctly predicted Neville would win, but you said via a pinfall, and he won via a count out, giving you five points. I said Barrett would win via a pinfall. Mm-hmm. So our total is 22 to 25 in favor of Captain Awesome. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's Lana. I like Lana. She's a very nice person. <laughs> Post some fun pictures on Instagram. Follow her. The Lana Um, Man, Neville is impressive in the ring. And, man, if you would have got the account out right, we'd be tied. But we're not. It's 25, 22. Uh, but, yeah. So you won by three. Because we both predicted fucking Rollins. Not yet. Oh, fuck. Did I wager a goddamn point? I did. Uh, I did about fucking Dean Ambrose. God damn it, me. The WWE World Heavyweight fuck Championship. Me. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship Fatal 4-Way. Roman know. Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. I got to get my shit together. Versus Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. I've been going through clinically depression. This was a great match. Months. Seth Rollins won via pinfall, right? You know how good Rollins this match was? Rollins pinned Randy Orton to win this match. Right, and you know how good this match was? Mm. Oh. Well, hold on. I know how good this match was. Right, but you know how good this oh, match tell was? tell them how good this match was, T-Mac. Oh, I didn't see it. This match was so good. <laughs> that Anthony, mm-hmm. whose attention span, and he'll even tell you, is not the sharpest. He kind of goes the, from this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. it goes from this, 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 this. Yep. Watched the whole thing and was thoroughly, he let me know. How good Orton was in this match. Yeah. And for him to understand that. Yeah. Especially with all the other amazing work that was going on around him. That's what I'm saying. He picked out Orton. That's really good. Now, you did. We both said Seth Rollins was going to win via pinfall. That was predetermined. We knew that. But we both wagered a point. I wagered that J&J security would interfere. Which they did. You wagered Seth Rollins would pin Dean Ambrose for the win. Which he did not. Bring you down to seven. Me up to nine. Final score. 29 T-Mac. 34 Captain Awesome. That's a five-point win, T-Mac. Shit. So you're the Marty. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Can't even deny it. Because our total points going to the board is T-Mac 61. Captain Awesome, 83. 
a 22-point lead. Look, man, I've been going through some shit, okay? I've been pretty busy and really? not watching much wrestling. I've been going through depression. I got a spider bite. I got a fucking ticket. I almost died during this fucking process. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of stuff going on. We both talked about this. We, we're both busy and stressed with some shit. Yeah. I got life going on, goddammit. So do I. So do I. I know. Now, that's all well and good. But what we're here for on this segment now, T-Mac, let's move on to something a little more lighthearted. Yeah? Yeah? Mm-hmm. You know what it is? It's hashtag tweet the table. I love this so much. It's quick. It's fun. It's boomity bamity boomity bamity boom. You know how much I boom. love our our uh, our community? Yeah. Because I just told them, like, legitimately that I'm going through depression right now. Yeah. Like, this I just is, share this whatever. is your therapist yeah, chair. Yeah. I'm literally sitting you like guys it. are our therapist chair. Yeah. And we love it. We love you. We love it. And we love you. And Tweet the Table is a fun game that you get to play. Use hashtag Tweet the Table. On your Twitter machine, say whatever wrestling thought you're having at that moment. If it's about our show, WWE, GFW, Fuck Your America Championship Wrestling over on Destination America, New Japan, Japan, ROH, anything you want, right? Any wrestling thought or show thought, whatever, use it. We can't read them all in the Spanish announce table because it's way too many. So we pick one from everybody that sent one, and we'll read it here. But never fear, because the rest of them? On a second show. The best of the rest of them what? will be on a second show exclusive to HeelZiggler.com. Rest of the best. And that's just it. You saw that tweet also. Uh-huh. I think we should change the name yeah. to Tweet the Table, the rest of the best. Yeah. Because I think it was a Hallmark? Maybe it's in here. One the of best them. of the rest sounds like derogative. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the rest. Here's right. the best of it. But this is the rest of the best. Come on. And the beast. Yeah. <laughs> it goes like this at heelziggler underscore com. By the way, check out heelziggler.com. Great wrestling site. And if you're a wrestling, uh, if you do something in wrestling, you blog, right? If you, you contribute show, somehow. You contribute somehow, hit him up. He's looking for content. Yeah? Yeah. Heelziggler underscore com says hashtag tweet table, hashtag sock on a dick. Remember that from last show? You were talking about, was it Rollins? Who was it? Talking about one of these guys, you're like, yeah, but look at them. Look how great they look. He's like, I'd, I'd walk around like that, too. You're like, I'd just walk around with a sock on a, on a, oh, a, sock, a sock on, on a dick. Oh, a sock on a dick. Yeah, 100%. sock on a dick. Sock on a dick. Yeah, a billion percent. I think he said suck a dick. I was no, like, well, I sock on a dick. Sock on a dick, yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we were talking about Seth Rollins wearing the tightest pants known to mankind when he was here, and you were like, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. You were like, I would show that you. I would just not wear pants. I would just wear a sock. We, we blame Randy Orton, but he's the smartest guy in the world. Right. He's not wearing any pants yeah. because look at him. He can yeah. walk around and be like, yo, check it out. Right. No sock on a dick. Yeah, no shit. At totally Living good. Legend 148. What? A Mother's Day special with the return of hashtag Shamburger's mom? My week has improved. Hashtag tweet the table at Rob Shamburger. Rob Shamburger, if you're new to our show, great WWE artiste, regular guest on our show, friend of the show, contributor to the show. His mom is the mom of the show. His mom is the mom of the show. She came back for her Mother's Day special. And just go back. It's episode 84, maybe? Was that long ago? No. 93. 93. Yeah, it was just two three episodes ago? Yeah. Yeah. Why am I thinking? I don't know. Because we're at 95. <laughs> yeah, we're at 95. 84 would have been three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was 94. No, I don't know. It wasn't 94. But anyway, 
Whatever the fuck Mother's Day was, go back to that. Son. It wasn't Father's Day, go so back he doesn't to that care. Fucking Tuesday. <laughs> he doesn't fucking care because it's not Father's Day. Oh yeah, that's coming up. Hey, I had a birthday Sunday too. Yeah. During the pay per view, and his wife made me a cake. Man, does some confidence. Uh, that neat. Yeah. That's so I went great. on a show. Look, I'll yeah. go on your show for cake. Yeah. That's no, right. that's up. getting replaced. Going through depression, then he replaces Phil me. Phil White, seventy-five. The only Phil. highlight of my light right now. Now he's going to become the uh, the Mongo to our show. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put him on the end, and we're going to have him just come in with random shit. Yeah, the Mongo. I got a dog. Hey, look at my dog. You know when I played for the Chicago Bears? All right, at Phil White, seventy-five. Phil, hashtag tweet the table. May 14th, 1994. <laughs> that debuted on the other show. Yeah. So if you didn't listen to the other show, you don't get why this is funny. Hashtag tweet the table. May 14th, 1994. May 14th. Match. 1994. Ooh. In ring. Bret Hart defeats Psycho Sid for the heavyweight championship. Yokozuna. Defeats Earthquake, John Tenta. Afterwards, Tenta leaves WWE because he had the job. To Yoko? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck does he think he I don't is? Know, but that happened on this day. May 14th, 1994. Like, I get if he had, like, job to crush or, like, doink. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, to, like, to Yoko. Yoko, fuck you, man. Yeah, I don't know. Here's a new one at I Am Black Ghost. What up? At I am underscore black underscore ghost for the full Twitter handle. This is the black ghost. Yeah. B dot ghost. Come as on. I know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Adam Rose without rosebuds is not a rose at all. Hashtag tweet the table. He was making out with uh, what's her ass on yeah, Raw, the, the ashtray mouth. What was that? What were yeah. We, but, Rosa? Yeah, Rosa Mendez. Yeah. But we they said were she just... probably smells like uh, vodka and cigarettes. Is that what we said? Like, or she tastes like, she tastes what was like it? back child support. Jimmy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Chongas. Yeah, she tastes like um, she tastes like a, a 1994 Chrysler LeBaron and <laughs> and hairspray. <laughs> uh, like Marlboro Lights and aerosol cans. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Like a, like she smells like. She smells like uh, a restraining order, and mm, mm, and, no. and and uh, she she smells like a restraining order and and cold hot dogs. <laughs> she smells like ramen noodles in a diaper genie. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> All right, she's probably a great person. Right, she probably is. I think actually Rob is like friends with her. Yeah, she's. I'm sure she's great, but, but it's, just, it's funny. That's the vibe I get when I right. look at her. But I don't know they why. were just making out and yeah, had no storyline for no, it. Yeah, just, I love that. But we just saw the documentary of him, like with the wife and the kid, and it right. weird. But, but I love that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Why not? Because he's creepy, weird like that, and she's always been the. the I mean, yeah, the whore. So the yeah, whore, yeah, they the PG off, whore. They play her off as like the yeah the whore. She's oh. a PG whore. Yeah, she is because uh, she's. Been but, with her, yeah. but they make out, and that's it. Yeah, I love those. Like, here's the story. There it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can always go back to that if right. you want to do it. All right, at Great. GBL. By the way, Black Ghost, welcome. Yeah, welcome. And the saga will continue over on Tweet Table. Come at on. GBL three sixteen hashtag Tweet Table hashtag Spanish Announce Tables Mom. That's all. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. She's great. What you talking about, my mom, dude? At the Yes Talk, I'm not in competition with Spanish Announce Table. But they sure are good motivation. Hashtag tweet table. Oh, you know what that means? Mm. That's conceding the Wednesday Night Wars. 
Yeah, of course. He gave up. Yeah, it's, oh, it's time to make the documentary. Basically, that's the it's time to make the documentary and the series that will sell on the network for nine ninety nine. You'll hear this. Uh, you'll hear me reference this in the Regals interview, but yeah. that is essentially the Scott Steiner promo in two thousand when Scott Steiner said, "You know why no one watches this? Because we have Ric Flair instead of Stone Cold." Yeah, yeah. Because he just quit yeah. then. So, so it'll mark it down. May twentieth, two thousand fifteen, at twelve fourteen a.m. Central U.S. Standard Time. The Yes Talk conceded. Oh, you know what? He did it May 14, 2015 at 12.30 a.m. That's when he did it. Mm-hmm. On day. The war was won. Come on. At Carnage 0228. Is he tweeted the table before? Maybe a time or two. I don't, yeah, I I think don't recognize has. that. So. Yeah, I think so. Maybe okay. not. Maybe not. Carnage, if you're new, let me know. Welcome. I felt like you've done it before, but maybe not. He says... TNA sucks. Hashtag tweet the table. Tell DRG. Ooh, yeah, DRG. He's going to go. He'll fight you. He just, ooh. That's fighting words. Fighting words. At Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. It's nice to see that Rhino is in a one-trick pony. Oh, wait. The other unstoppable force. Stupid a-hole. Did he say that? Did he say he's the other unstoppable force? I don't know. I didn't hear that. I missed NXT for a lot lately. I need to go back. I watched... uh, Couple of episodes ago, yeah. I'm watching tomorrow night. Did you like it on Wednesday? Yeah, of course. I always like NXT. It was good though. Always. All right. I need to watch it. You should. Yeah. All right. Cock. <laughs> the creator of cringe, the real underscore cock coc. Just saying, I am not watching hashtag NXT Takeover if Ty Dillinger isn't on the show. Hashtag tweet the table. Maybe he'll be on the kickoff show. Ah, Ty Dillinger. Yeah, he needs to be skyrocketed uh, skyrocketed to the um, Elimination Chamber tag team match, man. Ty and, mm-hmm. what is it, Ty and Jason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should be uh, the tag champs in WWE right now. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, I heard uh, they're good friends with Chuck Norris, too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. No, I don't know. At the Rebel Trucker. Hey, that's a good name to hear again. Yeah, God it's damn been it. It's a while, man. Jesus. Tonight. Where you at, Mop? This is, this is the night of the pay-per-view. Okay. Before the pay-per-view starts. Mm-hmm. He says, tonight, John Cena will say the words, I quit. That's right. I said it. He will quit tonight. Hashtag tweet the table. You were wrong. You were wrong. Not to say you're not a good person, but you were wrong. Oh, you're a great person as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know you all that well, person. Other, I mean, I... More than the average human being, by all means. And I think you're a good person. Mm-hmm. So, at Katie First Lady. Shocked how much Ziggler lost so much blood. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah, because that's the hard way. <laughs> that well, wasn't playing. Uh, yeah, okay. Can I, sp- I want to speak on this just real quick. Yeah. Uh, the next night on Raw, again, because I didn't see the the pay-per-view because I was flying and then I just became busy because I'm yes. an adult. Yes. So, but I did watch all of Raw. Every minute. Uh, every second. saw Dolph do his interview. And what, do, we get it. You took 12 stitches. Motherfucker, that's not a lot. Yeah. Like, well, sh- it's not. No. I, I, I know. No. You, didn't, you didn't almost die. Yeah. And it was you, on you your, your forehead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. 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 If you were a fighter, you that would happen every time you, <laughs> you went in the. Right. Yeah. Like, it just felt like he was like, huh, 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 yeah. huh, look at this. Look at this. And like, his first thing, he was like, I'm so ugly. Don't look at yeah, Shut yeah, that was really up. Weird. That part I didn't like. Yeah. Ziggler, you're typically the coolest guy in the room. That interview yeah. made you look like a punk ass bitch. Bitch. <laughs> 
Totally cool guy, though. Friend of the show, Dolph Ziggler. We had him yeah. on here. Great, great, great Play the guess. liner. Great guess. Oh, I don't have it here. Yeah, I'm not saying now. I'm just saying play the one. Oh, I'm going to do it. Okay. You're going to find it, man, right now. Um, But Dolph Ziggler, cool guy. But yeah, man, I did not like that at all. It's just like, yeah, just stupid and just, ugh. It's like the guy, I don't know. It's just fucking, it's like, you know how many other amazing injuries have happened in your industry? 12 stitches on your forehead is not fucking. Fucking Roman Reigns took like, what, six staples to the head? Remember, yeah, a lot. Yeah, remember when CM Punk took that fucking ladder and took four staples to the head from Paul Heyman? Remember when it was Money in the Bank and Paul Heyman turned on CM Punk and threw that fucking ladder in his head and it pop hit him. And he took four staples. That was last year. Oh yeah, okay. Or, yeah, 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 no, no, that. no, I do remember that. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 no one fucking said anything about no that. No one said shit. Yeah, so shut the fuck up. It's 12 stitches. All right, well, smell my dick. Smell my dick. Hey, what's up? It's WWE superstar Dolph Ziggler here, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. All right, at Zach Guitar 13. Thanks, pal. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Come back anytime. That's, uh, we're, we're some dicks. I mean, everybody knows that. I have a black heart. At Zach Guitar 13. T Mac's going through a lot right now. I am. I'm still trying to stay positive, which I think I sound. You, yeah. I'm better. I think all you gotta do is, you know, if you talk like this, it comes yeah. out better. <laughs> yeah. At Zach Guitar Thirteen, <laughs> Kid and Cesaro are the best. <laughs> That's perfect. That is. It perfect. really does. Yeah. I mean, if you come up here, yeah. you can be just fucking pissed off all you want. <laughs> But it sounds up positive. It's upbeat. Right. Or you kind of sound you know like I mean? a question mark every Smell time. Smell my dick. <laughs> You're kind of a pussy. And I hated everything you fucking did. That's <laughs> <laughs> that guitar 13. Kid and Cesaro are the best thing to happen to the tag division in years. Amazingly fun to watch. Hashtag tweet table. But yeah, they've been great. Kid and Cesaro? Kid Cesaro are awesome. Here's where, and again, me being that tag team purist kind of fucking asshole... I just want a team name. Yes. I want to know why they're together. I, I want to know why Natalia mm-hmm. is yet to speak, and she just yeah. walks around with pink hair. Now, listen, I don't think they're the best thing to happen in the tag division in years. No. And here's why. What they're doing is putting on these great, amazing matches, right? At these pay-per-views, great matches in the tag division. The Harpers and the Usos were doing, or the Harper and Rowan and the Usos were doing that mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Somebody else was doing it before. Like, there's always been like two tag teams mm-hmm. that'll go at it and move on great matches because that's what we do with our young undercard guys now. Mm-hmm. Put them in tag teams. And, but I've said we should just do more of that mm-hmm. because look, you've got all these struggling mid card guys. Why don't you just package them as tag teams mm-hmm. and rebuild your tag team division? You're still paying these guys to be on the card. Fuck, do something with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, at Adam underscore Pearson. Didn't Rusev say I quit in that opening burst of hate speech? I read that too. Shortest I quit match ever. No. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag learn the rules. Uh, very true, but come on. <laughs> At the Iceman forever. Just read that Sonny has been rumored to have signed with Vivid Entertainment to do porn. What are your thoughts? Hashtag to the table. That if it was 1998, I'd be all over that. Yeah. She adamantly denied it. So we'll see, huh? You can still you can still get a catch of, of a glimpse of a titty. She does that on how, online. How, she she charges people to do drugs that are a motherfucker. Yeah. Can we just say that? Yeah. You went from 1996, the most downloaded woman in the world in, in the in the history of the internet of that time period. For yep. one year, no one was downloaded. Yeah, you were mainstream news covered. Than you. Yeah, she was mainstream news covered for that. And drugs fucked you up mm-hmm. so 
fucking bad you're mentally. You're charging 10 bucks to show your titty on, on Skype. I mean, geez. On Skype. Yeah, and you're out there advertising it online. And she's still marginally attractive. Yeah, but like, that's so but sad. That's here, like, here's where I don't get, here's how I don't get how every pro wrestler, and I'm being dead serious when I say this, and this is a real, not tangent, but real advice, I would say, or I don't know how to describe it, but I don't get how every pro wrestler is not Rick Steiner in this sense. You have a very good career. You are done. You make your name off of pro wrestling, and you use that to sell real estate. Yeah, just something. Sell real estate. Sell insurance. Yeah, yeah. You make your own hours. You have charisma, so you'd be a great salesman. Your charisma's there. Your clientele is already somewhat built up. Mm -hmm. Those places will bankroll you. Right. Those places will fund you to start and then start, you know what I mean? Like, they set you up. Right. I talked to the insurance guys before too. I mean, but it's a. It's, I'm about to. I'm considering going to get my real estate license mm-hmm. and become a real estate agent because I work with real estate brokers and yep, agents, yep, yep, and they're yep. fucking retarded and make a lot of money and make a good lot of it. money. Yep. And they could be. You make your own schedule. So Sunny, you could do your eight ball of coke from ten to noon. Go at the three. thing with real estate is you can make your own hours, but man, you want to make some serious money. You're working nights and weekends. Real estate because you're showing people homes and stuff. When you're showing your tits. Yeah. Well, yeah. When are you showing your tits? No, I get it. I'm saying go do it. Right. I'm saying go do it. Absolutely. At. Just be. Just go into those. When are you showing your tits? Noon. Yeah. I work from 8 to 5. Thank you. At Balatosis X. Payback. For those with the enhanced radio, Mm -hmm. Captain Awesome did the the X X. symbol. There you go. Mm. Payback. A pretty great pay per view with a bad build up. Far better than it should have been. Hashtag tweet the table. Is that the theme this year? Because yeah. what did we say about yeah. WrestleMania? I, yeah, that's I, I, exactly what I thought of you when it happened. I was like, no, little to no build or half-assed build. Great pay-per-view. Because we've said this. Is that their selling point, though? Is what? that what? Here's here's my legitimate real question. Is their philosophy, we're going to deliver 100% on network exclusive things. Now I yep. know you could get pay-per-view, but let's be honest, yeah, they're yeah. trying to tell you network yeah, exclusive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, we're going to deliver a home run every network exclusive broadcast and make you fucking just <laughs> on what we give you on cable to where yeah. you have to you can't miss the network because you're going to fucking hate what's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to buy the USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe not just hate it, but it's just going to be like, like we can protect the guys and go half ass there. We don't have to like fly right. everybody out of everywhere, right? All the time, everybody's got to be on every show, mm-hmm. you know, because we can just we can build Bank this. on the network. We we can just build it mm-hmm. network, yeah. And look, we've said it right now. They probably have the best in ring talent they've ever had of any era right now. And here's where I think another big problem is that they have, and it's not really, it's a good problem to have, and it's twofold. One everyone has a podcast, everyone has an opinion, and if you say something cool enough, it gets retweeted 5,000 times and becomes a trend of thought. And also, the other half of that is they have so many emerging stars that when wins and losses fucking happen, it affects them more than when veterans used to lose. Get what I'm saying? So like right now, not hypothetically, but right now you have Bo Dallas and Neville looking like they're going to start a feud. Yeah. A loss is going to fucking suck for either guy. Yeah. But I like that idea. But again, another great example, Ryback and Bray Wyatt. Both guys need wins, 
Both guys work somewhat good together. The loser fucking falls off the yeah. face of the earth. Yeah. And so it's like they have so many emerging guys that everyone yeah. needs wins. But see, I don't even think like Ryback, if he would have won that, I don't think, I think you can start telling and maybe trim some of these guys off. But you know what? They don't want to give it out to the competition that's out there. GFW's starting. Right. TNA's but they don't alive. Have en- but they don't have enough viable, not must-see, but viable, worthy Veterans yeah, to put these yeah. like you don't Cena have, can only wrestle one guy at night, you know. Right, yeah. Well, Kane, sorta, but yeah. Kane can only go with Seth Rollins yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, Kane yeah. can't go with Ryback. Big shows out at the moment, right? You know but I mean? Kane can't go with Ryback and then Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? And so it's like that's because they have Titus O'Neil, Bo Dallas, uh, Neville, Ziggler. Yeah. I mean, you know, like swagger. Yeah, eventually, I guess. That, the cream will rise to the top, though. Right, it, but that's what out, that's but what yeah. I'm saying. It's working itself out, and that's where I think we're like, good damn it. So I think it's yeah, too but far. eventually we're getting there. Yeah. At the ultimate one, Hope Dean so. Ambrose is this generation's Roddy Piper. Hashtag tweet the table. Maybe it's a pretty decent PG. Comparison. Yeah. yeah, PG, but he's kind of he's crazy, but he's not Pillman crazy. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. not like. Yeah, I mean, he shows up to the Very authority. Eccentric. Yeah, he shows up to the authority, says, I want my shot, or yeah. I'm going to grant you a rematch. rematch. I so love that. that. I also like when he was like, you shouldn't drink on the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or on the clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. At the ultimate one. Oh, we just said that. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. At double A underscore WIR. I like the We Want TV 14 sign, hashtag tweet the table. I didn't see that sign, but yes. They could move to a PG 14 and be fine. Especially on the network, which I think they're doing. You see Roman Reigns flipping off. Uh, who do you flip off? J&J mm-hmm. Security? Yeah. At WIR Kata. Oh, God. Fucking damn. This promo back and forth between Cena and Owens is too fucking sweet. Hashtag tweet table. I loved Kevin Owens coming out with the promo on John Cena. Yes. And Amazing. And, and fucking powerbombing his ass. I'll f- okay. And I'm saving that for okay something. All right. Okay. Uh, so we'll talk about it later then. Huh? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Final one. At WIR Cannabis. Who's awesome. Great. Does our logo and Great other guy. logos for us. Great guy. He's the coolest. He says, Rusev? More like Chusev. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh. Somebody stop Rusev. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Chusev. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Oh, hold on, my my microphone or my uh, earphones uh, didn't work. Uh-huh. So do that again. Rusev, more like Chusev. Hashtag tweet the table. Somebody stop Rusev! Oh my God, <laughs> it's Chusev. Oh yeah. God, that's great. One more time Chusev. for me, please. Right. <laughs> Somebody stop Rusev! Oh my God. <laughs> All right, we've got to take a break, man. Oh, my God. We've got to get out of here. we got to uh, come back, talk to the Regal Twins. Regals! The Regal Twins. They are super cool, man, and you're going to like this interview. Great guys with a bright future. Long-ass interview. we got a jam-packed show for you tonight. Mm-hmm. This is like an old-school, multi-hour yeah. show here, man. We'll come back for the second hour-ish, even. Good wrestlers, better people. That's yeah. what I'll oh, say about nice. the Regals. All right. This is when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Lamborghini makes tractors and other farm equipment. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com
Growing up as a pro wrestling fan, I would walk around in my whitey tidies and act as my favorite pro wrestlers. Well, today there's Rassleroos. Rassleroos.com is the best source for pro wrestling-themed underwear, from Hall of Famers to today's brightest stars. Whether you're a closet fan that wants to support without anyone knowing, or you're a super fan that wants to wear these and only these at the next live event, Rassleroos.com will make you a superstar. Welcome to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Yeah. Yes. It's always a fun time when we get to do a second hour-ish. And we get a guest. And a guest. And not even a guest. Guesses. Guestesses. Yes. We yes, have, did we say that right? You know. Yeah. We say it to where you understand. Hey, whatever we do on the show is right. Exactly. As far as you know. The, yeah. <laughs> as far Me? as they know. They know. Yeah, as far as they know. They. Yeah, we did the, it right. The, the All seven listeners. All 12 of you. <laughs> we can't even nail that down, right? <laughs> we have, and we told you this already, but we have a duo mm-hmm. in the studio. Hot uh, commodity. Uh, hot commodity. I'll tell yeah, you I like what. that. Yes. Yeah, don't use that as a tag team name. No, that's not going to go right. over very well. That's not going to come off well. We have the Regal Twins, Logan and Sterling Regal. How's yes. Going, what's up? What's up? What's up, guys? So, you guys honestly are a hot commodity. I'm telling you that because we now are kind of in this Kansas City pro wrestling scene. And I tell you what, every time we're at a show, we either hear about you guys oh. Or we see you there, and there's like a small crowd of people asking for autographs. Hopefully, it's all good things. Yeah. yeah no, 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 no. Not bad things. Yeah. So, let's just get right into well, it. Well, there was that one lady <laughs> there. That, you know, no. that one lady didn't <laughs> like that you, spot you did, yeah. but no, no. Uh, so, let's get right into kind of- Spot monkeys. <laughs> let's get right into kind of, you know, how we do with every guest the first time. Uh, obviously, you guys are pro wrestling fans, so how did that start? Started with our next door neighbor invited us over for Starcade 1998. Starcade 98. That was, was Sting it? Hogan. No, that no. was Goldberg, Goldberg Nash. Big Sexy. That, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Big yep. Sexy. I was a big fan of Big Sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah. The so, first yeah. match on that card was Rey Mysterio versus Juventud Guerrero versus Billy Kidman. Okay, yep. so yeah. Now, and, so your, ne- your neighbor invites you over mm-hmm. to watch. This pay-per-view. Were you guys aware of wrestling before then, or was it something like? Because in '98, that's kind of almost like the height of yeah. attitude, where you know your girlfriend knows who Stone Cold is. Yeah, you exactly. get what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, did you you guys are all probably obviously are aware of it, but were you guys fans of it? Uh, we weren't really big fans. I mean, we were young, really young. Mm. I remember watching like midget wrestling with my dad. <laughs> That's my early, that's our like, yeah. That's memory. my earliest memories. Like Saturday morning, like midget wrestling with my dad. Like come over here and watch this, and being like, oh <laughs> my god, like <laughs> you know, my really little brain great. could barely like handle what was, what was going on. But yeah, um, you know, we we had probably heard of Hogan and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it was super 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 popular mm-hmm. at that time. But it was that first night, and yeah, December Starcade '98 was when. And from then on, it was like we were obsessed. So the Billy Kidman, who, who'd you say it was? Billy Kidman, uh, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero? Hooventude. No, Hooventude, yeah. And then Ray But then Kidman won, and then Eddie came out and then challenged Kidman to a singles match after. 
So you got two just back to back cruiserweight like yeah. That's good stuff. All time greats and, going at yeah. it. I remember seeing Rey Mysterio and just being just enthralled. Mm-hmm. I mean, just being just like I couldn't handle it. I didn't understand it. I remember just being like, "Why is that mask on?" And just <laughs> I was just loving what it. What is yeah. this? <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, of course they were you know cruiserweight, so they were doing all the high speed flipping and stuff and all the high spots and. Yeah, and from then on, we were just huge, huge Rey Mysterio fans, Cruiserweight, WCW. Yeah. So WCW was your promotion. You weren't yeah. the WWE guys. We were WCW. We were WCW, but we did. We would, we would, you know, Monday nights were Nitro nights, but we would go to Blockbuster and rent like the like VHS WWF. So we 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 got we got you know we got our WWF in too, but. You know, WCW. the channel was on Nitro. Yeah. Gotcha. Until it was Until dead. it was done. Right. Which was, let, let's, okay, so now that you are, I guess now that we've branded you WCW fans during the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. That's a terrible branding. No, no, no. I mean, and look, it's, it, no, there's plenty of, no, obviously, yeah, last no, of, absolutely. but for when, for, this is jumping a little bit ahead, but for you guys, when was WCW over? Because we've joked, I always joke about, like, We'll, we'll bring up stats, and I think it was WCW it's 2000. It's WCW 2000. Anybody, yeah, and I'm like, anybody mentioned yeah, that? Yeah, I'm like, like well, no one was watching. <laughs> yeah. So we were. <laughs> two, we were, two, yeah, we were two I'm guys. so embarrassed now. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> like, like it's like I go back to the network, of course. Because uh-huh. it was like right when I got the network, it was like that was the first thing I went to. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why did this I? This is so <laughs> bad. Like, what? I didn't, they just had like a black curtain for like the, like uh, the setup. Uh, it was like, yeah, there was like. Oh man, like I, I was watching it though, because like I watch it now to go back just to like humor myself, uh-huh. and it was like just oh, it was a match, and it was just it was just so bad, and I was like, man, why did I watch this as a kid? But you know, nine, oh yeah, nine year old me loved it, you know, right? Of course, yeah. Nine, nine year old me loved Tank, <laughs> Tank Abbott versus versus Goldberg. So. <laughs> Tank Abbott, yes. Tank Abbott. <laughs> I always remember him as the MMA fighter. You so you were watching for like uh, WCW, GI Bro, and yep. and oh, and, and, yeah, uh, Steiner, and Steiner's, just Booker. No, whatever. He's like the, just Booker. Whatever Russo wanted to put on a on a pole match. Pole yeah. match. Yes. Mm-hmm. Viagra on a pole <laughs> match. <laughs> Yeah. That was ours. Jeff Jarrett. Yep. I imagine God, were you guys Jeff saying Jarrett. a lot of uh, slap nuts? Oh yeah. We love we love Jarrett. <laughs> and looking back now, some of well, us. You were the ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were the ones buying all the shirts. No, uh, uh, yeah, like looking back now, it's, it's funny just, you know, how we would say, oh, I got all the stroke. And like mm-hmm. as a kid, you're like, what does that mean? And now you go back, you're like, yeah, maybe he did have all the strokes. Right. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, only yeah. one with the belt. Yeah, but. definitely. So, okay, so it's 98 Starcade. Yeah, that okay. starts kind of your hook into pro wrestling. Rey Mysterio was that first guy to get you guys kind of into it. From there, what kind of kept you going as far as watching pro wrestling? When did you decide maybe you guys wanted to be pro wrestlers? Like, when did that kind of time period? The funny thing was that was we were WCW kids. Mm -hmm. Didn't watch WWF unless we rented it out on Mm pay-per-view. And then we always loved it, but we were just so young. It just seemed like... It really to us it seemed like they were superheroes. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it seemed like they were they weren't even real people. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about the other day, we were talking about Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero, and it was just like they didn't even seem real when we were watching them. Mm-hmm. This was back when it was like the ruthless aggression era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But probably we've watched it ever since WCW went under, and then we quit watching it because we were just didn't we were just so bummed out about. Not being able to see Rams too. No, we had a, hi- a hiatus, you, you know. Yeah. No yeah, filthy, was, no was, filthy animals. We, no yeah, mask. Ray. We, uh, <laughs> bummed yeah. out. We were, we were big. Ray was our guy through and through. And yeah. when when WCW went under, it was like we were just just so distraught. Like I remember Rushed. watching. I remember watching at my neighbor's house, the same neighbor that had us over for Starcade, and it was that last Nitro. 
and uh, Rey Mysterio and Kidman won the Cruiserweight Tag Team titles. And, like, I was so pumped because they won the titles. But it was like, yeah, they won the titles, but the show's not happening right, anymore. Right, yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah. And, yeah. And, we, and we were, I was young, but I was old enough to, to realize, you know, WWF bottom up and blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then we kind of watched WWF, and then we realized Rey didn't get picked up. And we were just kind of like... Screw this! Right, we're gonna go on our hiatus, and we kind of, we kind of, we stopped watching it from that period, and then uh, <coughs> we got a call. That was two thousand one when mm-hmm. it went under, and mm-hmm. then we got a call, and I remember my my neighbor, same neighbor, <laughs> the neighbor. Yeah, I like uh, how this neighbor kept you guys going. The neighbor, he called, hey, hey, they're showing Rey Mysterio stuff, and me like, what? You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm older now, and I'm like, I gotta check this out, and. Ray was just jacked up, and mm-hmm. we were like, my, yeah. dad, my dad was like, that's not the same guy. And I'm like, yeah, the same tattoos, it's the same guy. <laughs> same you know? guy, dad, it's the same guy. It's the same pulled guy. a hunico. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same guy. Yeah. But uh, when he came back in 2003, it was back, right back to just falling in love with just it. obsessed with it, mm-hmm. yeah. So it sounds like your dad was also a pro wrestling fan, is that correct? Uh, actually, no. No? You know, okay. my, da- my dad, my dad, um, you know, he'd probably hate me for saying this, but uh, he, he wasn't, he always... Not made fun of us, but was like, why are you guys watching that crap? Oh, you know? yeah. He was always one of those dads, but mm-hmm. you know, every time they were in town, we we always had the tickets, we had the shirts, right. you know. So he uh, he was good in that aspect, you know. He wasn't a, he wasn't ever a fan, but uh, sounds a lot like my stepdad. My stepdad yeah. is a big when he was growing up, bodybuilding was huge yeah. to him. So when bodybuilding exploded with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that stuff, he was into that. But then when that kind of faded away, well, pro wrestling really, honestly, yeah. is yeah. the closest thing to that. Sure. And yeah. so I remember he would always, like, Sting was his guy. Mm-hmm. So anytime Sting was wrestling, yeah. we would watch. But as soon as, like, I'm trying to think of kind of like an average-looking guy, like Bobby Eaton. Like if yeah, Bobby right. Eaton yeah. came on, yeah. it was like, Nope, flipping yeah. channel, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like John. I, I didn't call yeah, him yeah. dad, but I was like, John, you got to keep it on the here channel. Comes earthquake, and right? Yeah, like, yeah, what the? Fuck? Yeah, and so <laughs> he would just turn it. So, but like, like kind of how you guys yeah. said, anytime it came into town, though, yeah, we're there. So, yeah. uh, Ray Mysterio's your guy, and you guys are, are how old at this time? Like when you first started watching again? What would you say? We were born ninety one, so we were what seven, seven oh. and ninety eight. So, how many times did you guys like hit your head on the dresser trying to pull off some flip on each? Other? Like, were you guys the, messing yeah. around at home? Or the funny thing is, is we had a trampoline, of course, and it was. It was right to, and we were we were young, and we would, like seriously choreograph matches. Nice. Like we learned, we were doing like head scissor takeovers and hurricane ranas mm-hmm. and just, and we were literally choreograph matches when we were like seven years old in we the thought, backyard. We, that's what we thought it was. We thought it was literally just like a, a whole choreographed. Well, sure. Match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Because because so, yeah. I mean we we you know we we loved wrestling and we lived and died by it. But of course there was always those you know. The uh, older cousins or the mm-hmm. people, it's fake, you know it's fake. And yeah. we're like, yeah, we know it's fake, but it's yeah. still awesome. Still right, awesome. You know? right yeah. So we knew at a young age like that it was scripted, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so. Well, at least you guys, yeah, well, that's good that at least you had that perspective to where, like, this is how you put it together. So, yeah. And yeah. at seven, you said how old you guys were putting Shoot. together? Eight, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, yeah. Eight, yeah. Nine, eight, nine, and ten, we got the trampoline. That's and awesome. It was, you know, I remember having, like, parents having barbecues and being like, 
hey, watch this, and having like a <laughs> like a twenty minute like Iron Man match. Like everyone's like, <laughs> like watch this and just yeah. super kick your brother <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, like, Seventy false he's, finishes. He's holding <laughs> what are a they doing? He's holding a plate of beans. You just super kick <laughs> him out of nowhere. <laughs> Seventy <laughs> false finishes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the parents and the parents and cousins are like, all right, this is where it ends. Oh nope, we're nope. still going. Okay, yeah. we're still yeah. going. Yeah, they, they're still wrestling. The, right. best, the best part is like, of course, there's no referee, so it'd be like we hit one of the moves and we'd be the one doing one, two, oh. yeah. commentating while wrestling. That's yeah. awesome. So I love it, man. Yeah. And that sounds like the, well, and that sounds like the good type of backyard pro wrestling. You know what I mean? Because right. yeah, well, yeah. during okay. that time period, oh. you know, there it's was not the cinder block. Yeah, head. yeah let me yeah. take a staple gun to your head. <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing that stuff at like Blockbuster and being like, it would like freak me out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh, yeah, this is the wrestling I like. Yeah. We're yeah. Like we're never gonna do this, okay? Yeah. We're yeah. never just an agreement. So being pro wrestling fans, kind of at that young age when you got into high school, a lot of people. Okay, so let me back up before I ask this question. Did you guys want to be pro wrestlers? Then I, I know you have, you said it was kind of like they were superheroes, but it was yeah. kind of like was it in the back of your head where it's like, man, maybe one day. Yeah, I mean, always. I mean, you can look back. You can look back at my like sixth grade yearbook. What do you want to be? Grow up pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's so, funny. We, uh, my mom, we were at my house the other day, and my mom found like. Remember, like when you had to go get school supplies, mm-hmm. like the L'Oreal or like not L'Oreal, uh, Prang paint, mm-hmm. like the water paint you mm-hmm. had to bu- had to buy for yeah, our class. Yeah, yeah. They found she found one of ours and it was just like sharpie all over it. Six one nine Mysterio, <laughs> Ray Mysterio six one nine. Right. I mean everything was branded six one nine Ray Mysterio. That's well, really cool. What I was gonna say from that point in high school, a lot of people, you know, when they say, yeah. "Okay, I want to be a pro wrestler," the first thing they do is they try high school wrestling. Did yeah. you guys wrestle in high school? We didn't wrestle. In we high never school. wrestled no. in high school. Which looking back at it now, it's like. Biggest, like one of my biggest regrets. Yeah. That's what you hear a lot of. If, if yeah. they, di- you know, mm-hmm. aspiring pro wrestlers yeah. have a good amateur. <laughs> yeah, background. as soon as mm-hmm. as soon as they don't do it, you look yeah. back and oh, I should have done that. Yeah, yeah. So. we always and it's funny because our old high school wrestling coach, he was a gym teacher too, and he'd always be like, you know, you guys need to, you guys need to wrestle. Mm-hmm. You like you guys because we were, I mean, I we graduated high school like 120 pounds, super super skinny. Mm, really, like we were little short. Like I didn't start growing until I was in like college that's the funny thing is everyone was like why don't you guys dress in high school i'm like well, i don't look like this when I was in high school. <laughs> right, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. i was i was 120 pounds soaking wet and yeah. i always wanted to do it but it wasn't until later when we fell in love with bodybuilding and working out and then yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of led in that actually was the reason it kind of led into well when, like, when was that when did you guys kind of get into the lifting weights and all that stuff got into working out our freshman well we got into working out because we got cut from the high school basketball yeah. team because we were too small yeah we got cut from the high school basketball team because we were too <laughs> just small overall reason you're too small that you one always play. hurts yeah when you're like it was just like yeah man it was just and i was like i don't ever want to be small again yeah and it was just <laughs> so you knew you weren't we going always, to the league we always so. yeah <laughs> we always loved wrestling and it was like we always wanted to look like you know the guys on, on tv always so like steiner also yeah Still do, but yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Scott Steiner. Uh, uh, this guy here. As you people are mesmerized by the greatest body in the world. So you wanted to look like that, yeah? Yes. Right. You okay. wanted to look like Big Papa Pump. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. love love Big Papa Pump. But uh, yeah, and and we it was we graduated high school and we were going to community college, just hating life, and we were like, we need <laughs> yeah. a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This sucks, like living at home. And we're like, let's just start working out. And just from then on, we just yeah. fell in love with that and started working out and got into the whole bodybuilding fitness thing and did a couple bodybuilding shows and did really well. But um, basically, at the end of the day, it was all towards 
pro wrestling. We always wanted to look like those guys, so that was kind of why we, yep. why we did it. And then once we started putting on serious muscle from that, it was kind of like one of those things <coughs> where it was like we can, we should try, try it for real. One thing that I'm noticing a lot is when you guys are are, are talking about kind of this path that you guys have taken. You guys are both saying we a lot. Was there of the two? Is there one that's like? Nah, you know what, pro wrestling, let me try. Or you guys both 100% in, like, we're going balls to the wall all the way. We were 100% in every time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. I mean, it's always been, ta- it's always been, we're going to be a tag team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to yeah. be the Rockers. Yeah. But we're gonna, both going to be Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Two Sean's. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Sorry, Marty. Were you ever, were you ever like, uh, <laughs> would you ever like get mad at each other as brothers do where you're like, fuck you, you're the Marty Gennady. Yeah, no, we All do. Like, yeah. Anytime, anytime we mess up a spot <laughs> when we're practicing or like someone messes up, it's like first one's like, dude, huh, Sean, you're, I'm Sean, you're Marty. Because of that. Because <laughs> of that. It's, it's terrible. This is but, why you're Marty. Yeah, yeah, that is so awesome. I love that. <laughs> I love how you guys we're, we're both Sean. We're both Sean. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Nothing against Marty. Right. Sean's yeah, a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, a 90, solid dude. Hey, yeah. 93, him and Sean had the match of the year. You <laughs> know what I mean? On Raw. They had that yeah. good back and forth. Yeah, with they the did. Title. They absolutely but, did. So you've got at least that in your future. Exactly. I mean, you've at got least, at least yeah. that. Um, no, but we've always been, yeah, it's always been. There's Both. never been a doubt in any of our minds that right. we didn't want to do it. It's always been. And you guys I, have never like planned out your your breakup storyline or nothing. No, we've like thought that. about it. Okay. We've yeah. thought about it. We've always wanted it. The dream is to is to wrestle one another at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the big dream. Mm-hmm. That's the and n- not a lot of people get it just because not a lot of people are in the business or know well, the sure. business. Yeah, yeah. So like I a mean, mom's like, why would you want to wrestle each other? But it's like. Well, They're that, not yeah. a better person that you can have a match with. Oh, yeah. Than your oh, exactly. Yeah, because you're working right. it. Yeah, what people don't get is you're working together yeah. in that ring. Yeah. You're not oh, yeah. it's a work. fighting. You know what it's I mean? A, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a dance. Exactly. So, yeah. And, yeah, like he said, it's been, we've never been, you know, there's never been one of us that's like, oh. Yeah, let me. Let's I'll, get real jobs. Or, right, yeah. Let me know, try this other hobby always, that I have. Huh. It's, yeah. it's always been. And it's weird because we know just being twins, we've, we've met other twins, and some twins aren't as close as other ones. Mm-hmm. Like some, like one of them likes something, one of them hates something, whatever. But right, we've always yeah. been very, very, very similar as far as hobbies and interests. And, yeah. Yeah. and that, that's got to be a great support system, especially in pro wrestling oh, when, yeah. you know, you hear so many stories of, you know, if you listen to any of the, the famous pro, uh, pro wrestling podcasts, like Stone Cold, when he was or saying... the Spanish announce table. Well, yes, obviously, right. but I'm saying like the guys that actually have done yeah. it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when yeah, Stone Cold guys. would say, like, I was on the road eating potatoes and just driving down the road, like... Mm-hmm. I could only imagine that would fucking just be the worst. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. to have your brother there 100% in just oh, yeah. like you, that would definitely be something that helps you guys out. Yeah, traveling is is cuz we started we started got to get a little taste of that. We've been to Illinois and Denver and mm-hmm. places in Kansas, a bunch of places in Kansas, Everywhere but in Kansas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh so yeah, we've got that little taste of being on the road. And yeah, it is. It is it is <laughs> nice to have somebody there, you know, to talk mm-hmm. to or just to be like, "Hey, you know, just cuz it's just bounce ideas back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, we we've we we've been on road trips and we've literally just talked about the business for mm-hmm. you know. And that's the one thing that kind of sucks is like now that we're getting into it and and getting uh getting our feet wet and starting to get some real exposure with this. It's like, you know, I have friends and family, but it's really hard for to talk to everybody about it because not everybody is interested in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. And so Trust it's me. like you want to text your friend like, dude, like for instance, like I hit a Canadian destroyer. In oh, practice wow. the other day, yeah. and I was just like, uh, "Somebody's like, great who's going to care? Right. You know yeah. what, Sex I mean? move so, or what is it? Yeah, right. no. yeah so, so it's just one of those things where it's like you're just like. So you guys are 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 
hanging out, you're you're deciding to work out, right? And you're yeah. you're getting buffed up. When did you guys finally like think, hey, this pro wrestling thing can be real? How did you start training? Like, what was it that finally said, we're gonna hey, take we're the, fine, we're know, doing this? Yeah, we're gonna man. take. We the always, honestly, just it was we we did bodybuilding, we did great in bodybuilding, and then it was probably two years two years ago. Um, we're like, we have to do it. This mm-hmm. is we're yeah. in the best shape of our life. We're young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we just, never honestly, we just started. We started just like weirdly getting like I don't want to say obsessed because it sounds weird, but just just watching Shawn Michaels stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's when it was just like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I remember last summer because it gets that time in your life where twenty three, we're winding down our college years, and it's like, all right, you know. Now it's time to like be a grown up. Mm-hmm. You got to find like what you want to do in your mm-hmm. in your life, and uh, like it always got back to pro wrestling. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. As crazy as it sounds, it's like that was the one thing. It's like, well, I'm going to college for sports management and yada yada yada, and like like all those jobs be cool, but like it was like what if I really want to pick what I want to mm-hmm. do with my life? It's pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep. So where'd you guys go to college at? We go to UCM right now. UCM. Oh ah, yes, I'm an alum. I like that. Good, there you go. good choice. Uh, yeah, it was like we're running down our college career, and it's like you know, like I'm kind of like in that spot in life where it's like I'm in major. I'm like, do I really want to do this mm-hmm. with the rest of my life? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And it was just one of those things. It was like last summer, it just was like click, like let's really mm-hmm. go for it for real, you know? And so, then from then, it was just like find a school, find a school, find a school. Mm-hmm. So well, tell us about that first day. So you found a school, mm-hmm. and you walk in. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that experience, because I could only imagine walking in. There's, I imagine there's a, a wrestling ring there. It's probably yeah, cold, probably a grizzled old guy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Smoking so, a cigar. Yeah. Right. So you know, we've heard some stories. <laughs> uh, you know, we've had. Yeah, was there a snake pit? Yeah, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy Light was telling us about how there was a there was a the snake. Uh, I guess it was like a petting zoo. Or yeah, like yeah, a yeah. petting zoo of a snakes and stuff, and behind Jeez. it was there. So tell us about your first day when you guys both walk in to uh, try yeah. out for pro wrestling. Well, we we searched and searched for forever, mm-hmm. and there was really nothing in the area that we found. Mm-hmm remotely like i mean of course there was harley school but that was you know we were still going to school in warrensburg so it was like and it's a lot of money so mm-hmm. it was kind of like eh. and we you know there's you know we looked at booker t school in houston and the wild samoans and mm-hmm. you know um so it was just kind of like we need to find something while we're finishing college mm-hmm. and then once we finish college we can go do whatever we want wherever we want mm-hmm. and uh we were in public speaking class yep and it was like in college and uh pretty crazy because it was like the first day public speaking and it was like you got to get in front of everybody and say what you're going to be when you grow up Mm -hmm. logan got up there and said he wanted to be a pro wrestler and some kid in the back perked up after class said you really want to be a pro wrestler you're not just fucking around and i was like yeah Yeah. (laughs) and he was like well this guy knows opening up a school in raytown perfect and i was like we're in. Give me his number. Give me his face. Where do I sign I up? Everything. Right. Yeah. 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 So we got in, we got in, with con- him. We got in contact with him, and he was still in the process of getting it, um, getting it, uh, put built or mm. what have you, yeah, getting yeah. it set up. And uh, <coughs> so we waited and and stayed in contact with him. And there was a couple other schools that were kind of you know in the Almost, mix. Yeah. They were like there were kind of like other options, and we were just basically like whoever gets it done first, wherever we can get into a ring first mm-hmm. is where we're gonna You're go. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, they. They got their ring set up and they're like, we're gonna have a tryout, you know, mm-hmm. come in. And, and we got in there and it was, 
that was it. It's been history ever since. It's been history ever since. <laughs> so when you guys were in there, yeah. were the bumps different? Was the conditioning different than what you thought? Because, you know, we've always heard since we've been doing this show of the horror stories yeah. of you've got to do, you know, 700 burpees and 500, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, and all back this stuff. Drops. Yeah, 500 yeah. backdrops yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. So was it like that when your first day when you when you showed up? Or uh, was it, were they cool, basically? Yeah, you know what I mean? No, like, they, were, they were really, it was Dave Catton and mm-hmm. Jordan um, Rogers, mm-hmm. and um, Dave was a head trainer, and Jordan was more of the like um, brains behind right, the yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, and uh, they uh, um, they were just like you know really cool, and they were it was new to them too. We were their first students, so it was oh. kind of like it was a whole new wow, you know. Yeah, all right. So luckily, we kind of got to skip the whole like razzing process, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, right. being the new guys because we were the only guys yeah, yeah. the green horns and stuff, and we were literally the only guys there. Yeah, we were literally the only guys there, and from from that was that we started that last opened August, last, the end of last summer. So we've been there training, and we were the only guys for like a month. And uh-huh. it was just me, Logan, and Dave every day in the summer, just killing it in the ring, getting yeah. that ring time in, and taking bumps. And he never, Dave's really cool, really laid back guy, and he never was like, you know, he was never. Whipping you with a lash or anything like that. I mean, we have been. They they get guys in there. You know, they they're really good about bringing in indie guys around the area. Mm -hmm. Like they always have Tommy Snow in, Mm -hmm. and um, he's always he always runs us. You know, Mm -hmm. and there are a couple days when it's like they pretty much just ran us till we till we puked. So Mm -hmm. till somebody till somebody somebody (laughs) yeah passed out or somebody quit. Yeah, I mean we've been ran and we've been put through the put through the you know the test, but we never. I don't have any horror story horror stories yet of of, taking bumps on unfortunately taking bumps on a. Flat, flat concrete or anything like that. You didn't have to like rub oil on Kevin Nash's back or no, anything like no. that. No. <laughs> so, so you started training. How how many months did you train until you had your first match? We trained. It was the it was like the very end of the last summer when we first started. So August, we had we had August. To, yeah, very end of last summer. So we had to go back to school, <coughs> and we were coming up four or five times a week from Warrensburg, driving mm-hmm. up every night and training. And um, that's a drive too for people who don't understand yeah, Warrensburg yeah. to Raytown for you know people that are out of town. That's probably what an hour and a half, almost yeah, yeah, yeah like I'd an hour, so, yeah. hour and yeah. twenty yeah. depending on traffic. Yeah, but, uh, we would do that. We would do that uh, pretty much Monday through f- Monday through I think Thursday, and then we oh. come Saturdays too. And it's uh, dedication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was just great to get in a real ring, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what everyone asked. They're like, what, "What's your favorite part?" Or like, "What do you like most about that school?" And it was like. Pretty much just, ring just opening a glass door and seeing a ring time. twenty a, by twenty ring, yeah. real wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not it's not a trampoline. Some, yeah, yeah, not yeah. something no. that's like <laughs> not somebody put mats on the ground. A real yeah. ring. Yeah. 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 yeah, like seeing a real ring in person is just like I don't know. I can't explain it. Just it's yeah. great. So your first match, you get there. Tell us about that experience. Was was it everything you <laughs> thought it would be? I mean, was was the crowd, you yeah. know what I mean, staring at you, kind of like yeah. that feeling where it's like, oh shit, everyone's everyone's yeah. looking at me. It it's was, now it's so real. It was it was crazy because wait, hold on. We trained. It was we trained to get back to his last question. We trained August, so it was September, October, November, and our first match in December. So we trained about three months. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. And uh, yeah. it was funny because it was it wasn't like all right, you guys are have your first match. It was like, you know, we're taking you to a show. There may be some spots open. There may be a spot gear. open, maybe mm-hmm. not. Bring your gear, you know. Oh, wow, yeah. And so. uh, we went, and uh, they were like, you and your brother get in the ring and have a match. And we were like, yes. 
So we went in the ring and bang, 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 and we did like a lion saw and like a <laughs> he did like a springboard hurricane rata and like all the like the old guy. Like the vets were like, slow down in there. Yeah, yeah. The vets you're gonna get hurt before the you're show. You're gonna get hurt before the damn show. But then they <laughs> saw that and uh, they were like, all right, you guys are booked. Um, tag team match. You're going against Angel Medina and you guys are getting over. And we were like, uh, yeah. what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were like, all right. Me and Logan just looked at each other and we we're like. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we want you guys to win with a double team finish, and we haven't even no. yeah planned that out yet. Mm -hmm. Didn't have one. So in, we're in like googling stuff and like in the back. Oh, oh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Like, uh, you know. And finally, we thought about the um, he did what was it powerbomb and yeah, I did a doomsday, I did a yeah. doomsday like powerbomb blockbuster off the top yeah. rope, and um, we did it first time ever. We hit it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. So yeah, hold on, wait a minute. That was the first time you guys ever did the move? <laughs> ever. 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 That is so Dude, awesome. God bless Kyle King. God bless Kyle King. For taking it. Because in the back, he was like, nope, I'm not taking it. Yeah. And we were like, like, all right, Kyle, this is what we got for you. Because the performer was like, I want you guys to win on double team finish. And we were like, ugh. So we thought about it. And we are like, all right, Kyle, this is what it's going to be. What do you think? He's going to get you on a power bomb, and then I'm going to do a front flip and then throw you down. Take a big back bump, and Kyle was like, mm, no, not doing it. And I was like, I understand, you know we what I mean? We were like, all right, double super kicks, I don't even know. Yeah, I think and we were going to go with double super kicks. We just, <laughs> no, we were going to do, it was going to do like the, the standing shooting star, and then you were going to do a backflip or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, just something. Just, and then uh, Kyle the, was the like. The basics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, you know, just stuff we and do in the back. Kyle yeah. came like five minutes later, was like, you know what, I'll take it. It's you guys first match, and we were like, you know, shout out to him for, for being so right. awesome. And yeah. He's you know been, what, just kill me. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And he's been, we've traveled with him a lot, and he's been one of my good buddies, you know, a really good guy in the business to just, you know, hang out with and learn from. So, so shout, shout out to So Double what K. was the rush like in that moment? You stand there, the bell rings, they're raising your hand. I mean, that had to be unbelievable. The first, we didn't even have a, we didn't even have a, we didn't even have a damn entrance song. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what do we want an entrance song to be? And we were just, and he comes up with, uh, Crazy Train Instrumentals. That's what it's going to be. And I was like, what? Yeah. Well, at the, time we were, at, at the time we were, at the time we were trying to go from like, the, I mean, it was our first match. We were like, we know what the heck would work. So uh, we were like, we we're trying to go from like, like our whole gimmick was like, we were pitching promoters to the area, like new age rockers, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but of course two, two shots. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we're like the rockers, but we're bullish shots. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, get, let's just get that. And it was just like, it was, you know, we, we sat in the back and, and Medina is just cool shit. And he was just like, you know, what do you guys want to do? What do you guys do? And we told them and, and um, we went out and we, you know, it wasn't my, you know, we, Hit every spot and went it went it went without botch a, anything. Went without a hiccup, didn't botch anything, and you know it was crazy because my parents were like, "We want to be, we want to come," and I was like, "No, like I don't even know if I'm gonna wrestle." Right. And that was the funny thing is is after the match, I put an Instagram up of the finish, the, mm -hmm. the video of it, mm -hmm. and like all my friends, like I was getting hate texts from all my friends, like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, right. why wouldn't you? Like, I would have been there, yada yada you're yada. Right. Yeah, like, uh -huh. you're a dick. Why wouldn't you invite me? <laughs> yeah, you right. know what I mean?" Like, I thought we were cool, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I didn't know we were going to go on. Like, it was in Wichita. I didn't want you guys driving, like, a bunch of hours. Right. To, I didn't want, you know, and, and we didn't know 15 minutes until the show started that we were even going to wrestle. Exactly. Right. So it was one of those things where it was just like, yeah, the promoter saw us and was like, all right, you're doing this. You guys are going against Kyle King and uh, Medina, and you guys are getting over. And it was like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. now or never. Cool. Time to put up or shut up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you kind of mentioned about your parents when you guys decided to like, all right, 100%, we're we're going to do this. 
when you guys made that choice, what was their reaction like? Were they supportive or were they like, well, get the degree first? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, I would think with parents, yeah. 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 I'm that one, of but course. Tim, obviously, yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. It's the, okay, let's be, let's do the smart thing, finish school, yeah. then, you know, do the, pro- were they like that? Well, uh, the thing about, we always, before we we, we, we uh, got in touch with the school in Raytown, it was like, we want to go to Holly school, we want to go to Booker T school, we want mm. to go wherever we could go, you know, and they were like, well, it's a lot of money, you know, and they had no problem helping us out with, with anything like that, but it was just like, you got, if you're going to go to Booker T school in Houston or Wallace Moore school in, in California, it's going to be like, you guys have to finish college. You yeah, know? right. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, luckily, I just know that side. Yeah, that's what yeah. you do to your mm-hmm. kids. You're like, and, look. Yeah. yeah. And luckily, the school in Wrighttown was like, well, we can go to college and go right. to school. So it was like, perfect. That's both worlds. Well, and it's school good. Real school. Well, and it's like I said, too, if you're going to go to like a Booker T school or high school. Yeah. To have gone to another one, at least you get mm-hmm. some of it. So it's even like yeah. that could only be a benefit yeah. when you go yeah. to oh, one of those. I could only imagine your first bump in Booker T standing on the ring apron. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could yeah, only yeah. So, yeah, that's probably the best choice to break in with a new trainer. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. knows his stuff, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. And then now you guys can work your way into the bigger yeah. landstorms or that whatever. Was kinda, that was kind of our what we wanted to do is go to this school and then go to another school. But then... We went to this school and then we started getting booked and you know that's no. We had no intention of of working in the indie scene until like down, in down, our future down the road. Sure, right. And then it was just like we just had our happened. first match and it was just like, hey, we can do this. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like yeah. my phone just constantly Facebook, my, just Facebook, like, yeah. Like people get mad, met like, why are you messaging me back on Facebook? I'm like, I'm, there's like mm-hmm. a bunch of people on my message thing. I'm like, <laughs> right, you know. yeah, yeah. So it's like. Uh, yeah, we, we had no intention of, like, working the indies our first year. We kind of just wanted to learn and, and you know, because we're, we're students of the game and we're yeah. marks. Like, we want to learn everything is from, like, chain wrestling to, like, old school, like, catch wrestling to, like, high spots to mm-hmm. submissions to, you know, suplexes, mm-hmm. yada. Like, we want to learn everything. Right. So we didn't want to be really one-dimensional, so... Um, but sometimes that's the best is go out and learn on the fly. Exactly anything, that too, and that was realm. that was one of the things I learned was after that match, it was like my whole mind was blown as far as like how different it is, mm-hmm, how actually, actually working a match is, rather than like because we'd have practice matches at school, but it was kind of like you know working in front of a real crowd with live audiences is a whole different ball game, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would say from an outsider's perspective, watching you guys, I, and we even talked about this before you showed up to, to do the interview, you have a presence about you and the, the, the moves that you were doing, you don't see on a local any no. I, I saw I think you sent uh, I think you sent a video it was either on your Instagram or maybe you sent it to Anthony yeah. uh, where you guys did a backflip. I can't remember yeah, which one you guys me. yeah, you did a backflip to the outside yeah. Yeah. and this is like have you guys had like 40 matches yet are you guys still under like 40 matches yeah, yeah. Well, and you guys are doing, <laughs> that's what I'm saying hey, under 40 matches yeah and that's yeah. what I'm saying you guys are doing backflips off the top rope to the outside yeah. like and, and this is like gymnasium floor so like yeah, if you mess up match. like yeah, that, yeah. yeah there's like yeah the thin mats like the that you get at like a title boxing club right. you know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing better there's nothing better mats. when you go into an indie uh, like a like an uh, indie you go into the arena where the indie show's at and you see Matt's, you're like, yes, right, right, my God. right. No, yeah. No, last show we went to, um, a guy got knocked out. Cold. Oh. Cold, First knocked out cold. match of the show. And then, like, our match, we had, like, two dives to the outside planned out, and I was like, crap. Right, yeah. Scared, but it was like, it, yeah. you know, one of those things, I, I mean, it scared me to see one of my boys, you mm-hmm. know, 
get hurt like that for real, you know, in the back. It's like one of those things that wake you up. You're like, wow, this is this isn't the game. You right? Know what I mean? yeah. Like you can really get hurt doing this. And Severely it was one of those things that like they're like, you still want to do your dive now? And yeah, I was like, you're like, you better fucking catch me. <laughs> right. I was like, no, yeah, this is what yeah. I want to do with my life. You know. Well, and that's what I was saying though. But your your style and, and your presence, you guys, I can obviously tell why you guys are getting so much. You know, I guess. Uh, press or you know promoters are are trying to hit you up is because you have a style that's almost unlike anyone with your yeah, yeah, experience you, look, you, look you know 100% what i mean marketable and yeah. like you can definitely see like oh man the right guy's thinking man if i could get my hands on these right guys in so here, yeah. yeah definitely so what i mean what has the feedback from promoters been like so you've done a few matches i mean yep. have, have they We've said like over 10 I think matches yeah. I lost count we were t- Ashton we were thinking on the way here like how many have we had mm-hmm. we're like running back to like, our heads oh we're season best now we've had more, <laughs> right, yeah. Right, yeah, we've yeah. Had more oh, than yeah. 10 we can't remember <laughs> <You're right. Wally laughs> mess. I don't think but we're not green anymore yeah, yeah. no yeah. but it's been really positive and, and you know it's I was skeptical because it's one of those things where the wrestling business is weird as far as older guys and younger guys and coming into the locker room and you know um, we've we've got nothing but respect from from everybody but that's another thing that's cool about the school we went to is they were really really good about teaching us hey when you guys go to a show you guys fucking dress to the nines Mm -hmm, you shake everybody's hand it's a business i don't care if it's the sound guy's sister's daughter Mm -hmm. you shake her hand like it's we learned just you know from from that and just we learn all the respect and you know that is great so one thing I wanted to get your opinion on before we're going to get into Cinco Preguntas here because we don't want to take up too much of your time. But the one thing I did want your your guys' perspective on, since you guys are now you know starting to get mm-hmm. some momentum and you know you guys have like we well, we said that marketability, the the NXT Performance Center is that something in the back of your mind where you're like, hey, let's just drive down there and try it out. Or, I mean, what's your what's your opinion on? Because now you guys are starting, like you said, the indie scene. Yeah. What's your opinion on? All right, do we do the indie scene and try to do and I and I'm being like, you know, furthest thing like yeah. do we try to be Daniel Bryan where it's like we got 10 years of experience doing all the indie shows or do we do the the Dolph Ziggler get me in the fucking yeah, the, center? The, yeah, the Baron yeah. Corbin like, right. you know, I've got the look. Let's just go to NXT yeah. and boom. You well, know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I remember after our first match, Medina pulled us aside and was like, you guys need to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, what? All right, <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? Uh, but uh, so, like, ever since then, it was like, and, and we're not hard on ourselves, but, like, it's been, like, one of those things where it's like, we've kind of not lacked confidence, but it was just like, we, uh, I don't want to, I don't really know what else is how to. Is it kind of one of these where, like, you know, that's a, you get a chance at that and you want to. Make sure you no, got it's your more thing or less together. Like it you... was like our first match, we kind of got thrown in there, and it was like people were like, "Oh, you guys are really good." And it was like I didn't know I was really good until like it took like a bunch of people telling me like, "Hey, send us down." Like, "Hey, you guys are mm-hmm. right, really good." Like, you guys need to try to start, you know, mm-hmm. doing the whole getting your name out there thing. And yeah. we, uh, of course, you know, I, I never, I love working the Indies, and you know. I'd always do it, but yeah, I mean, but like you said, our goal is it was up to me. Yeah, yeah. our goal is our goal is top of the mountain. Right. WWE. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, we've we've um we want to do the NXT. We want to go to NXT this summer. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. As soon as we can get in there, we're gonna do it. Nice. Yeah. We have. Nice. We're to, we did you know, some. We did a photo shoot recently to send pictures down there, and we're gonna, did you do any tough enough videos? Did you? We did a tough enough video. Did did our you? name is in the hat. Our name okay. is in the hat. Okay. All right. Man, so, you're gonna have to send that to us. We'll yeah. put it on our uh, on our uh, on our website, and we'll have to definitely get yeah. it out. Um, yeah, we uh, you know, we yeah, we we did tough enough, and it was we tried we put our name in the hat. Hopefully, works out. Mm-hmm. Which is funny um, because it was you know, 
the tough enough things kind of weird because it's like they obviously want people who are interested in wrestling. But do they want real wrestlers? They also, yeah, do they do want they wrestlers want that can go? TV mm-hmm. Or do they want? So, yeah. yeah, but I think we could offer them both. Yeah, and I right. mean we haven't been doing. I, I I mean I understand why they wouldn't want an indie guy that's been working the indies for, for twenty years. Yeah, who was years. who was the guy that tried out for uh, Tough Enough and then they uh, denied? Was, it was it Austin Aries? Austin Aries, yeah. yeah. Austin Aries is a you know indie established guy, and they said like they eh. said eh, we want reality TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, now and, and that's I, gone through some changes, yeah. Tough Enough over the years. So who knows what they're looking for this? And time, I and know? I understand that completely. Like I understand as far as you know, it's a a show, and they don't want you mm-hmm. know. These indie guys coming in and and who have had 15 years of experience, but you know I feel like two guys that haven't been in it for a year yet. I mean we've been doing it first match in December. Yeah. It's, right. It was in the end of December, so you guys are prime and ready. Like four months. Yeah. So we're yeah we uh yeah we love we would love to go to the performance center just because gotcha. and, be awesome. and just from what I've heard from people it's like you know they want homegrown guys you know they want to get you when you're young mm-hmm. and then work you and you know of course and yeah. We're, I feel like we would fit be, that mold exactly. perfectly. So right. yeah. you got a look, you got a, a a set already there. You've got a presence. A whole, yeah, yeah. You I don't want to say gimmick because that's different. But you, yeah. you you've got a, a, a whole thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's get into every time we have guests in the studio. Oh, we like to ask them a set of five questions, and uh, we're the Spanish announce table, so we call this Cinco Preguntas. She sounds pretty hot, right? The uh, the little uh, uh-huh. voice lady, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story because I, I like to tell every yeah. first time guest this. Yeah. So we do Cinco Preguntas, and he puts together all the production work, uh-huh. right? So he's you know putting it all together. He plays that, and I'm like, hey man, like off air, I was like, hey who, like who's that girl? And uh, oh, you asked that on. Oh, I was on. It was, <laughs> yeah, on, it yeah, was yeah. on there. Yeah, we had we had Michael Strider in the <laughs> right. Studio. Yeah, and I was like, I was, like I was like, who is that? And then he informed me, yeah. it is. That is the voice from Google Translate when you like translate. <laughs> so I fell for a computer. Like, there you go. Yeah, so a T-Mac. Yeah. It, was, it was a dry spell. You've, seen, anyway. the movie, you've seen the movie Her. This, <laughs> I this watched, that, the, actually watched that last night. night. Yeah, see? This is the beginning of that. That's where they stole the idea from. <laughs> this is the start <laughs> yeah. of it. So anyhow, let's get into the so questions. So Cinco Preguntas is the same five questions we ask guests so that we can hear the varied answers. Okay. I think you've already answered the first one, but it's a favorite wrestler of all time. All time? That's mm-hmm. easy. That's Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Oh, is Whoa. it Shawn Michaels? I thought you were going to go with Rey Mysterio. <sighs> it's a tie. It's, yeah. I mean, you it, can it, say more. I mean, it's as, 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 a, as a fan, mm-hmm. it's Rey. As a worker, it's Shawn. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. Shawn Michaels is probably the most answered. Common, yeah. yeah, the, yeah the most, most uh, yeah. common response for mm-hmm. that question. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but for that so, time period, like when you guys were watching, it totally makes sense why yeah. Rey Mysterio is yeah, absolutely. that high for Actually, you guys. can I change mine? I want to actually yeah. put, I want to go with Steiner. Steiner? Scotty. Yeah. I want to go with yeah. Scotty. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Something's here. Here we go. Steiner. Uh, you got that? <laughs> now go take your clothes off. I'm working off. Yeah. He's a, he's a quality, you know. <laughs> quality human, that guy. So so have you met Scott Steiner? I haven't. Unfortunately, no. But he's doing, supposedly he's, he's working a show in Kansas, and we're like, we're getting on that card. Yeah. If you guys get on that card, I swear on everything that I that is good in this world, I will follow you and yes. to meet Scott Steiner. That's I'm not even that far away. It's only like no, it's only like an hour like drive. Because no. you know what's gonna happen. You guys are in the bodybuilding thing. Yeah. You know he's gonna say, "You want to work out with me?" <laughs> and I would say yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, Scott yes. <laughs> And he'd say, "Who 
only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is that you can run Nicky Split. Because you can't run because you got the fat asses. Oh, it's uh, Diner. It doesn't get old. But, 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 <laughs> it does never get old. God. It doesn't ever get old, but, but to be fair, as tag team wrestlers... I mean, the Steiner brothers were were huge. Oh, they, so, oh yeah. I've said this so, many. I've said this many times yeah. on on uh, the podcast. Yeah. The Steiner brothers are my favorite tag team yeah. of all time. So when I do say that, it's not like a work. Like right. Well, oh, to be funny, like oh, Scott Steiner. I was like, I really like Scott Steiner. Oh, I can show you pictures. Go ahead. No, you no. Oh, I was ahead. gonna say I can show you pictures. Me and my brother, my stepbrother. Obviously, we weren't you know twins like you guys, but. The Steiner brothers were our tag team. Uh, we have the, the pose, you know, yeah. when like Rick Steiner's the, the the bulldog and Scott Steiner's on top. Like we have those pictures yeah. like everywhere. Like the Steiners yeah. to me, I know they always say LOD and all those other tag teams, yeah. which are great. Steiners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still remember seeing the first time the Steiners that I saw them, you know, mm-hmm. it was the WCW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a, on a Saturday night when, or Sunday what, what Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. And they came out and they're wearing the, the singlets mm-hmm. and Rick's got the things on and just... He pulled off the the Frankensteiner, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Well, and another great thing, kind of how you guys were talking about when you watch the network and you watch back, and you're like, "How the hell did I like a match between you know yeah. Sandman and Tommy Dreamer?" Like, "Oh, that one's." So- yeah. But when you watch the Steiners, yeah. I can remember I watched a, a match they had with Doom. You guys remember Doom, Ron Simmons, yeah, and uh, and uh, oh, the, the guy from Kansas City went to Central Missouri, uh, Butch Reed. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, right. The Doom and they. Had a match and the Steiners just are like still athletic like they could yeah. give you know that 1991 92 Steiner brothers yeah. are just as athletic as Jack Swagger or Dolph yes. Ziggler is well, now sure. you know and that's what not I mean it pisses me off because it's like of course Steiner always gets the bad rap and like mm-hmm. Steiner's an idiot or whatever mm-hmm. what have you everyone hates on him but it's like man Steiner was a good worker him and his brother were great workers well he was awesome a, yeah and was, even even I mean I, I read a thing we were reading a thing the other day and it was somebody was talking there like if WCW would have what did they say? Like they were two years too late on giving Steiner that push. The big push. Mm-hmm. He got right. that big push at the end when he mm-hmm. beat Booker T all the time. And he, right. They were just saying like basically when he was running with the NWO if they at the done that beginning. Two, if they would have let him go two years prior, they said he could have been. Oh, WCW would have had their big star. Yeah, because when he was cutting the, the promo calling Flair old yeah. and WCW mm-hmm. sucks and that's why they're watching Stone Cold and yeah. all that stuff. Like, yeah, if that would have been 99, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could have only imagined it would have been the dream match wouldn't have been Goldberg and, and Stone Cold. It would have been Stone Cold and Steiner, yeah. possibly. I, yeah. Again, yeah. we're just yeah. forecasting yeah. and hypothetical, but, but you could have done it here. Right. As I stand here in the show me state of St. Louis, Missouri. It's a city. So, <laughs> yeah, but I do, I, I do agree. He was doing he was doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't moving the needle because it was him and Booker T and maybe Jeff Jarrett competing with Triple H, Mick Foley, yeah. Stone yeah. Cold, The Rock, yeah, just Vince a McMahon. Too late. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah. well, you can't. You know, yeah. Yeah. No, so, no, no. So, yeah. All right, so the second question, going off of your favorite wrestler, what is your favorite match of all time? You guys can have one collective or, you know, each one or name multiple. We're not really name. we're not really strict. Yeah, this isn't like strict. Yeah, yeah, we're not saying like the only match you love, you know, so. All right. You go first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so tough. All I know this time. is a tough question. All, all time. All time. And again, you can uh, a few can come <coughs> to your head. You know. Of course it's like Brett vs. Sean, 16-minute Iron Man, but I'm not going to go there. I'm going. I'm going. Rey Mysterio versus Billy Kidman, 
Spring Stampede, nineteen ninety nine. You know how many times we've heard that. <laughs> if you go, go on the network and watch that match. Okay, it will not disappoint. Kidman and Mysterio. Spring, Spring Stampede, ninety nine. Ninety nine. Unmasked. It's Rey not Mysterio. WCW two thousand. Right, and it's unmasked. Rey unmasked Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. You get to see his like huge lips. And the cool part about that match is they were tag team champions when they when they wrestled that oh, match. So they're like tag team champions right. going against each other. Right, yeah. Ray had the crew like that too. Yeah. Sick match. Great match. Nice. It's a very original. I it like this. <laughs> wow. I probably stole his. He's <laughs> like, so, see, this is why you're Marty. And the funny thing is, it's like snowball to like, like a derogatory term. Like, dude, quit being so Marty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he botches a movie, you're like, fucking Marty. Even in real life. Like, if he does something in real life, it's stupid. Like, yeah. He drops the cereal ball. Right. And like, fucking Marty. Yeah. <laughs> Makes the wrong turn. Oh, here's a quick question while you're... I'll give All you some right. more time to think. Uh, when you guys do travel, who's the one that drives? It's We switch it up. Switch it up. It's yeah. not, not always one. Uh-uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. That was one thing I was talking like, about. Yeah, we'll drive until we got to get gas and we'll right. switch. Okay. But I always wondered that when a tag team's like, who's the guy that, like, I imagine with the Rockers, Marty it, drove. And in, <laughs> in, in real yeah. life, real you have Marty drove. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had, he had to open shop door. Um, in real life, do you guys ever do any uh, twin trickery on people? Do you oh, ever yeah. screw with anybody? Of course. It's an everyday occurrence. Oh, yeah. For us. <laughs> nice. Especially with, it. like, girls and just people uh, that's the life. best right. people and be just like, like I mean every day it's just like oh my god are you guys twins like mm, no no. the best part <laughs> is like when somebody will come up to that and it's like we l- we'll look at each other and we'll be like no, I just met this dude I don't even know this guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. or like if I'm with my friend I'll be like yeah we're twins my other friend <laughs> the, the other friend and they're like they're like what and then they're like some people are like you guys are dicks and some people are like oh it's funny but right. you know well, imagine with you guys getting that so much, you know, yeah. eventually you have to like not just go, yeah, we're twins. Yeah. Like, you have to play. It's the best one we ever got was, are you guys twins or are you guys brothers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the one. That's the one. Still, I don't you know. Tell me, it was, man. A, girl. It was, was a girl. It was a girl. Yeah, uh, I don't remember where it was. I was just like, no, she's a fucking Marty. <laughs> yeah. See that? yeah, you're Marty. Do you ever get like? One of you is just randomly like by yourself and somebody's <laughs> talking to you, yeah. and then the other guy comes in. And but you're not in the room, and then somebody's like, "Hey, does somebody like start talking to you because they were talking oh to your brother God. or anything?" Yeah, does every that happen? single day. The worst part is at school. Like, someone would be like, "What's up, bro?" And I'm like, "I just saw you, like a no, total stranger." And they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, I have to play off like the whole like, right, like we didn't oh, yeah. have class. Yeah. 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 Well, and check out our Snapchat for anybody that, that hasn't heard of you guys that's listening to us now. I mean, I'm talking identical, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I I honestly, I've sat in a room with you for like almost an hour now, and I wouldn't be able to tell yeah. you apart mm-hmm. if you spun me around. I'm like, all right, which one am I? Okay. The worst, I got a birthmark. He doesn't, but that's oh, like the see, only there thing. You go. Yeah, yeah. See? He actually he had he had the dyed blonde hair, and then I just recently dyed mine to match. Gotcha. So which actually okay. is like so we had we for a little while we were like kind of different because I had darker hair, but it kind of it's hair. cool being twins, but it sucks because like we'll play in a match in the back, and like the guys in the back will get confused in the match, and like like for instance like one match like Logan is supposed to take the heat, and I was supposed to get the hot tag, mm-hmm. and they got mixed around. And they started the heat on me. No, they started. I, I was supposed to take the heat, yeah. and you were supposed to get the hot tag. Yeah. And then just how the match worked, you know. Do you ever have like a, you have a, like a code way to tell them like I'm Regal One, he's Regal Two? Like, like is that is there a <laughs> way to, to like? We need to think of something, but yeah. it was like it was at the time where it was like the, the, it's already started too much. Like you can't make a tag yeah, now. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, mm. yeah, I'm, like some I'm on the apron, like you can... you're on your own out there. <laughs> Sorry, bud. but he he remembered the spots that were called for me, and it was. Worked without a hiccup, so it was all good. Yeah, it was all, it was all right, well, let's get back to all question right. number two. Right. I, I figured yeah. it out. You got it? Okay. okay. This is weird, but for some reason, 
WrestleMania 14, Sean versus Austin. When Ooh. Sean was hurt, just him coming out to the ring and mm-hmm. being so amped up and just having the broken back, like yeah. that just a just yeah. a broken back, yeah. you know, no well, big deal. You know, honestly, yeah. when when I think of that match, because they both kind of, when you hear them talk about that and match, they don't even consider it a great right, match. Right? Yeah, they yeah. both kind of were like, "Well, we could have done more." Which, obviously, if both are a hundred percent healthy, of course you could. But what I always think about is, I can't remember the exact like move set, but Sean does something to Stone Cold. I think it was just like a normal body slam or something. Yeah. So, but he body slams him, and then you see like legit kayfabe him like grimace in pain and almost do like a half squat because he can't bend over (laughs) to grab stone cold to like you know bring him up and i was just like son of a bitch i couldn't even imagine like first of all you're in pain so you have to like overcome that second of all kind of like what you guys were talking about you have to think about okay we have spots here i gotta get to this next spot even though he's done it my toe on the bed and i gotta sit down i'm like no right you know and then third you know he's probably pissed off because he knows maybe not to that extent but like this next guy is gonna be the guy and it's not me you know there's gotta be some right. part yeah. of him was, yeah, I always remember that. too about that match is uh, the the press conference the post match yeah. it's not a post fight yeah and just kicks the thing and, kicks and, and down Shane stops him to like yeah like whatever he was gonna say to Stone Cold or whoever yeah, yeah. he yeah. was just pissed, pissed off but yeah. the best story is I forgot what it was on a Triple H was like yeah like Sean wanted to fight Tyson Austin and like I was Sean's boy, so I was gonna ride with him. <laughs> right. I was ride or die. So it was like we were like walking in that room. It was like this is gonna happen, and, and luckily he got stopped. <laughs> right. I love that story. Like Triple H was like, yeah. We were, or the story when he got hit in the head with the battery. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, oh, when he did oh, that right, right. outside. Yeah, thing. the press conference, yeah. and he got hit in the yeah, head with the battery. Hit left. The battery, and he left, and which which Vince. And I, I know we're going off on side stories, but. Uh, Vince is like mad at him, but like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, if I get hit in the head yeah. with a battery, and it beams um, him. Yeah. And it like it's a oh that would suck. And, and it wasn't hurt, like yeah. yeah, and it wasn't a double A battery. It was yeah. one of those thick, you know, yeah. like probably a half a pound you battery. You put your tongue on it is after right. Yeah, yeah. You got, you <laughs> get upside like that. Bolt, I would yeah. I would have left too. I wouldn't yeah. even thought twice. And yeah, yeah the, Vince is always like, well, you don't do that to the fans. Well, the fans don't do that to me. Yeah. So you know, yeah. Like he said, that match was just just his entrance. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. it my favorite match. Mm-hmm. I know that's weird to say because no. him coming out and his, his just intensity on his face. If you just see know, it in his eyes. You mm-hmm. have to work a thirty-minute match. Mm-hmm. You got you got to lose. Broken you got to yeah. take the fall. Then broken back. Then get socked by Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who you know isn't pulling that punch because he doesn't know how to pull punches because <laughs> right, exactly. he's freaking Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah you yeah, have yeah. to go like. All right, now I gotta hit. You got a broken yeah. back. You're losing the strap. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, oh yeah, you're gonna get hit, hit by, by Tyson. Tyson. No, and no, it's gonna be hit. Never gonna come wrestle again. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is gonna be my last memory. Tyson laying me out, <laughs> Tyson which me probably out. will lay me going out. out. Yeah. And, and if you watch that punch, sucks. I mean. Who knows if it was a shoot punch or, f- but it looked pretty. I, I imagine even Tyson attempting to pull a punch still probably not. Yeah, exactly. Even a work punch for Tyson is probably like, yeah, a, yeah. Clean in your clock. a heavyweight yeah. knockout yeah. punch for some you know mm-hmm, low level mm-hmm, pro or yeah. something. All right, so the third question we have here is, who is your biggest influence in the business? Sean, for sure. Sean yeah. and Ray. Yeah. Sean and Ray. Sean and Ray. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, the more I watch. Old Brian Pillman, mm-hmm. the more I see. Flying and not, Brian. And it's not even like, yeah, Flying Brian. Okay, so no, the old school, the, the, the Bengals tights. Yes, the Bengals tights. I love that. Uh, this is kind of off subject, but kind of like he said, now that we're getting older and like I'm watching more stuff, like I see like I'm becoming more of a Jericho fan. Mm-hmm. 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 Like influence mm-hmm. him. And like, yeah. um, I don't know if you guys ever heard or ever follow like Puerto Rico stuff, but Angel Medina pointed this out to me the other day. He was like, you guys need to look up 
um, Glamour Boy, uh, something. Um, Mm. Oh, I forgot what his name was, but he was like he was like he was an old wrestler in Puerto Rico, and you guys look exactly like him and wrestle exactly like him. Well, there and you go. and uh, I looked him up, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is <laughs> this is weird. This is weird." Well, um, it also kind of sounds like Angel Medina so far in your you know early part of your career. Yeah, he's, he's been influencing oh, you pretty much. Big right. influence, yeah. Yeah, we've worked two shows with him, and he's just just his knowledge mm-hmm. and his stories are just yeah. His ECW stories are just awesome. gold, are just pure gold. That'll have to be someone we get on here. Yeah, for some, mean, some yeah, ECW stories yeah. I'll mark out for. <laughs> he uh, he came and did a seminar at the school, and it was just, it was like halfway through the practice, we started just asking, like some of the students were just like. Well, he was just on that show. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just the. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was straight to ECW stories. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it was just like, we were, it was just hearing them. Were, it was amazing. Oh, I had one follow-up while, while you uh, give you some time to look up the, it, the guy. It's, his name's Shane the Glamour Boy, Shane Sewell. Hmm. Gotcha. I, I, I had never heard of, of him until yeah. Medina said something about him. Like I'm looking, uh, he made me. He's like, you got to watch this this YouTube tribute or whatever. And I went and I was like, wow, that's weird. Like it was like watching Logan wrestle. Almost. Really? It was like <laughs> same body structure. Uh-huh. Like we looked. It was weird. <laughs> uh, one quick question I had uh, going back to your school. You said you guys were the first two students. How many students are there now at the school? Would you say? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot to where I go. Like now we go. We go like once a week yeah you know we haven't been able to go as much lately um but there's like new kids there every day i'm like who are you mm-hmm. like wh- who's this guy like it's like are you guys kind of like the old guard now i know you yeah. guys are young but we're are you guys kind of like we're officially we're the first graduates of the school yeah. uh-huh. school so we are kind of like the if it, it feels so weird because some of the guys like some of the new newer students are older than me right, right. They're right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you like asking me for advice and i'm like man well, I'm on the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't no, I've been know. doing this for six months, man. Like, <laughs> right. I don't yeah. ask me. I mean, they. It's kind of like I don't know. <laughs> it's awkward. I, yeah, I, I don't like I don't it. Really like, like it. I'd rather be like just your boy. You know, mm-hmm. like, right. what's up, bro? Like, right. how you doing? Like, like I don't want to teach you anything. Yeah, like I don't feel like I'm at that level In to that be like. Position, yeah. You know, mm. listen up, man. Right. You need to this is how you slow take down. You know, yeah. <laughs> slow down, kid. I'm trying to tell a story. No, I'm just a little bit to the left. Yeah, I just, I just, I let the trainers train, and and they ask me stuff. I'll gladly give my input but I, mm. I don't try to be like the old right the yeah. old geezer like right. you need to throw your arm drag better and right. no, you're not I being bill the mind you're not no <laughs> no i don't yeah i i, I don't, we don't do that and right. i don't feel like i don't feel like we're at the level yet to be teaching anybody okay. anything yet so all right so the fourth question and this one's gonna be a fun one Love i think because yeah. now you guys are starting to be in this business a little bit more so you're probably hearing a lot more stuff but your favorite Term in pro wrestling, as far as like babyface, heel stuff like so that. What's a your carny favorite? language? Yeah, obviously. So, uh-huh. what's your favorite term? And it, you don't have to oh, go crazy man. if you don't want to, but feel free. Favorite term? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love this one. I don't. I mean, we say it, it's funny because it's like me and my brother and my roommate, mm-hmm. who's a big wrestling fan. And like our whole lingo is like, you're Mark, mm-hmm. you're a jobber, mm-hmm. quit job, quit jobbing. Quit jobbing. Like no, he has a girlfriend. I'm like, dude, you're just jobbing to her. We're getting you're jobbing. <laughs> yes. God damn, quit jobbing. Yes. Well, one term that I kind of like that you guys almost have created since we, I haven't heard is, you're is, the, is the Marty. Yeah, yeah, you're the Marty. Stop so being a Marty. <laughs> I think I might steal that one. But, yeah. Uh, job to mid Carters. Mid Carters. Quit jobbing to mid Carters. You're Mark, quit being a Mark. Yeah, I can see calling a girl like mid Carters. Dude, she's total mid Carters. Don't, don't. Mid card worker. I mean, uh, <laughs> we were. We were uh, I was. We were in one of my classes in college, and I got called to the front to do something, and it was like a project or presentation, and just like I had no idea. Like I speak in wrestling lingo, and I asked the teacher in front of the class. He asked me something, and I was like, 
is this a work or no? <laughs> right. Like, no, everyone's like, what? And like my friend in the background just dying laughing. He's like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The teacher's like, no, yes, you have to do work. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like, you have to do work. I'm like, he's a, he was an Asian guy and he, he didn't understand it at all. And I was like, oh, I mean, is this, yeah. is this for real? Or like, what is it? But no, shoot. I like shoot. This is shoot. We shoot not mm-hmm. each other. Uh-huh. But if I had to pick one, that I use it most probably just Mark. Quit being a Mark. You're a Mark. Right. Such a Mark. Such a Mark, bro. I like that. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I'll tell my wife. Well, and I've, I think I've told this on here before, mm-hmm. but we'll be watching a movie. Yeah. When you watch a movie, you try to guess what's going on. Yeah. A character will come in and be like, oh, this guy's going to be the heel. Yeah. And she's always heel. like, what? Would you say? I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, bad course, guy. Yeah, Sorry. Of course yeah. he has two heels. What do you mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess gimmick will be like, what, dude? What's your what's gimmick? gimmick? What's the yeah, gimmick for the night? What's, gimmick what's, the, gimmick for the, what's night, the gimmick for the night, boys? That's. And yes. I have my friends that don't even watch wrestling will be like, all right, what's the gimmick? And I'm just like, yeah. yes. Yes, yeah. Yes. That is that is a, a big accomplishment yeah. when a non-wrestling fan, because yeah. you just beat them down with wrestling terminology, yeah. they, they end up saying it yeah. back to yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. just the click, like just oh. saying click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, yeah. and having explained to them, like, why do you like say the click and what? Like, and like, well, like, there's a group of these guys who kind of like ran <laughs> yeah. the show, yeah. like, like behind the scenes and it's just and like, they're just like yeah cool story bro and they went by the click <laughs> yeah. So oh, cool. like, yeah one of my really really good friends is he's like not a wrestling fan at all doesn't know anything mm-hmm. we went to Denver we got booked in Denver and he lived in he's in uh, the military so he lives in uh, Colorado Springs so we mm-hmm. stayed with him and he just I was like come with me to the show you know hang out with me in the back right because I've always heard from my guys like when you go you know out of town always bring somebody to you know watch your bag mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just to be there with you so we came and he got kind of a, his first real experience in pro wrestling at all. Like, he doesn't watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, you know, completely doesn't know anything about it. Was us going to Denver and working. And it was really cool just to see his reaction to everything and just mm-hmm. kind of be like, see how it all really works. How it yeah. all really, like, goes yeah. down in the back. Yeah. And you have to, you yeah. know what I mean? The promoter wants you to do this. You have to do it out there, you know, and just how it was. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. so it was cool. And he was kind of like, he didn't really... <coughs> um, he didn't really take it seriously until he saw it. Yeah, and, and he was, was like, wow. And it was kind of like he not – I mean, he always respects us, but it was more – I feel like he gained more respect for, mm-hmm. like, what we did yeah. mm-hmm. and seeing us go out there and, you know, we had a really good match. Like a, It was like a 28-minute match. And, Jeez. Um, awesome. We got, like – they, like, they gave – we, like oh, – by the way, this is a segue into his last question. I like the rub. Like, dude, he gave you a great mm-hmm. rub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, putting <laughs> yes. you over. Right. Putting you over. <laughs> That's a tough one. I really don't know. Yeah. My well, you, it's, it's all great. It's the all, great. Is all yeah. great. Yeah. If you get it, and like the right person says it to you, oh, like yeah. we were somewhere the other or like day. Like somebody followed through. They just took a bump, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was a wicked bump. <laughs> the other day, somebody was like, "What's your wrestling character?" And the guy was like, "It's a gimmick." Yeah. You ask him what their gimmick is, and I was like, "In totally random guy, yeah. like it wasn't <laughs> like oh, yeah. it That's wasn't like a wrestling now. show or yeah, like yeah. now." I was like, "Oh, I've picked out wrestling fans sometimes just by little slips of their language." I've been like, "Hey, you have." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they'll say yeah. something like gimmick or something like, can you hand me that gimmick over there? And I'm like, hey. Or, yeah. or you laugh what? hard and you're like, he popped really hard. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what? You, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Pop. yeah. And the more, yeah. Yeah, they pop. I'll be in class and like, oh, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to go cut a promo on this. Team. Like, you know right. what I mean? Or like, just stuff like that. But yeah. Back to the other story it was cool. Yeah. So I have my buddy who now, every other word is wrestling lingo, who does it just from being with us. Uh-huh. Make me mark. What's the gimmick tonight? That guy's a mark. That guy's a jobber. We're the click, you know. <laughs> yada, yada, we're yada. the click, we're the click, we're the click, we're the I click. Love it. Throw it up, throw it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was cool for him to kind of like be like, see how the business just really, really go see from, how it is. Yeah, yeah, go from not knowing anything to go to be like he was backstage, he saw mm-hmm. us walk in, you know. Yeah, the, the, I think anything really in entertainment, you know, because 
my background is MMA, and I grew up watching every fight you could think of. Mm-hmm. And you know, I live with Anthony, yeah. so I'm watching ten to fifteen fights a day. And then when I got the opportunity to work backstage, yeah. and just to see like. Oh shit! Look at how much time it takes to put the cage up in the walkway. Oh, and yeah. the, you I know, had the same experience when 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 you booked me up with my first. Uh, I was announcing yeah. first show he's doing, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" Right. I didn't realize all this goes into yeah. it. Yeah, right. and I remember we did a we did a Titan show on a Saturday, but on a Friday night, the night before at Memorial Hall in Kansas City, TNA came in. And I got to literally, because they have their own crew. They didn't yeah. need our help at all, yeah. but we were a part of the venue, so we had to make sure. Joe just wanted to make sure no one was going to steal any of our yeah. stuff. So I just like sat in the bleachers and I watched them put the ring together. And then, you know, Bubba, uh, bu- 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 but Bully Ray, Bully Ray's getting in the ring and he's running the ropes. And then I remember um, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode was doing some stuff. And again, I'm just in the, in the, Stands. No one's there. So, yeah, just yeah. observing and just watching them. Just like, they just see some random dude clapping all of a sudden. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. Fuck's that yeah, kid doing exactly, that? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just so cool. Now I wasn't a part of their meetings, obviously, yeah, sure, right. but like just that part of it was just amazing. And you know, I've been yeah. watching wrestling since I was two, so yeah. it was. Yeah, I can only imagine for that guy that's never even seen yeah. it before. That's how it was. Cause we were, you know, we take our bookings very, very seriously. Like we show up really early and just, you mm-hmm. know, kind of hang out and meet everybody, and you know help it up the ring if need be and we went there really early and it was just like a big old bar it was really sick it was like the, the promotion is called primo's hardcore wrestling mm-hmm. and uh they do it in colorado springs or no it's in denver, denver. downtown denver yeah. and it's just a sick venue it's like a two-story bar so like there's people on the ground and there's people like above the ring on like a it's like a right double decker thing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sick so much fun and the fans are really into it and just like heel heavy crowd and they're mm-hmm. like the promoter like this is a heel heavy crowd so mm-hmm. just you know, just know mm-hmm. you blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. That shit ain't gonna fly out here. Well, that was a quick question I had too. You guys go in so far as baby faces? Are you guys the baby faces yeah. typically? Yeah, yeah we worked face. one semi heel match where it was kinda, like, it was, well, was like be face, but just be like a cocky face. Yeah. I was like, we can do that. Yeah, right. it was yeah. fun. It was fun, but we're it's usually always the baby always face. face. Yeah, right. and I'm okay with that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't mind working heel, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not an idiot. I know our move set caters to hair. That's our, what, our move set caters yeah. to face. Stuff. I was yeah, gonna say yeah. that your look and the move set. Yeah. Yeah. When you do that backflip to the back, it's hard mm-hmm. to go like boo because it was like that was fucking cool. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. well, I can give it time. I mean, you know, right. you got a lengthy career ahead of mm-hmm. you. I'm yeah. pretty sure here. So let's get into this fifth question now. This okay. is a uh, it's more of a thought experiment. Okay, okay. we're gonna book you. All right. right now, we're all a creative team. I'm gonna book you for your main event spot at Mania. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you over the top. Handicap match with T Mac or a handicap right. storyline. How about that? Yeah, story. Yeah, yes. What's the storyline? What All gets right. us there? Mm. Book in the main event at WrestleMania. Yep. How, do, how do we get uh-huh. there? Yeah, how do we get he's there? He's a worker. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. yeah. He's T Mac. I'm anything you want. Yeah, I, he's I, anything. Yeah, he I, can be T Mac right now, or yeah, he can be uh, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler said, "I re- I remember Dolph Ziggler said I was Iron Sheik's nephew." Yep. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins said I was a waiter at Applebee's, and yeah, they, they just beat my ass and just brought me to the <laughs> arena. <laughs> so oh, we've, yeah. had, we've had all of it. So whatever, mm-hmm. however you wow. want to work. This is going to be interesting because it's two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had a two on one. Yeah, two on one is good. Well, first I would obviously have to build up the twin versus twin gimmick. So, I would. Oh, that's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, uh-huh. I would do it to where, to me, obviously in my head, I'd, I'd make it be like, obviously have us get over as tag team for a while, sure. for a long yeah. time, uh-huh. 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 long you know, time, long yeah, yeah. time, like like years. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yep. Yep. 
finally, you know, something happens. We lose the straps. It's that standoff. One of us waffles along with the chair or what have you. The big, oh, mm-hmm. he turned on his brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. Who would turn? I think I would turn. You would be the heel. <laughs> I like <laughs> I like how Sterling pointed at Logan. Logan was like, yeah, I would, I would yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit more of the dick of the, of the two of us. So somebody okay. asked me to right. naturally heal. So I'll, I'll be the, I'll be the heel. Uh, I have Logan turn. Okay, obviously, um, put me out, big time. Okay, like sell the leg or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. Like he's gigging. Yeah. If I'm putting him out. Yeah, okay. like I'm right. gigging. Like, like, like this it. is this is this is down the road when Vince allows the mm-hmm, some some more. Yeah. So it's like uh-huh. wow, like a real legit. Maybe like, this is when Trips is in charge. Yeah. And yeah. I would yeah. make it be like I would I would like I would like. Make it, I would gimmick it to, to where it was like in Kansas City at the Sprint Center. Okay. The Regal Twins, uh-huh. tag team champions, uh-huh. like in front of our family and hometown crowd. Uh-huh. Like we lose the belts. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Logan hits me with a chair. Like I gig, you know, like Eddie Guerrero, Judgment Day, 05. Uh-huh. Yeah, just like, yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, obviously not that much, but yeah. Get some color, you know. Get okay. some color. Get some heat, really big heat on Logan. I'd get heat. Uh, uh, yeah, then I'd build Logan as a champ, give him the strap, you know. Okay. Forget about me. All right. Uh, T-Mac in huh? I'm getting there. <laughs> Just let me relax. I'm getting there. I have an idea if you don't say it, but I think you're going to say it. Oh. I don't know. I, I mean, and then obviously I'll build up, build up. Uh, Logan's a champ. T-Mac gets over at the Royal Rumble. Ooh. Okay, yes. Oh, I like that. Worst right. Royal Rumble ever. No, I was best Royal Rumble ever. Best Royal Rumble ever. Best Royal Rumble ever. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I want to say mine. Okay, okay, so all right, then it's, all right. it's, it's Logan versus T-Mac okay. building up, and then uh, I make the big comeback. Ooh, and, uh, I like this. It would be a face. It would have to be a face. It would have to be a face. Uh, base. So we're going triple threat more style mm-hmm. than a... No. Oh, it's a handicap. Oh, I was oh, going no, triple threat. No, it can be whatever. Anything you want. Okay, anything, okay. Yeah, anything, anything, anything you want. You want. That's oh, anything I, you want. Yeah. This is why um, I'm just making sure we're yeah. on the same page. I'm uh, right. uh, so, yeah, and then I'd be like the babyface GM, whatever. would be like, you know, yeah. mystery, mystery guy. It's me. It's I not a mystery if you if you won, won the rumble. Well, no, no it'd, it'd be me, me and you. It'd be me and the mystery guy. You're preparing for this one-on-one against, obviously, a dastardly heel team act. And then... But like I would like sell it like kind of like how like Austin whenever no who was it no it was Sandman when he got hit in the eye mm-hmm. at the old ECW like he yeah. didn't leave his house mm-hmm. like I would like be like make it shoot like yeah mm-hmm. like he's for real hurt yeah. come back make the big save and then T Mac gets over at WrestleMania on us takes on the gold oh yes. T Mac with the gold I like that goes over I like that yes there you go I think that's the first one that I go over oh who somebody put you over I think Martin put me over and I think. Who else? Did Big E let you go I over? I think Big E let me go over, too. No, Big E, uh, I stole his girlfriend, and then he kicked my ass. Dolph let you win, but then uh, zigzags you at the right, end. Right, yeah. I would, I yeah. Would, this is how it would be. It would be like, we'd be working yada, 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 and then it would be the big stain off the end, mm-hmm. and then like it would give, It would. Here, here's my idea. It would give, um, the way it would be, it would be like, I would have it to where like, Somebody, one of us gets dropped at the very beginning, like that one match when when uh, Sean super kicks HB, or uh, Triple H right at the very beginning. Yeah. They're doing the DX and right. the reunion yep. thing. Yeah. Something happened to where like he attacks me on the entrance and I'm out mm. the whole match. You guys go for about twenty twenty five. 
I finally crawl back in. You're, the crowd's finally getting that like, twin versus mm-hmm, twin. Mm-hmm. T-Mac comes in, boom, boom, schoolboy, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. T-Mac nice. takes it. and then Roll up. And then T-Mac's a <laughs> champ. We build, build, you know, twin versus twin, pay-per-view, make the money. Got to make the You know, money. when, um, when uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose were in here, and they said they were just going to, like, destroy T-Mac, just drag him down the street and beat him in the middle of the ring. Uh, T-Mac said, man, this is the first time that, like, you know, I didn't they get didn't, anything. They didn't get anything. He's like, you know, Dolph and Big E, you know, they at least let me go. And they were like, wait, what? They yeah. were like, Dolph and Big E let you win a yeah. match? Yeah, they're, they were like, they're, they're chumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys are, you so guys are Logan, being awfully what, nice. What was your, yeah, what was your idea? My idea was along the same lines as his, but more or less be money in the bank. Money in the bank. All twins are in the money in the bank. Ooh, okay. That's good. T-Max, the champ. Mm-hmm. T-Mac T-Mac has a strap T-Mac has a strap I like this yes. This is like WCW 2000 <laughs> T-Mac's the champ You're like You're like a You're like a, you're a You come in like Lesnar So you're, you're mm. not Yes oh, Even wow. better Yes So you're a part time worker wow. right. Does he have oh, a dick on his I'm chest a, too? No 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 I'm a part time oh, worker Okay, okay right. gotcha, gotcha But he still worker. has a dick on his chest right? Calm down <laughs> Part time worker But you're over Your money mm-hmm. Okay yeah Your headline mania I can easily see that <laughs> Money in the bank happens. <laughs> okay, yeah, like this isn't like Jay Leno, like Hogwarts. Right, right. This is like yeah. you headlining. This is right, yeah. Yeah. This is like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Money in the bank. Two twins are in it. We're still together. Okay. We work Tag together. Team. Yep. Yep. Work together. Brothers. Work together. Ends up. Match ends up. We were both climbing up at the same time. Right. Mm. It's like what's gonna happen? Stare down at the top of the ladder. Right. Yeah. Sterling grabs money in the bank. Okay. I let him grab money in the bank. You let him take so it. So it's like, yeah, big celebration, you know. This is in Kansas City, Missouri, by the way, Sprint. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how we're huge, dictating, like, time, place. Yeah, yeah, he I gets like a strap. It's a huge, like, oh, you know, family kind of the audience, you know. Then that's when I take him down. Oh, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Blast him with the briefcase. Blast him. Blast him. We have the same DNA. We're identical twins. This is my briefcase, too. Ooh, this is my briefcase now. Nice. Knock him out of action. Nice. Wow. Done That's deal. a real good idea. T-Mac, yeah, yeah. I'm coming Look. for your Mania. Right. Mania comes around. He's hurt. Playing the whole Sandman eye gimmick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, shoot yeah. hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it wasn't work, but like, he actually got hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, I don't know how you're going to get that over on the dirt. Like you busted his eardrum would, yeah. with the... With the yeah. There'd have to be something. blood. There'd have to be color involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're doing it. We're working it. I beat T-Mac at Mania. Sorry. Yeah. That's believable. Good 30-minute match. I win, you know. But all of a sudden, he comes out, cashes in, cashes his money in the bank. I like that. That's a that's a good one. That's a good swerve. That's like some Vince Russo swerve. Like that. Yeah, Yeah. Russo inspired. (laughs) Was it on a pole? Because then, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we're good. There's pinatas on the pole involved. In (laughs) In cages, cages, people in cages. But yeah. That'd be, that's a good that's a good that idea good. both of them were very that good I like that yeah. go yeah. with either one yes yeah. I like that it's, it's like awesome. finally watching all these matches are paying off like mm-hmm. my, right. my ideas are finally coming to fruition <laughs> right I like but. it better when T-Mac loses yeah you know? he always I mean, gets I always off love, yeah, 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 yeah but what yeah. a great supporter of mine right over here the co-host fuck that guy no I like it when he gets a win once in a while it's nice to see the underdog I honestly I see like T-Mac if he'd be working as a character I'd see him like as like a uh I would give him like obviously MMA background. Mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. give him like a finishing, like a submission, mm. and like build it up to where like no one can. can Almost like a Ken Shamrock. Yeah. So yeah. not the I, Kansas City Con punt. No. Just like the, I saw something somewhere, and it was like it was when they fired. It was like oh, I forgot who it was. Somebody from TNA, and it was like 
this is what I would have done if I was working for TNA. I forgot who it was. Somebody who worked for TNA now or used to work for TNA. Mm-hmm. And it was when Daniel Bryan got fired the first time from NXT for choking the guy out with his mm-hmm. tie. Right, yeah. And he was like in that weird limbo. He was like, if I was working at TNA, I would have got Daniel Bryan and put him. Uh, they pretty much the same thing I just said. They would give him like a submission move, you mm-hmm. know, that no one, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Build him up against a huge monster and have even the monster tap, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Yeah, that would have Daniel Bryan and TNA during that time period would have been amazing because you still had AJ and yeah. Joe and all those guys. Yeah, definitely all those guys that could work. It was like I forgot who it was, but they were saying how they were they wish they would have got at the time because Heyman didn't work for WWE anymore either. Yeah, that was when uh, Lesnar was still in the UFC, mm-hmm. and I think during that same time period is when. I want to say I don't know if it was a shoot or not, but I want to say uh, they offered Heyman like basically TNA, but Dixie was yeah, still going to be there like to yeah. run it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and he was like, "Look, I ain't working for her. Like, no offense to her, yeah. but if I'm going to do it, it's going to be me again." So yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right. Well, so the Regal twins, what uh, is there? Things? Some you got to plug something? You got some yeah, Twitter well, accounts? We, some YouTube things? How can what, we what can people book you? How can we get in contact with you? All that fun. How can stuff. people find well, your stuff? Big, big Instagram marks over here. Okay, Instagram. Follow me on Instagrammers. What's the Instagram? Follow us on Instagram. Mine, Sterling, is s.regal. It's terrible. I need to get a new Instagram handle. Wow, I'm embarrassed almost. Um, It's s.regal, spelled out. So S-D-O-T-R-I-E-G-E-L. And that's the one Colin Miss conception is they think it's William um, Regal like yeah. R-E-G-A-L or mm-hmm. R-E-I it's R-I-E-G-E-L mm-hmm. yeah and mine's just low Regal L-O-R-I-E-G-E-L those Perfect. are our Instagrams follow me follow me I need more followers yeah I need um, more followers I want to be Instagram famous be. and when they're on Tough Enough you can vote for them on the mm-hmm. Tough Enough app hey and you know yes <laughs> um, 100% uh, yeah we do the Instagram thing um, I post a lot of stuff on there uh, we also our Facebook Facebook is Facebook which I'm kind of shooting myself yeah, in the foot Facebook because worked us big time. yeah we uh we had a Facebook account we made just to get in contact with promoters and <coughs> literally just to message local indie yeah. promoters to uh-huh. say where can I train at mm-hmm. right, before we I even started you. I got like you, we okay. made like a uh, like we didn't even have a profile picture a Regal Twin Facebook um or account a profile picture and a profile picture uh was both of us and we just messaged. Literally every gotcha, right? Like, okay. Where can we get trained? Are there any schools in the area? Blah blah blah. And uh, so we had that made, and um, from there, uh, from there, we uh, we started with the because uh, we had to have a Facebook for wrestling school because they keep in contact with us through sure. Facebook, right? And um, they started tagging us in pictures and whatnot, and yada yada yada. Then we had our first match, and then we kind of not blew up per se, but like we kind of got you know more exposure and people started adding us and, and following us and so we don't have like a fan page sure, yet right. it's yeah, like yeah. still like yeah. a work page uh-huh, so right. and before we had it as just Regal Twins Regal Space Twins but then Facebook came and was like you, you have to have a real name yeah, yeah. so then we jobbed the Facebook yeah and I was like do I want to make a athletes page and lose all my friends like all my stuff on here right. or do I just want to keep this one as my like athlete page but it's really like just a normal Facebook like a normal person and we figured like we're like we're not that famous yet, so we might as well keep this one, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. But our Facebook is Logan Space Sterling, and then Regal Twins is one word: R E G E L T W I N S. Just kind of slammed it together. If there. you want to like book, book us, message us on Facebook or just email me at Logan Rockwell. That's L O G A N R O C K W E L L at iCloud.com. And 
My Twitter handle he has is. has a Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. My Twitter handle. handle is the same as my Instagram, s.regal. Okay, okay. So are you guys uh, booked anywhere? Is, it, is any shows coming up where somebody can go check you out, or what are you? Um, We have a few kind of lined up. Me. Um, Basically, we don't really know where we're going to. Don't know where you're at yet. Okay. We don't know where we're going to be living. Oh. Yeah. So. Aha. Uh-huh. So we've kind of been. In limbo. Not taking a break, but like people are hitting us about uh, hitting us ab- about bookings. So kind of like, if yeah, we yeah. next month, if we are still in the area, living in the area, we will be working. We have about three shows. We have one in Holton, Kansas. Yeah. Great Plains Wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, still up in the air though. Still basically, yeah. it's kind of like we've a bunch of promoters been hitting us up, and it's kind of like I feel really bad. I'm like I love to work the show, but I don't know. Where I'm gonna be at, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to tell you yes. So you got a bunch yeah. of maybes out exactly. there. Exactly, right got a bunch now, of yeah. maybes. So, well, um, if, if you ever get you know something yeah. solid, let us know. We can yeah, let people know out sure. there. Obviously, sure, we got, yeah. and we got listeners all over. So yeah. you know, if you're even if you're out in Arizona or something, yeah, let us know. You know, East Coast, we West Coast, in, we or if you're in Florida, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, hopefully, huh? Hopefully, but yeah, we work. You know, we work everywhere. You want to book us? Get in contact us. We travel. Yeah. And these guys are great. Let me. I'm going to tell you a really quick story okay. about, about yeah. these guys. Story time with T-Mac. Real, just real quick, yeah. because the way I got in contact with you guys <laughs> is through my roommate, Anthony mm-hmm. Gutierrez. And he told me, got these two guys, they're brothers, they really want to be wrestlers, you know. And, and not to be jaded, but yeah, uh, be, sure, yeah. everyone wants to right. be wrestlers, right? Course, yeah. Yeah. And I remember meeting you guys, and I can't remember the show. I don't know if it was a Metro Pro show or or the show in Independence. One of these shows, though, was the first time I met you guys. And I was like, hey, man, you guys like enjoy the show? And you and I remember this almost like it was yesterday. And you guys were like, yeah, you know, we're here just hanging out. I was like, cool, like, who are you here to see? He's like, well, and you guys, I forget, you know, obviously which one told me, but you guys said, uh, well, we put up the ring just so that we could run around in there. Mm-hmm, and yes. so, like, we just put up the ring for him. Yeah. And I was like, you guys aren't wrestling? And you guys were like, well, we haven't yeah. trained yet. I'm like, so you guys are legitimately putting up the ring for promoters yeah. just so you can run around in it. And you guys were like, yeah, 100%. And that was when I like clicked for me. I'm like, well, these guys are legit. Like, right. this isn't yeah. just yeah. like a, oh, it'd be cool if I wrestled, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, yeah. once I once I met you guys, and then yeah. you guys told me, like, oh, did you see the ring 10 feet away from us? Yeah, we put that up yeah. just so that we could. And looking that, back at it now, like, I'm kicking myself because I'm like, why would I? Because obviously, like, did we get worked? I don't know. Probably <laughs> got yeah. worked. But basically, uh, some of the trainers at school give a shit for that. Like, right. why but, are you guys why would you I, do that? But no, I was like, I just listen, the, the guy I told me, the, the guy said, hey, you put the ring up, you guys can jump well, yeah. around it. And, and we were and like, that's what we'll I, be there. <laughs> right, and that's the part where it, it stood out to me is you guys loved the business or you guys loved the, the thought of becoming a pro wrestler that yeah. you would, I mean, I put together cages and it fucking sucks. I can yeah. only imagine a ring. Yeah. And you guys are, would do that. Yeah. just to be in there and I just thought that was the coolest thing so yeah. there's a little bragging on the <laughs> we regal were taking, yeah. we were taking just, we were doing suplexes just horribly the wrong way I'm sure all the workers were like who the fuck are these why'd you let these Martys in here <laughs> is now is now like going to any shows it's like all the workers will, will roll around the ring and just do whatever mm, yeah, yeah. sometimes they'll be like training kids or something you know and it's mm. like but most of the time like some of the guys will work out and roll around and work on spots and whatever they want to do mm-hmm. And I remember going there and just, dude, do it. Take a bump, take a bump. And just, mm-hmm. like, throwing ourselves on our head, doing it totally wrong. And I bet <laughs> yeah. people were just like, what are these guys doing? Yeah. Right. And people asked if we were workers. We were like, no. 
Or you should have put it with the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I should have gone with it. Like, yeah, I'm a worker. Right. What's up? Yeah, I remember texting my friend. This is even embarrassing. Yeah, I'm going over remember, you I in remember, the third match. God, that's so embarrassing. Like, and that was like, that was last summer. Yeah. That wasn't even a year ago. Right. Like, thinking back now, it's like, we were and such that's, marks. that's the crazy we thing now. We were such marks. We were such marks. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing now is like, thinking like, how far we've came since last summer, mm-hmm. literally from square one right. to where we are now. It's like, it's really, like the other day, somebody messaged me on Facebook, um, I'm not gonna say any names because mm. it's, it's like sure. the promotion still doesn't know. Right. It's like kind of in there where and like they kind of wanted to do like a surprise thing with us if we were to work the show. So yeah. um, sure, it was John Cena. He yeah, it was Cena. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, they, it was, it was a guy. It was a guy that messaged us and it was a guy that I watched as a kid who was a prime, prime, awesome. prime time heel. Uh-huh. I'll nice. tell you guys off air who it was. Yes. but uh, yes. uh, it was a prime time heel in the ruthless aggression era texting me and I was like messaging me on Facebook and I was like. This is wow. Yeah. It was one of those moments where it was like, moment. yeah. this is cool, mm-hmm. you know, hundred percent. As much as it was funny, one of the trainers, we, one of the guys you trained with, I told him that, and I was like, I feel like a mark for saying this. He's like, No, dude, you need to like keep like let that motivate you to be like, look how far you've come mm-hmm. from like. If you would told me a year ago this guy would be messaging me on Facebook to, to work a show, a show right. with him to pay me to wrestle, yeah. I would have told you get the hell out of here, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like having that moment where it's like kind of take a step back and be like, damn, right. it's, it's been really really cool for us and yeah. Hopefully it keeps on, keeps on keeping on. Oh, we plan it on it. Definitely seems like it will. We plan definitely on it. Seems like it. All right, good. Well, check them out, and uh, I, I have a feeling they're going to be uh, on your TV before too long. Yeah. So, I would bet so. So we'll we'll take a break here. We'll let these guys get here. I'm sure they've got more uh, training to do or mm-hmm. some some gimmick to plan. So <laughs> we're going to take a break, but we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to do some emails, which is uh, T Mac's favorite segment of the show. It is. But that's after the break. When we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and Russia and Japan haven't signed a peace to end World War II. <laughs> so they're still going at it. Yeah. <laughs> TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Are you depressed? Lonely? Feeling like the world is taking a greasy shit on your face? Well, you're right. Your life sucks. But I'm about to tell you how you can turn all of that around. You can instantly feel better about your life simply by reading Ugly As Hell, an autobiography by Lester Greystone. In Ugly As Hell, not only does Lester Greystone educate you on topics such as hyphenated names, house liquors, the end of the world, how to properly name a band, how chin remotes work, pre-destroyed pants, what it's like to be an actor, binge drinking, quitting your job, and single wide trailers. He also discusses intimate details about his life and childhood that will leave you with no possible way to ever feel bad about your life again. I mean, once you hear how Lester Greystone has lived, you'll feel like a member of the royal family by comparison. So go to Amazon.com and search for Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone and let Lester help you get out of the dumps so he can have more room in there for himself. That's Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone on Amazon.com. I like this song. T-Mac, it's time for the email. I like Gold Dust. I, I miss I miss original Gold Dust. Yeah, I know, but so I mean I miss shoulder surgery. Original Gold Dust right like my favorite Gold Dust is because I consider him the first attitude era 
wrestler. I really do. All right. Okay. 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 From his yeah, debut yeah, yeah. as Goldust, right before he broke up with Terry Reynolds or Marlena. Yeah. Because then when he did all that weird shit with uh, uh, fucking Weird Face, what was her name? Uh, Luna Vachon. Oh yeah, I hated that. And he was like doing S and M stuff, and yeah. he was like wearing like all that was stupid yeah, yeah. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that was too. Yeah, it was yeah. too out there. Yeah. But my favorite gold dust that little that like first gold right. Dust. Yeah, coming out feeling up on Razor Ramon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kissing Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Having yeah. that feud with uh, Triple H, which debuted China. Right. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fucking street fight that emulated or in, uh, emulated. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Didn't emulate, but it uh, it was poking fun at the OJ. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, right, 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 know, right, the WrestleMania right. match yes, with Piper. Yes, yes. fucking yeah. great shit. All right, he's great. That's not what we're here for. Is to talk about how great Goldust is. I mean, we can. We can if you write about it. And we did. Yeah, if you write about it. If you want to send an email to the show and have us read it on the air, do so. Table show at gmail.com. Pretty easy. Table show. My yeah. favorite segment. Mm-hmm. And we always kick that off with Kata. Woo! Motherfucking. Klitzmink. And he says, Hey, yo. Let's do this. What's up, Captain Skidmark and Big Twitty Trouble of Mac? It's Santa. So, payback is in the books, and I thought it was pretty good. Match of the night for me would be the tag title match with Sheamus versus Ziggler with a close second. This week, I want to talk Seth Rollins. Now, as curb stop is banned, it's not banned. Either way, Rollins can't use it. The first week, he used some lame DDT as a finisher, and I thought it sucked. As of late, however, he's been using Triple H's pedigree, and I, for one, am a big fan of it. Mm -hmm. I'd be fine if he continued using it as a finisher full-time or until he can use the curb stop again Mm -hmm. after the concussion lawsuit. It's a nice little tribute to Triple H and would be a reminder, a point in time where we can look back years from now if he's still using it as a pivotal, a pivotal, excuse me, pivotal geez, point in his career that launched him to the big time, his time in the authority. As for Owens on Raw with Cena, holy fucking shit, surreal. I put it in a tweet the table. When Cena first did the open challenges, I wanted Owens to come down and pin him clean for the title. But what went down instead was so much better. Build the match, anticipate it, and now we are getting it at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. I thought the whole thing was so perfect from the way Owens first said hello, John, to the piece of veteran advice Cena would try and give to Owens, only for Owens to throw it back in his face, saying he's been wrestling longer than him, and they topped it off beautifully with Owens stomping on the U.S. title and raising his NXT title, bringing on Elimination Chamber. With that match, along with the first ever tag title chamber match, the vacant IC title chamber match, and Ambrose versus Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, this pay-per-view looks like a goddamn WrestleMania next to the payback pay-per-view we just had. Anyways, thanks for another great show last week, which I got to listen to on my cruise last week while sipping on my tequila sunrise. Come on. Even if it was only one hour and nine minutes long. Santa! Out. Out. Well, this makes up for it. Uh... Okay, we were talking about Kevin Owens. What was before Kevin Owens? I already forgot. Uh, oh, Seth Rollins and the uh, Authority. Oh, here's uh, what, and the pedigree. Right, right. Here's what I think would be perfect. If I'm writing this, and you know my writing's amazing, so just listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
here's what I go yeah go get his bags okay I will. yeah uh here's what I think would be perfect for no they're get, they gotta go get your bags right yeah great. yeah go get my fucking I bags. mean you're still the Marty but yeah but I got bags so mm. you gotta get them uh here's Seth what I, Rollins. I think it would be fucking perfect for Seth Rollins is keep using the pedigree yes as the protege for Triple H yes eventually this shit has to end though right yeah yeah eventually yeah, yeah. you know how it ends uh Pedigree's Triple H. No. Triple H pedigree's him? No. What? Seth Rollins curb stomps Triple H. That's how you bring it back. What if you use the pedigree as a setup move? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like curb stomp. Right, that's what I'm saying. He tries the pedigree, spins out, kicks him in the stomach, drops him to his leg, and then everyone goes, oh, oh shit, and then whack him! Gets it. Curb they were bringing stomp. it back. And how? Can, what better way can you bring back the curb stomp than curb stomp your mentor? Mentor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I and, think it'd be and perfect. C-O-O. Right. And the biggest dog in the yard. Biggest dog in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think <laughs> it'd be perfect. <laughs> perfect. Titus O'Neil in here. Uh, Kevin Owens. Owens, man. Whoa. Okay. Here's where, and I loved it. I loved it. I marked out to where Anthony he had a long day of training, went to bed during Raw. It woke him up because I, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, he's like, and he's like, well, he's like, what? Oh, cool. And then he didn't care. You know, because <laughs> he was tired. But um, so I loved it. Here's where I loved it more than maybe in a different way than others. I didn't honestly. Let me let me stop and rephrase what I'm saying, because I don't want to hit idiot or fuck you. Um I thought Kevin Owens coming out was great. Yes. What I was most impressed with was John Cena during that time. Really? Here's why. Name a top guy in any era. Attitude, aggression, uh, golden era, whatever they call it, you know, rock and wrestling. Name any top guy because Cena's still a top guy. Right. That would do that for someone yeah, on their debut. Oh, oh, I know. The closest you debut, have, yeah. the closest that I have that I can think of off the top of my head was Kurt Angle for John Cena. Yeah. And again, remember. Flair? You think Flair? I can't remember what Flair was Sting yeah, in 88. To, to, to get laid out and being stand over right. in a Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. On a debut. The only thing I can think Rock of. Rock and Jericho did that verbal showdown, but, but who won? won. Yeah, yeah. Who won? Yeah. Rock did, yeah, though. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter what your name yeah, is. Yep, 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 yep. The only thing I could think of that would come close, and they've made it more iconic moment than what this was, was when John Cena debuted and Kurt Angle yeah, did yeah, the match, yeah. but Kurt Angle won. Right. So credit to John Cena for getting over his wrestling Bret Hart ego. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. Yeah, it wouldn't be best for business when you job to this guy. Maybe. Maybe. maybe well, but Razor was never the top guy. I was thinking one, two, three, kid when he beat Razor Ramon. Yeah, but that was a big put over. That here. was a huge put. But Razor was not the number one no, guy. No, 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 not even close. Uh-uh. Cena's the number one guy. He still. was an IC level guy. Right. Yeah. So I was most impressed, which with, is what Cena's at now. But he Cena was, was fifteen times. Yeah yeah, 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 fifteen time and yeah, yeah. all time great. Everyone knows who he is. Right. But I was most impressed yeah. with Cena. And oh, I love the entire thing. Both what, of them. Well, I hated, I hated that fucking American promo. Well, sure, but I mean, I love. But once he debuted, the showdown. Oh right? yeah, yeah, once yeah, he yeah. showed out. Yeah. yeah, I loved how Cena came back with the. All right, 
You don't want a veteran advice? Yeah, call Here's a warning, warning then, yeah, yeah, yeah. bitch. Like, just quick, like, all right, fuck, I get what you're, okay, whatever. Oh, cool. I know. Yeah, you know so much more than me because yeah, you did yeah. 15 more shows in yeah. a high school gymnasium. And that's good because that scene is probably real personality. Like, he'd come back at you like, oh, great, who gives a shit? Look, then fine. Right, I'm yeah. Fucking warning oh, cool, you. you did four years in Mexico yeah. on the indie scene? Guess what? I did three WrestleManias. Suck yeah, a dick. Yeah. I did uh, one. I did an hour with fucking Shawn Michaels. Did you yeah. ever do that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could say that shit. Oh, I liked it all. And I but did, I loved it all. I even liked that Kevin Owens was like, like you, you know who I am and, and anybody out here. And, and really he stopped. My, yeah. I thought Stomp the title was that was the well, I was like whoa yeah one because he's Canadian so I thought yeah, that was cool uh-huh. you know what I mean yeah. so I was like fuck America which he probably maybe thinks All I don't right, know yeah, yeah. and two we got a match a match so what does that happen elimination chamber but what does that happen on Wednesday yeah is he gonna drop the title does Cena cost him the title does, I thought yeah Cena's in the crowd maybe maybe Owens is worried about Cena or just facing off and Sami Zayn gets the move and but you know what I mean oh like, you could easily have Kevin Owens do that powerbomb to Sami Zayn mm-hmm. Cena's music just hits mm-hmm. Kevin Owens gets ready yeah Sami, Sami Zayn. Zayn recovers schoolboys yep. bop bop we'll see huh gotta watch when is that tomorrow night Wednesday tomorrow night Wednesday. tomorrow night Wednesday night alright mm-hmm. I'm excited me too great email Canada. Kata, Kata, you are Sata. That's right. You are, you're just awesome, man. I mean, you warm my heart every time yeah. you. And I'm glad you got to, a, show. to go on a cruise, man. That had to be fun. I went on a pirate cruise. Did I tell you? That? Yes, I saw the photos of that. I hate you too. <laughs> I went on a pirate cruise. Let me tell you this quick oh, story. Geez. I went on a pirate cruise because when I went down there, uh, my friend Brad, it was his son's eighth birthday, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. I think it's eight. Okay, eighth birthday party. And ever since they moved to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Their football team is the Buccaneers. They became he became a big fan of Buccaneers, Pirates, yar, all that shit, right? Gotcha. So he goes, Brad goes to me, he goes, Look, I know you're on vacation. Caden really wants to go on this pirate cruise. Maybe not be the coolest thing for you. Do you want to go? You can go hang out with your brother if you don't want to. It's no big deal. I was like, nah, fuck it. Fuck yeah, it's go a on a pirate cruise. cruise. Why not? Absolutely. So here's where the coolest part happened. It's thirty dollars, which eh, whatever. Pay the thirty dollars. I take one step on this fucking ship. This little pirate ship, it's a big-ass pirate ship. St- take one step on it, they go, uh, it's unlimited free alcohol. I said, oh, you don't say. Oh, God. Two and a half hours on a pirate unlimited cruise. Unlimited free unlimited. alcohol. Here's the funniest thing I thought. I drank a shit ton. Yeah, I'm sure. Caden's into counting, like math. Okay, yeah. I wake up. We go to Hogan's Beach Shop afterwards, which I drank a lot more there, too. But uh, I wake up the next morning just fucking uh, feeling like death. Caden comes up to me. He goes, so you did 18. I said, I don't know what that means. He goes, on the pirate cruise, you had 18 blue drinks. <laughs> I was drinking Bud Light. Right. I had 18 beers. Nice. In two and a half in hours? two and a half hours. What is wrong you with me? You should be dead. I should. <laughs> oh, my God. I That's was why you're so the much. Marty. <laughs> oh, I, was, I met this family from London, mm-hmm. and I was just talking shit. Like, so the, the kids, I, the last thing I really remember from the cruise is they were doing musical chairs, and it was down to Caden from America, and then their little boy from London. Caden won. So my fucking dumbass, which I don't care about nationalism. You've heard this yeah, a million yeah. times. But I was like, America! America! <laughs> Sitting right next to his dad. That's so terrible. <laughs> All right, Tina, I, I hate no you. Art. I wish I could go on vacation. I need a vacation right now. But we're going to move on. Hey, by the way, we didn't say this. How awesome was that interview with the Regal Twins? It's always awesome. 
I mean, we do hey. great interviews, but they were great. Those guys are cool, man. They, and they're they're they determined. Go, they're going places, and they are going places, man. They're determined. They're they're man. They've got their heads on straight. They know what they've got a plan. They're playing it out. They're working it. You know what I felt like this interview was? Yeah, I felt like this interview is going to be like our interview that three years, four years down the line, we're going to be like we interviewed the Regal Twins. I'm not saying they're going to be on the level of the Usos. Sure. But what I'm saying is, if you look back at like Colt Cabana's podcast, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. He has an interview, like an episode with Pac. Right, yeah. You know yeah. who Pac is now? Yeah, yeah. It's Neville. Yeah, the real- Get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And I, and no, now Neville's not Cena, right. you course, know what I mean? Right, but, no, but yeah, yeah. But I feel like these fucking guys, the kids, they're 23 yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. But there's some awesome are dudes. Are going to fucking go places. Oh, they're going to go crazy, man. They are awesome. And yeah, check for them when they're in your area soon. And I got to think they will be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We will move on in the emails to Katie, the first lady. Boys, how'd you like payback? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll let you know more next yeah, week. I thought it was yeah. damn good. Yeah. I thought overall it was a great show with a lot better matches than expected. No time to rest as Elimination Chamber is right around the corner with having a tag and Intercontinental title matches set to happen, which will be fun. What other matches do you think will be happening? Other thoughts? Totally predicted Shield triple powerbomb. Called it. Totally. Yeah, I think everybody did. Rusev officially dumps Lana and she hooks up with Ziggler. Owens kills Cena. And we'll be getting a match, enough said. So for May, has been a really good month for Raw and the network. Wouldn't you agree? 100%. The next couple of weeks looks to be great. Can't wait. Talk to you guys next week. Later, Katie. The first. Lady. Uh, did you see the Ziggler-Lana segment? Yes. Did it seem like Rusev missed his spot? I didn't catch when he... So, so Lana kisses him. I saw him. her kissing him and everything. And I so was, wait a minute. Yeah. So Lana kisses him. Yeah. Ziggler does the whole, okay, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, because he looks around. And then she around, kissed again. Yeah. And then she kissed again. Yeah, maybe music couldn't hit or something. And they it didn't it felt like Rusev missed a spot. Yeah, or something happened. Yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. like uh, WrestleMania, what was it, nine? Yeah, because even he was like, all right, where's yeah, he? Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah, 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 he's like, okay, come they on. They stalled. Yeah, 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 they totally stalled. And yeah, because why would they kiss twice? Right. You don't need to do that. That's a waste They would of time. make out if they're just going to keep kissing. Yeah. Or it was one of those where they're like, shit, we're ahead. You right. Need to, you need to go out and make this two minutes longer. But it felt like, remember, Remember when Papa Shango came out late uh, in WrestleMania when it was Sid and Hogan? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It felt like that a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah, yeah. hey, Rusev. 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 Yo. Rusev. Yo. Hey. Yo. You don't need shoes, so just go. Rus. Huh? <laughs> 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 well, no, he was way too busy running around the backstage going crazy. Right. That finally nuts. JBL had to call back and say, oh, Somebody stop Rusev. <laughs> God. <laughs> and get him back out into the ring. Oh, I love All right. that. Um, yeah. Oh, May's been great, but again, it's that free month network. Oh, and the, and the yeah. tag thing, the tag, how the fuck are they going to do that? What? Put they two guys? Oh, yeah, I know, they they know. Yeah, I know. There's going to be two guys in each pod. The, two tag teams are going to start. Are they going to cuddle in that pod? It's uh, not fucking that big. enough room. Yeah, yeah, there was enough room. And you, again, because I think my booking is better than theirs. Yeah. Take out Lo- Los Matadors or whatever yeah, and put in Harper and Rowan. Harper and Rowan would have been better. I pre- We predicted uh, uh, on Dustin's show over there. Jesus, man. Um, uh, it was a good show. You should listen oh, to cool. it. Oh, cool. I won't. Yeah, you should listen to two yeah. great podcast hosts. Oh, yeah. Break yeah, down yeah. the radio. No, no. Um, we broke it down and, and we included, I said, here's what's going to happen because we determined, man, that is 10 decisions that have to happen at, at, you know what I mean? If everybody's, if it's a single elimination thing, you know, 
Like, if one guy gets eliminated, is the other guy still in there with chance to win? No, they're both gone. You think they're both gone? Yeah, fuck that yeah. That makes more sense. Because we thought if it's that way, then you're going to have the um, man, the macho man down, Curtis Axel in there. And I said they would be the first team out of the pods because they'd be whipping pod out. And then they'd be the first out. And that's your easy. Mm-hmm. So we do this match isn't eight hours long. But it makes a little more sense if maybe. Yeah, yeah once one's gone, gone they're both gone. gone. Yeah. yeah, of course. Okay. That would right. be way too hard. Um, but, yeah, put in Harper and Rowan instead of Los Matadors. Send Los Matadors back to the Indies. Have them take yeah. on the Regal Twins. Loser yeah, has to fucking... because you've got Lucha Dragons and Los Matadors, and you put both cliche Mexican tag teams you have in. Right. That's really weird. Katie! I hope they have, like, a, a Mexican cliche, like, battle. Yeah. If they're the first two teams to start. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do they just do the most racist like whoever Mexican does the shit? hat dance first. Loses. Right, yeah. Yeah, like... one <laughs> hour wins. Yeah, yeah. like they, they lock up, and then they start, like, going into the corner, and then they go to the other corner, and then all of a sudden a pinata drops down. They start you know, beating they start that Start pinata, yeah. you know? One of them runs out on some burrows. Right. A, a John Deere somehow appears, and they yeah, start yeah. jumping on it to, like, mow they the... They arrive <laughs> in the back of a pickup truck from a Home Depot. <laughs> right. Just the worst cliches you can think of, Right. <laughs> Just the most terrible. They throw burritos at each other. Yeah, and they got Rosa Mendez in the back smelling like cigarettes. All right, let's go on to Katie. First of all, is awesome. Glad to have you rocking and rolling on our show. Katie, you're awesome. Here's a, a returning email. Oh, uh, I'm happy for that. What's up, guys? Hey, friend. It's your friendly neighborhood truck driver, Big Josh, the Rebel Trucker, here to drop another load of wrestling goodness for you to swallow, because we all know you love swallowing. Katie, I'm sorry. I'm not even taking that as an insult. I'm just we glad you're Katie, back. We got Katie, I'm sorry, for 95. Yes. For the second straight pay-per-view, I found myself very disappointed with the outcome of the WWE product. I'm really getting tired of Interesting. what... Interesting. Uh-huh, I'm really getting tired of what creative is doing with Damian Sandow, and the constant interference in the main event is making WWE events look like a really bad addition of TNA Impact. Ooh. It's really making me question my fanhood in wrestling when everything ends up being a consistent letdown. Yes, Payback had a few solid moments, like Ziggler bleeding like a stuck hog, the Xavier Woods wanting to bring back the Freebird rule, and God damn, damn, Nikki Bella seems to get hotter each time I see her, but for God's sake, stop with all the damn outside interference in the main event. It's really getting old. As always, Captain, stay fucking awesome, and T-Mac, stay doing whatever it is you do. This has been Big Josh the Rebel Trucker. Trucker, gone. Thanks for helping my ego. <laughs> um, I think you say, hey, stay awesome, doing whatever you do. He didn't say stay awesome. Oh, yeah, stay doing whatever yeah, it is yeah. you do. Yeah, just keep it up. Yeah. Just so, maintain the course, teammate. So, yeah. <laughs> so here's somebody not liking the product as much. Most people have seen to been pretty positive about well, it. Well, I, I think, yeah, a lot of people seem to be positive about uh-huh. it. And I understand his, like, okay, another fucking, like, interference. But if you think during... Stone Cold, every fucking match that Stone Cold had, someone was running in. Yeah. It was Patterson, Briscoe, Undertaker, Rock, McMahon, Shane. Like, every fucking match Stone Cold had, someone was interfering. I think now they're doing a lot of interfering because heels are winning. Right? Yeah. You got to make a heel look like a chicken shit. Right. Yeah. The only, like you can't win without Right. Him. The only heel that you can do the fucking indestructible thing with is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So you can't do that also with Seth Rollins. No, that makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, I understand it. Now, I get what your beef is. It's like, can just someone fucking win straight up? But when the heel wins, that can't happen. No. And heels are winning right now in the main event. So So that's what you get. That's what you get, man. All right. We'll move on. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's try it. What is up, <laughs> Captain Mac? Hallmark back in this piece. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk Ty Dillinger. Yes, I like him. This is not news to anyone. I like him so much that he is one of the four WWE superstars that I follow on Instagram. And as I follow him, I notice that at least a few times a week, he puts up pictures of him in the middle of the ring with a mic in one hand and a scorecard in the other. As I understand it, he is a heel with the gimmick of the perfect 10, which means he comes out and scores the other competitors on a scale from 1 to 10. I understand that it might not be the most exciting gimmick, but at least it is something, and he must be decent on the mic to get so much mic time on house shows. Mm-hmm. Question. Would you be opposed to this getting a small run in NXT? No. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to this at all. That's what NXT is for. Right. If Ty Dillinger can do something better than just random dude in a tag team, yeah, I'm yeah, all for it. I yeah. want to see that a lot. And look, a lot of the guys down there in NXT, and this is my opinion only, have ran its course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, Prince Pretty, what's his name? Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze? Done. Done it. Done Move it. him up. It's over. Yep. Move him up. Yep. Uh, Sami Zayn? Yep. Move them up. Move them up. Enzo and Cass? Move them up. Move You've them You've got the tag up. team division being built right now. Yeah. Get them up there. Move them up. So with those guys you gone. you got that whole new class coming in too. Right. So, you, so yeah, you move them up. Yep. You got to do something. And I've always been a fan of like the, that sucked, here's a three, or here's that was great. Here's a problem we might run into, okay? Here's a problem we might run so, into. Yeah, try it. Okay, listen to this. I'm going to try. NXT. Had all that amazing talent come in, and they've moved up in their Rollins, Ambrose, you know, all those people. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Right back, you could argue. You know, all those people, right? Daniel Bryan. Barrett. Mm-hmm. It, it's fucking everybody. And now the next crop is doing the same thing. Neville, Steen, Bo Dallas. You know what I mean? They're all coming up doing stuff. Mm-hmm. What if it's not that just the best talent went through there, but NXT is just that good at the WWE Performance Center? At what point can is the main roster full? You know what I mean? And the class well, that maybe should move up can't. Well, that's when you need to cut the fat. And remember how, look, remember how JTG had a job for six years and people are like, how the fuck is this guy still on the roster? You got to think, even though they do good matches, how the fuck does Jack Swagger have a job? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. How does, how does Zack Ryder have a job? Uh, how does... Yeah. Yeah, you know? those guys they can get rid of. Absolutely, I agree. So with it's that. like maybe it's time. Even though, hey, Jack Swagger, you've done everything fun for us and right. I mean, you had a DUI right before WrestleMania, whatever. Weed, yeah, yeah, or yeah, it was yeah, weed. Yeah. You know, you did some bullshit. You're a great wrestler. You know, you help out the young talent. But guess what? Uh, you're yeah, and, we're, and we're you might go right to TNA, you. but hey, you right, know, yeah. you're not going to do it. <laughs> TNA, right, yeah. anyway, so. we're overpaying you when we could get more out of. Uh, Ooh, Ha Nation, whoever's coming up yeah. out of Enzo and Cass, yeah, 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 yeah. than you, yeah. So you got to yeah, go. Those are characters, and you're Jack Swagger, right? You even your your you guy need, is even and with you, you need anymore, a, yeah. And you need somebody to you need character enhancement, and and these guys don't, and right. you know we can pay them, yeah, yeah. I so like it's like maybe it's time, maybe it's not just time that the new yeah. guys come up. It's that these fucking okay. fat right, gets well, trimmed. Says, Next, I'd like to just mention that Alexa Bliss might just be the perfect woman. Her body is spot on, and her face is as cute as a button. She might just have the best butt of everyone ever, and I like big butts, and I cannot lie. If the fact that she comes out to the to the ring somewhat dressed like a cheerleader makes her look like a minor, which makes you unable to appreciate the perfectness of her, I feel sorry for you. 
Just a question. How old are the cheerleaders for the Kansas City Chiefs? Thanks for another awesome podcast. I expect nothing less. Hallmark? Out. If he makes No, he didn't. Oh. He just ended it. That's weird. Are you all right, Hallmark? Yeah. Um, he makes a good point there, I guess, with the cheerleader. It was when she was, wasn't she doing the fairy thing for Yeah, her? it was a fairy thing, not a cheerleader yeah. thing. That's different. Yeah, that was different. She was doing Tinkerbell, not uh, cheerleader. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't different. like that. No. No. She is pretty. Yeah, very pretty. Uh, I don't know about the fucking cheerleaders. No. Yeah. All I right. know, I know a Kansas City Chiefs cheerleader. Sure she's yeah, like sure twenty six, twenties, early thirties at worst, at like at most, at, at worst. worst. God, Jesus. that's so terrible. God, that was bad. That's not how I intended that to sound. Well, All right, we'll move on. What is up, good Captain Kangaroo and little buddy Timmy Mac? Hey, friend, it's your homeboy. Oh, really? and favorite emailer, mm. favorite emailer, the ultimate one here checking in after finishing his very first semester in college. Good for you. First off. Let me say happy birthday, Cap. What are you, like 50 now? Hey, that's rude. You don't I look am a, five years old. You don't look a day over 42. I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks, T-Mac. <laughs> but without further ado, I bring to you guys. Uh, shit. Froggin! Oh, fuck yeah! So. Uh-huh. Did it get that? Let's yeah, no, it got do that. this! Bitch. <laughs> it says let's do bitch, but I figure maybe. Number one. What was your favorite match at Payback? <laughs> well, shit. Uh, I would say the main uh, event. Yeah, the fate of Ori. <laughs> Definitely. Mines would have to be the two out of three false tag match. Whether it was Xavier Woods trying to implore the, the Freebird rule at will, the spear through the ropes on Cesaro from Big E, to the double team moves by Kitten Cesaro. It got my match of the night. It was a great match. Number two. Who do you think should be John Cena's next big opponent? Well, it kind of seems like Kevin Owens. Yeah. But let's say that's done. Let's see. I just say that was just a one-off kind of like when. Who's his next pay-per-view opponent? Yeah, like remember Because the open challenge at some point has to lead to a pay-per-view match. You would think. Yeah. Uh, who do I think? Who do I think? Who do I think would be on the John Cena is currently the United champion, and he's doing. You know what? Fuck it. This is what I want. Fuck it. And it doesn't make any sense. Fuck it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. But I don't fucking care. It a lot of it does. When it comes to storyline, yeah. There's shut up. There's a lot of time when you go, wow, that was a great idea. That's a great idea. I'm winning the picks. I mean, we ain't talking about picking what they're saying. Oh, you're not. All right. Here you go. This is what I want. Yeah. Because there's a guy out there just floating around, not doing shit, it seems like. And they don't know if he's going to be the next guy or not. Who that? Roman fucking Reigns. Roman Reigns. Cena and Reigns. I like that. Fucking do it. Make yeah. Roman Reigns uh, just the heel. Everybody got mad at you because you're supposed to be the new me. What's wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like, right. Cena could be like, hey, what's yeah. wrong with me? Roman could be like, hey, it wasn't me saying that, man. You know, like, but they could just be like, hey, but I mean, I'm better. You know what I mean? Like, and just kind of. Well, I just think it, it easily could just be this. I think it could just be Cena go, if you want some, you come get some, yeah, yeah. here's the title. And Roman Reigns comes out and goes, I got nothing else going on. Yeah, they sent him to the back of the line, remember? So, yeah. U.S. title, man. The authority won't let me go after that title, so you know what? I want yours. U.S. title. He could easily say that. Yeah. And then he beats him. He beats him. Beats him. For the Superman, U.S. title. Superman punch beats Superman him. Superman punch beats him. On Monday Night Raw. Okay. Rematch. Rematch. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Give it three weeks. Nice. 
And they go back and forth over it. Easy fix. They're going to both boo. They're Roman both going to get boos and cheers, so you're getting the same reaction yeah. out of both. Well, he says, I would like to see him and Sami Zayn again. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but no. And this is why. Because it just feels like it's... F- it just feels, oh, so I'm supposed to cheer for Sami Zayn? Like, oh. I'm not into that underdog thing yeah, anymore. Unless they like truly look like an underdog like Daniel Bryan. I don't know. Eh. Yeah. I All want right. Sami Zayn to debut, and I want him to go up against, like, Seth Rollins. Not yeah. to say, like, maybe Seth Rollins isn't the champ. Right, but, but just, yeah, I get you. Oh, athletic like Ziggler. Or yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? All right, number three. Are you anxious to see Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe? Why? Why would I be anxious about that? I don't get it. Well, the rumor is Samoa Joe showing up in NXT any day. Possibly this oh, next Oh, and event. then like, okay, all right. I thought it was like just a, like a dream match. Like, no, but if that like if they're both in the same company at the same time, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I want to see some fat guys running around yeah. wearing T-shirts. Yeah, a little sumo match. Yeah. Number four. Yeah, they're good. They're very good. Who's, I'm just, who's gonna... Who's the best Sting? <laughs> Our T-shirts on. Yeah. Number four. <laughs> yeah, maybe Sting's the special guest referee and he's got a T-shirt of a, of a like a referee shirt. Number four. Do you think Lucha Underground should still have tag team titles even though they have the trio tag titles? No. I don't think they should have the trio tag titles. That's stupid. Yeah, it's a very Lucha thing. Yeah, I don't care. I don't yeah, want it. Don't like it? Don't ask me. Number five. <laughs> Who is it do you expect to see in the Elimination Chamber match for the world title? I don't think there is an Elimination Chamber match for the world title. I mean, there could be, but not right now. And is just... he meaning the IC title? But they announced all those. Yeah, and how does oh, R-Truth... Yeah, this, this is for the world title. He's he's picking a world title. Let's say there was a world title right now, Elimination Chamber match. Rollins, Reigns, Ambrose, Kane, Ziggler, and Brock fucking sucks Lesnar. Hashtag fucking with T-Mac is his picks. So Rollins would definitely, because he's the champ. Mm-hmm. You'd put Roman in there. You'd probably put Dean in there. And Orton. Orton. So there's four. So you need two more. Kane. Kane. Kane would weasel his way in there with the authority storyline. And B-Rock. Brock, you think? Yeah, Paul Heyman comes out. Uh-huh. And that's a good one that you could foreseeably get Brock Lesnar out and not mm-hmm. have to win. That's mm-hmm. when he could lose but still be booked like a monster because a couple guys slam his head in a door or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, they all team up to do yeah, the yeah. biggest, best, or all of them do the finisher the, on yeah, him. instead of the triple power bomb, it's the five. Right. Or they just, every bomb. one of them gets a, the finisher in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and he's done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you guys for all of this podcast love you guys spread every week. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. You, Wait, it's fucking late. Yes. God damn it. I would have sent a dollar, but I enjoy hashtag fucking with T-Mac too much. So you enjoy. Bonus frogging. God damn it. Oh, by the way, he did actually send us a dollar. He did? Yeah. Oh, good. Bonus frogging. Hey, Captain, how did you spend your birthday? Did a brother get a table dance? Uh, No. No table dance. Uh, the wife would not appreciate that, I don't think. Unless she were to give me a table dance, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, spent some time with the kids, man. We did batting cages and, uh, you know, cake and all that kind of stuff. Kept it low key. We were super busy, you know. So, uh, did the presents, the, you know, the birthday thing. What'd you uh, get? Uh, I got some, uh, 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 I showed it to you earlier. The, uh, what do we call them? The Bluetooth earbuds mm-hmm. was kind of, yeah, that was the big present there. That was, a. Uh, Something I've been wanting for, uh, I just thought of it recently. I was like, I could really use some of those. And I uh, got that. Good. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And Sounds the kids good. all made cards and stuff. Aww. You know? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Bonus, bonus, flogging. 
Do you think Paul Heyman will be completely candid in his interview with Stone Cold? No, he's a showman. Yeah, he's a complete showman. He is a showman through and through forever. He's a so. showman even when he's not a showman. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's just how he it's how he talks he's, to people. Yeah, about. he's wired that way. He doesn't even way. try. Yeah, yeah he's, he's wired yeah. that way. Man, ultimate one. I love it. Love it. All right. I got a question for oh. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not you, him. Oh, uh, him. Who do, the you, ultimate one. Uh, ultimate one, because we are, we're basketball fans. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You uh-huh, got Golden uh-huh. State winning it. Mm, man, I've seen some of the highlights. This year's playoffs I haven't been able to watch, but it seems like it's been a super badass one to watch. It's been amazing. But yeah. Golden State. Yeah. Been my team for three years. Yeah, yeah, you've been talking about Steph it. Curry for three years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like players. I don't yeah, like you do like players. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about. That's very typical of NBA. It's very fans. typical. Well, it's very typical of me. Yeah, but I mean, NBA fans are kind of a lot of that way too. Like a lot of NBA fans are mm-hmm. are less about the team and more about the players. Right, Steph. But the Curry, NBA markets it that way. Though. Right, but yeah. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, Andrew Bogut, uh, Andrew Iguodaga. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? Mm-hmm. Who else they got? Uh, Draymond Green. I've been playing a lot of basketball with the Sun, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But better. anyhow, Golden State. I love them. Yeah. And uh, all right. I hope they win. Okay. So, ultimate one. Tell me if you got them all winning right. too. All right, cool. We'll move on to a uh, brand new email on T-Mac. Almost went on this tangent about hometown teams and how that's so stupid, but go ahead. <laughs> all right. Brand new emailer. Now, is this a brand new contributor? Have we heard from to this, this person? week? Have we ever heard from this person? Yes. Okay, good. He says, Do you know who I am? Well, obviously not. You haven't said, I am Black Ghost. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Black Ghost. Going to keep it short for my first email on a string of very rare emails. Good. I like it. I got drunk and revisited Capital Punishment. And what was the first match I saw? Wait a minute, hold on. Capital Punishment. Uh-huh. Is that the one where, like, in the poster, Barack Obama was, I like, separating, so. yeah. like, Cena? And yeah. I think it was, was it Lashley? No, it wasn't Lashley. Yeah. But it was a black dude, wasn't it? Uh-huh. It was a... And what was the first match I saw? Was it, wait a minute, was it Cena and R-Truth? Not that, but was oh, that the, the main, main event? event? I think it was. Oh, my God. How crazy is that? But what was the first match of that? That was, what, 2011? And it didn't say on here. I'm going to guess 2011, mm-hmm. 2012. I'm going to bet the first match you saw was... It might have been earlier than that. It might have been like 2010. Like late 10, early 11. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to bet the first match that you saw was Zack Ryder taking on Jack Swagger. Dolph versus Kofi, number 10,733. That was a good guess by me, though, right? Yes, very yeah, good. Thank you. I wanted to skip the entire pay-per-view, but my attention was held because it holds the rarest main event in the modern era, Cena versus R-Truth. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck did that ever happen? This isn't an email about Cena burying someone under the mid-card after a match, but one about an association with The Miz for an extended period of time. What? With the exception of Daniel Bryan, anyone who was around Miz for an extended period of time Saw their careers fall from mid-card to irrelevance. Who out of Alex Riley, John Morrison, Big Show, R-Truth, and Damian Sandow had the furthest drop in relevance? Also, who had the most success after the unfortunate pairing with The Miz? Thanks for the awesome work you guys put in each week. If anyone has an hour of time or can squeeze another podcast on their plates, please check out my podcast on YouTube, Millennial Podcast. 
with the ebony ivory combo. Wrestling, cartoons, gaming, randomness, and follow me on Twitter at I am underscore black underscore ghost. Time for me to fade to black. I like that. Thank you so much for the email. Yes. And thank you for the obscure like pay-per-view reference. Yeah. I like and, that. And I've never thought about this Miz being the kiss of death for being associated with him. Well, I think the farthest someone's fallen is is Riley. I mean, he legitimately walked out with Miz well, at WrestleMania. John Morrison isn't in the company. Well, but that could have been like some backstage yeah. stuff that's irrelevant. Yeah. Right? You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. Because Riley, yeah. Riley didn't hit with anyone. Get what I'm saying? No right. one was like, we want Riley. Yeah, like yeah, Everyone yeah, was like, yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. He's wearing yeah, he a Letterman's sucks. jacket and carrying yeah. Miz's briefcase. Yeah, everybody's like, that guy sucks. Right. Yeah. So he had the furthest fall because he was in. he was associated with the main event of a WrestleMania, and now he's getting booed out of NXT. Yeah, it's terrible. So there's that guy. And unfortunately, because it was force-fed down our throats, the best pairing of the people you just named is Big Show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he had main event storylines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's still relevant. Yeah, he's had the best. Right. Yeah, I like it. That's exactly right. I know. (laughs) You said it like it was... I know. (laughs) Why are we... Yeah. It's like, okay, and it's dark outside. Like, what are you... Tomorrow the sun comes up. <laughs> we don't know that. You don't know if I'm right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know you're the Marty. You're the Marty. <laughs> We're the two Shans. We're the two Shans. The Regal Twins are the shit. All right. That was so great. Black Ghost, man. I hope they're not so rare. Let's get those emails rolling in, man. Yeah, man. I mean, we'll take them rare. Take them medium yeah, rare. We'll take them rare, but medium rare is my favorite. Even I mean, honestly, in steak, medium rare is my is how I eat it. You know, little pink on the end. What's up, Cappy and T Mackie? PGBL back with an email contribution for your superb podcast. Wait a minute, is that it? Is this mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. And making it short and sweet this week. Oh, you haven't been here long enough, T Mac. No, no, no. Well, hold on, time out. Heavy set. I know. Yeah. He no, no, no. I got like real. Anymore, no, I no, no. I got real beef with you, Heavy Set. I'm not. I'm not joking. Why? Let's let's take a, a real timeout pause. Okay, pause. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, where you at, man? Like, did we upset you? I, yeah, if we did, let us know. Well, if we did, get fucking over it <laughs> and get back to contributing <laughs> to the goddamn show. <laughs> All right, like, what the fuck, man? I miss hearing from you. We do this for me. we do this for you and mop mop mop. God damn it, the mop jockey. Mop jockey. Where the, you at, mop? And, and hey. Every fucking week, do we got to call you out there, Blue Kazoo? Blue Kazoo. Huh? I know you're watching the shit. Yeah. Where's our regular cast of so characters? So what the fuck, guys? Hey. 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 You don't have to make room for these other people that we've been adding. They, they All together. Everybody in. Like the Great Wolf Lodge. They don't know what that means. but Some of them do. Yeah. Cataclysmic totally knows that what that means. the mop jockey knows about the Great Wolf Lodge. But, hey. You goddamn it, guys. God damn it. I'm not fucking around here. All right. I miss you. Anyway, PGBL. But PGBL, I love you guys. And making love it you. short and sweet this week, Dolph Ziggler, Damian Sandow, or Stardust. Pick one of these three guys and tell us, the Sat Universe, how would you repackage them and take them to a title, mid-card, tag, or world, and go. Wait, wait who was the three again? Dolph Ziggler. He's Damian good. Damian Sandow. I mean, he's fine. You don't need Dolph Ziggler, anymore. Damian Sandow, or Stardust. Get them to a title. Repackaged. All right, how about this? 
You take Sandow because that's your guy. Mm-hmm. That is your guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you take him. I'll take, uh, was it Stardust? Yeah. I'll take Stardust because Ziggler is. St- is, Damn, is I was going to put him back like we talked earlier. I would just put them back to the tag team and then give him a tag title run. Well, is that what you want to do? That's easy. I mean, I could. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would probably do. But yeah, because we don't have to. Because you're taking him doesn't mean I can't use him in my feasible yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's what I would do because I, I don't know. The only way to get out of what he's doing is that, like I said, the cliche, um, they made me do something I don't do and now it's my time. You know what I mean? Like, like, and they're not going to have him go up against the authority, you know, saying they made him play some shtick role. And so I, I, that's the only way you realistically get out of what he's doing right mm-hmm. now, unless he fades away and comes back later. Mm-hmm. And I don't want another... Uh, it's been fun doing this, but now it's the, you know because you ruined that one already. So I would almost just kind of inexplicably, he goes back to you know what I mean, back to the smarter than you, Damien Sandow, and I, with Stardust, would almost and this is not me wanting this, but this is how I think they would do it, making it make sense for their WWE universe. Yeah. Okay, so this is how I'm doing it. So again. I'm repackaging it with the thoughts of how they would do it more so than just I would do a cre- complete reboot because that's yeah. what I would do with Stardust. I just right. have him go away. Cody Rhodes is back. Yeah, yeah cut exactly. a promo yeah. about why uh, he's in this business, his family, yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. It comes the from the heart. A son of a plumber, right? But it comes from the heart, kind of like that Ryback promo yes. a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, you do that. That's how I would do it. Now, this is what I think they would do that would make more sense for them because yeah, 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 they love their storyline writing. You do almost a step-by-step step of exactly what you did to Kane to Stardust. Stardust walks up to Kane instead of Stephanie, takes his little fucking thing that he always wears on his fucking back, hands it over, wipes off the paint, drops the towel of paint, you know, by Kane's hand, walks away. Then the authority comes out at the 9 o'clock hour because it – you know, starts at seven o'clock central yeah, time, yeah, uh-huh. nine o'clock hour. Triple H cuts a promo about how Roman Reigns is running around here and he needs to be taught a lesson. So tonight it's going to be a handicap match. It's going to be Kane and the newest member of the authority, Cody Rhodes. Oh, and Cody okay. Rhodes comes in a suit, walking down. Cody Rhodes in the authority, huh? Yep, Cody Rhodes in the authority. Yeah, they don't have that mid-card. Well, they don't have that athletic fucking, hey, Ziggler, guess who can also run around this ring with you? Yeah. They don't have that guy. Yeah, because it hasn't really been a faction. It's just been Seth Rollins and his goons. Right. So what I say, yeah, so what I would do is then you do uh, Kane and then introduce Cody Rhodes, put him in a suit, tell him, yeah, I've sold in, my family fucking sucks, never got me anywhere. I did this stuff and <laughs> fucking bullshit with that my brother got over with. I thought that would get me over. Didn't. So now I'm doing this. I want money. Suck a dick. And it's Kane. Smell my dick. Smell my dick. And then it's Kane and Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Smell my dick. But it's Kane and Cody Rhodes. My dick. Yeah. Versus Roman Reigns. They go over, and now you just create this big man, medium man tag team. Got it. Of the Authority. Got it. There you go. I like that. Yeah. As always, keep up the greatness that is the Spanish announce table. Love your work. You guys rock. Thank you. Have a great week. You too. Later. Jeeps. Smell my dick. Smell my dick. I like this song. We didn't even make this song. Well, I like Smell my, smell the, my, smell my dick. Oh, the way smell you were snapping, dick. it made me think of the Adams Family. Well, yeah. Okay, but you got to have a little beat. Right, smell but that's. Smell my dick. Smell my there dick. Because yeah, the, the snapping makes yeah. me think of Adams Family. Smell my dick. Hey, and where's. Uh, Where's cock? Yeah, where is the cock? 
What? I don't yeah, know. Where's the cock? Where's oh, the cock? Oh, can't find the cock. Cock. There's, that's not the cock, though. Guys. Uh, okay. This is unacceptable. Mob Jockey's gone. Okay. Heavy set. Heavy set's gone. You know, that sucks, but okay. Blue Kazoo. Okay. Blue Kazoo. But we have no cock. This is now, not cool to not have cock. Now, he gave us Tweet the Table, so he's not completely, yeah, I'm but, not completely but, upset but with him. We need more cock. This is my, hey. Yeah. This is my public service announcement to you assholes. Uh-huh. I love cock. You. <laughs> yeah. I love all you guys. Yeah. I really do. I want to interact with you more. Yes. I'm trying this way to do yes. it. So what the fuck? What the fuck? This is how we talk. We talked through here. Yeah. Contribute, goddammit. Contribute. I'm really upset. Yeah. It's mean. <laughs> it's mean of you, the fans. Yeah. Yes, the contributors. Yeah, I'm going through some real shit right now. Yeah. Fucking sunburned. Yeah. I just paid $110. Said vacation. Yeah, I just paid $110 for not fully stopping at a goddamn <laughs> four-way stop. Remember that episode? Yep. Yeah. I had to pay the ticket today. So... I'm go. I'm going through some shit, guys, and I need your help. Thanks, Jeeves, and uh, and man. we just gave you a fucking amazing interview with two emerging indie pro wrestlers that are gonna make a name for themselves very, very soon. I think, yeah, you're right. So, god damn it! All right, you know what'll cheer you? I up? don't want to be yelling at you, my you know my friends and family. You know but god damn it, man! You know what'll cheer you up? Three peas. It will. Three P's. There so it is. T-Max three P's where he's going to say positive or patient about something in wrestling this week. What is P1? I'm going to go in reverse order because we kind of talked what about- What is P3? <laughs> right. So, uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton is- Patient. Patient. This is why. Great performance yeah. at the pay-per-view. Yeah. But, what is he doing? Uh, I don't know. What's next? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Know. Yeah, yeah. So if you gotta he be goes, patient. Yeah. If he goes into a feud with Kane, ah, oh man, we just lost all that momentum yeah, of how yeah, fucking yeah, cool yeah. it was that he was like, here's a cool st- there. Perfect. Boom. I, I take back what I said earlier about Sami Zayn going with Dolph Ziggler. Sami Zayn, go with Randy Orton. Mm, yeah, okay, yeah. Get what Perfect, I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And he'll put on a great match. Those two will put on a yeah, great yeah. All match right. together. All right, P two. P two. Patient. Patient. Rusev and Lana. Rusev and Lana. Now, Rusev could not have been any fucking better when he dumped Lana. I, it almost looked like he was about to cry before he yelled Rusev, you know, and did all that mm-hmm, when he was like yelling mm-hmm. and he had the microphone distant to where you could hear his voice but couldn't really understand what he was saying. He was saying it in, in Bulgarian or Russian or whatever it was. And he was yelling at her as she was walking away and she was just, you know, distraught and just numb to being rejected. And he was like, yeah, go back to wherever you came from, which is so awesome. Yeah. You know, I thought the breakup was amazing. But mm-hmm. we've seen if history tells us anything. When there's a breakup, typically the woman gets the push, right? And the guy gets lost. Yeah. So I'm worried about that. I'm patient because Lana just hooking up with Ziggler the night of could easily mean, uh, it's a double switch, right? That she turns on yeah, Ziggler and goes back much, to yeah. Rusev. Could very much. So who knows? So I'm patient uh, no. on that. Okay. All right. Well, it's P one. 
Positive. Positive. And it's kind of been a theme of uh, yes. most of what we've all been yes. talking about. Kevin yes. Owens and John Cena. Yeah. And again, what I liked the most uh-huh. was John Cena's lack of ego and like just selflessness yeah, to say, you know lot. what we're going to do? Yeah. It's okay. Because I'm imagining he didn't maybe come up with that. Like, oh, cool, power bomb. Yeah, yeah, power bomb. Right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the lack of like Listen, selflessness, power bomb. right, is uh, <laughs> him allowing because he doesn't, you know, he he probably has creative control. Is him allowing uh, Kevin extent. Owens? Sure. Yeah, him allowing Kevin Owens to do that to him. He may not have ultimate creative control, but what he has is the stroke to say, "I'm not fucking taking a power bomb." From right. Kevin Owens on his first time up here, and Kevin Owens for. Not the best thing about Kevin Owens during that thing, and I think what the IWC got such a hard on for is it didn't seem like he was intimidated by the moment of now this is me in the ring with Cena. Right. Okay. It was, yeah, Cena's in the ring with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the most impressive part is he seemed like he belonged there. Right. And that's what I liked the most about his part. So I liked it. Those are my three P's. I like the three P's, man. And I like this show, episode 95, man. The Regal Twins. The Regal Twins were the shit. Check them out. Find their stuff. And God damn it, guys. I want to be friends again. Yeah. And check out Hashtag Tweet Table, the rest of the best on HeelZiggler.com. I want to be friends. But we'll be back here for the Spanish Announce Table next week for episode 96. Next week on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Before I say my fact, I still love all the ones that are contributing. Yes, of course. There's no lack of love for the people that are contributing. Right. I just want my good friends, my old ones, to come back. To be a little cooler. Yeah. (laughs) Eddie Van Halen did not ask for royalties after completing Michael Jackson's Beat It guitar solo. He did it as a favor. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. It's a feeling that you can't face the final.